1: Time machine? Out of a DeLorean?
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe, and this episode is all about one of the all-time greats, Steven Spielberg. Uh, me and my two guests are going to be programming our own hypothetical 24-hour movie marathon of Spielberg movies. Uh, before we get started, though, with all that, uh, let me introduce my two wonderful guests. First up, she's been a guest on the show many times, and she's the host of the always fantastic Schlock and Awe podcast. It's Lindsay Wilkins. Lindsay, how are you doing?
2: Hey, thanks thanks for having me on. I am so excited. Like all I've been doing is talking Spielberg for like, the like past few days. It's been driving my partner <laughs> mental. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've been having like Spielberg-influenced dreams. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I'm glad you're back. It's been too long.
2: It, didn't even it has. check.
0: What was the last episode you were on? Was it thing for like October? Do you remember? I forgot to go back and look. It's been been months. No, I, think. I don't.
2: I think it's was it Con Ed? Jesus has it been that oh my long? God, no, that was it like to... Last summer, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, it had to be something. I don't know either, but there's probably something in between that. But it has to be. I'll been look it up long. later. Yeah, it yeah. has been too long. But I'm, so
0: I'm glad you're back. Um, yes, yeah, so we've been cooking this up for months. I'm very excited. Um, I gotta introduce our other guests first joining us. Uh next up, returning to the show. You probably know him on Twitter as that Tony Scott guy. Although lately I think he's definitely been that Spielberg guy. <laughs> it's James Cottington. James, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Matt. Thank you for having me back.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being <laughs> back. And uh, I, this, you know, I think part of this came about, we were doing a Tony Scott episode, and I think you dropped the bombshell right away, like that your actual favorite director of all time is Steven Spielberg. And we were all stunned And the yes. nation was stunned inside. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you and it sent shockwaves. But uh, so, <laughs> and then I think it came up like we should sign with Spielberg. And then this whole thing started to roll about i stole this idea from daniel with his permission about doing it to a marathon because i didn't want to like rank all 34 spielberg movies yes there are 34 spielberg movies everyone <laughs> um it's too hard he's prolific tight, that, that would have been too hard um i just was like what's a fun way to do it and the marathons are fun because it's not like a competitive thing it's not like a a ranking people might get upset As if anyone listened to the spielberg screen drafts recently there was a lot of upset feelings so i was like let's avoid that and just do a marathon <laughs> so um this should be fun and um if people listen to the cobwebs marathons, that daniel's done that i've luckily been a part of um you'll be very familiar with the format i will explain again how it all works um but yes i asked you guys pretty early on uh to be here for this talk spielberg um because i knew james you were a huge Spielberg fan and Lindsay, i favorite you were as well because i know what all-time favorite movie or one of your all-time favorites jurassic park
2: oh yeah like (laughs) i think because before we started officially um you were saying should i ask you your relationship with spielberg and it's like but that seems too big i'm like yeah he's always been there like jurassic park was a seminal moment for a little 12 year old um who had never who was new dinosaurs and spielberg could only mean a good thing and you know i think it's the adam risky says when you Want the moon and you get the moon? I, I wanted the moon and got like Jupiter. So it was, <laughs> that movie's perfect. Like mm-hmm. I just, yeah, straight up and down. I love it.
0: <laughs> Can I say right now, this might be a shocking admission. I don't think I saw all of Jurassic Park start to finish until I was like a teenager in the 2000s. <gasps>
3: wow.
0: yeah. Oh my God. Interesting. Yeah. I was six when it came out. I was too busy watching Last Action Hero, apparently. I was going to
3: say, you were still bitter (laughs) about the Last Action Hero. Still bitter about Jurassic
0: Park killing Last Action Hero. Um, (laughs) No, I I wasn't really holding any bitter feelings, but it was funny because I think my parents figured I was way too young to see Jurassic Park because I think they thought it would be too intense. And it's kind of scary at parts, especially for a six-year-old, I imagine. But yeah. Mm. I I think I saw Lost World in theaters before I saw Jurassic Park, (laughs) funny enough. Um, And then finally, I was like, I should really watch. It felt so part of the culture and part of the zeitgeist. I felt like I didn't need to see Jurassic Park. And then I finally sat down and was like, oh, this is really good. And a movie to me like Jaws. Jaws, a movie I also did not see till later in life, weirdly enough. That's gotten better every time I've watched it. Because both of those movies the first time I was like, yeah, this is good. I get it. But like every time I watch them, I'm like, oh, no, these are great great movies that are amazingly made um so it's not a good movie they keep getting better every time you watch them so I've had a weird Spielberg thing where I missed some of the big ones when I was younger and came to them later but um yeah they just keep getting better which was a sign of a good filmmaker so um, yeah,
2: I, I went through a weird phase because he was like my favorite childhood director this was um my dad loved him we'd always go see it see whatever it, it was always just kind of part of the 80s and then as soon as the 2000s hit um and when you start watching more art Movies when you're like the pretentious 18-year-old who thinks they know cinema. Um, Spielberg suddenly was not cool. Like he, he was <laughs> just a pop-I think I fell into the whole thing he's just a populist director, whatever. Yeah, he made Shinless List, but hasn't really been able to capture that since. Um, and and then I think it was—I can't remember how what movie it was. When I was just sort of watching, I think she might have been Tintin, and I'm just like watching it going, "Actually, I love this. I love him. Why am I even thinking that? <laughs> He's like this kind of dumb director. When every time I watch one of his movies, I'm just like giddy afterward for like days. <laughs> 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 same thing I- happened with, and same thing happened with frigging Fablemans. Um, I went in thinking, "Oh yeah, it's a live star. Whatever, whatever." That final shot happens, and then I'm just skipping out of the theater, going, "Guys, did you see that movie? It was amazing!" <laughs> yeah,
0: I should have had him on fable Mints because I was like, "Oh man, a two and a half hour family drama, oh boy!" <laughs> but but then it's again, still
1: really well directed. Uh, like, do you know who you're talking about? Right?
2: Yeah, yeah. two and a
1: half hour family drama. That's Spielberg, yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know what it's I was just thinking.
2: It's and about.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Still managed to get all these great filmmaking moments into that movie, which. James has been doing a lot of stuff on Twitter and people will probably know as they follow him, like a lot of Spielberg movies for over a month now where you're posting clips. And yeah. you, I think you've said, <clears throat> I'm quoting you that, that no matter what you think of the movie, there's always at least a few amazing moments of movie making in those movies. Um, because there's movies, there's some real magic in there. <laughs> like mm. even movies that I don't overall think are that great. I'm like, there's some, there's always something where I'm like, Oh Jesus, that was a great shot or something. Mm. Um, so yeah, James, I'm curious because I'm kind of like Lindsay. I went through a phase where, you know, I was younger, I was like, oh, it's Spielberg, he's everyone's favorite director. But I when I got that very brief time in film school I was joking about, like if you'd said Spielberg was your guy, I think you would have been laughed out of the classroom because everybody mm-hmm. in that time was like Paul Thomas Anderson, Tarantino, like guys are like cooler and edgier and independent. And like Spielberg was like the establishment it felt like but but now i've come back around thank god and been like what the hell were they thinking he's an amazing director were you always on board Did you ever falter from the spielberg train or <laughs> <laughs> ever faltered uh
1: i mean yeah i don't want to be that guy but I, I would say i never faltered i was always on board i, I, okay. I was always there i didn't I, <clears throat> not to say i, I loved everything I, as i've said in my tweets and stuff i i don't love every one of his movies i don't Hate any of his movies, like like I said, I I find those things that I like in them, and I'm able to pull that out and just like kind of focus on it, you know. Like and, and you know maybe that's bad, or maybe I shouldn't focus so much on the good, and, and maybe I should take it as the whole. But those <laughs> moments are so good to me that I'm like, okay, well maybe the surrounding stuff isn't as great, but man, that moment, even just that two minutes, you know, I was like, perfect, I you mean, know, almost. <laughs> and it's like to me that's enough. And yeah, I don't know, I just I've always I have always. Stuck with him, I guess you could say, even during the the, the lower times, <laughs> the uncool guess, the times. horses and the, yeah, the war biatchi-
0: horses and, the, and
1: yeah. the always. Well,
0: you're a better the man and me the Amistad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, although he had lost World that same year, so he had a hit uh, on yeah. his, and I think I think Amistad. I don't know how well it did financially, but I'm pretty sure it got some Oscar buzz. So, um...
2: oh yeah, um, actually, yeah, it, no, he wasn't nominated. Um, I'm forgetting his name. Um, the main guy um not makane um the, Anthony Hopkins? The, no the main slave oh, he was nominated but the main slave i think should. Have oh, been it who- thank you it's hansu yeah. thank you because <laughs> that is a really amazing performance especially him and um Ijua... oh god i had these written <laughs> down um <laughs> this is great to have is okay. just me butchering any african name i'm sorry um but yeah those two guys like everyone's so young in that movie and there's some really good performances and some amazing shots even though i think that movie's kind of all over the place
1: (laughs) yeah it's 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 a little messy you're you're right but but again like you said like those performances are great like he's still getting lots of good stuff out of it yeah even though as a whole it doesn't quite meld yeah that yeah i now you brought
0: up you don't hate any silver movies i have two i have two that i'm very almost much hate. <laughs> i almost hate i think i almost hate them i don't know if i can say i fully hate them because again there's things i like mm. in both of them i will say ready ready player one where i think it's a situation yes. of like i think he's the wrong guy for that material honestly Even i don't though like source, he... i don't like the source material either honestly i okay. don't really like <laughs> I don't love like what agree to basic. disagree. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I don't wanna Mark Warner also, I think, disagrees with me pretty hard, but I, I just I don't <laughs> like ready Player One. I was like, I don't care for this. And uh, the one you guys haven't heard this yet. But on the episode I just did with Carmelita, which will be out by the time this episode comes out, I 1941, which I've my whole life has been the bad Spielberg movie. Like that as a kid, it was like that was his misfire. And I thought I'm going to find something. I'm going to be the guy that likes 1941, or I wanted to like 1941. I really mm-hmm. didn't like 1941. <laughs> like okay. there's some amazing miniature work. There's some amazing shots. Like. It looks like he's lighting money on fire and having a great time. So good for him. He is. But... He
2: literally is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, literally.
0: It's a frustrating movie because it wants to be a comedy. And I can't think of a comedy I laughed less at in the past couple of oh, years. Man. I, I'm sorry, James. I'm pre- breaking no. your heart right off the bat. No, no. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I just, I i wanted, to, I wouldn't want to like it because I kind of want to go into like the thing that people have been ba- bashing on for forever. And I'm like, I'm going to like it. And I'm like, ooh. Like, but it's, it's funny because, again, <laughs> I think it's like, for me, with Ready Player One, I don't like the source material. I don't like the script, 1941. Um, But well, I think... Well, there was no you know, script.
2: I think, yeah, I think <laughs> trying yeah. to get Belushi and well, Dan Aykroyd to actually keep to a script, I think, was not happening. So <laughs>
0: supposed, Supposedly, that was like one of the hottest scripts in Hollywood by Bob Zemeckis yeah. and Bob Gayle. Right. Yeah,
2: um, and then Belushi went in and just went Oh no, I don't do stars. Yeah.
0: Belushi's Sorry. in his own movie. I don't like. It's, <laughs> I was confounded by 1941. Like, Belushi I, was in
1: his own life. Okay?
0: Yeah. Yes, he was <laughs> in his own world. If there are two guys I think could not hang out less. It'd be Belushi and Spielberg. Like, they seem like they're on completely different levels of like what they want to do. But so that was sad because I wanted like 1941. Um, there are things to like in 1941. It's a great example of like I don't like most of this, but holy shit, some of this is amazing directing. Like mm-hmm. I think he still directs the shit out of it. Um, I just don't like what it's based off. I told I told Carmelita, I was like, I don't like to pit the generations against each other, but I kept thinking this has big boomer energy. <laughs>
2: like, it has real, life...
0: like, I don't know, just the tone of it and how it talks about World War II. It was like, I don't like, I don't know, just some weird stuff. Yeah. In one. Well, well still that, that... good. Oh, go ahead. Go,
2: sorry, you go, James. No, you go. No, I was just <laughs> going to say, for better or for worse, Steven Spielberg is kind of the ultimate boomer, as much as I love his movies. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm still not the biggest fan I think it's a really good movie I'm not just seeing this movie I just have never connected with it even though it's really well made and that is Saving Private Ryan um I think that oh, has the most okay. incredible 25 minutes opening but I'm still annoyed that he opens with um Matt Damon's character having a flashback to something he doesn't remember and asking his wife <laughs> if he had lived a good life it should have opened on Tom Hanks's mm-hmm. shaky hand I mean I'm still annoyed I don't know who got like Steven Spielberg has a problem he likes to have like a before and after kind of a prelude and a a epilogue and that was no um but I think just after after that battle I kind of feel a bit numb and it takes me a lot to get into the to the movie and it's so horrific and I, I don't know it's um a movie I've just never completely emotionally connected with even though I recognize that it is a masterful world war ii movie and one of the most influential movies since it came out like everyone does (laughs) no one shoots a war scene even that isn't like saving private ryan yeah
0: even Mm -hmm. video games i think were influenced after saving private ryan (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's it was a big it was a big deal another movie i didn't see so just a few years ago i was in the theater yeah i'd seen the opening (laughs) and and then i was like oh this movie's so good i think all the way through i think i think i did see Lindsay that you kind of had that lower on Letterbox something and i was like oh that's Mm. interesting because that's like definitely top 10 maybe top five spielberg for me i love that movie yeah it's in my top yeah. 10 I, I mean but
1: uh I, I can agree with you Lindsay, that as much as i i think it's almost perfect too or like you know up there you could take off those bookends and make it you know maybe my number yeah. two spielberg you know like that yeah, that yeah, is right. i do agree right. that those bookends well opening and closing
3: <laughs> yeah I, again
1: like but like i said i separate them i'm just able to tune him out and then like (laughs) to me saving right Ryan does start with the shaking hands so (laughs) he's i mean if anything
0: spielberg is a very sentimental filmmaker sometimes yes it's funny when he gets dark he can get pretty dark like some of the stuff i hadn't seen for this were the movies where it's darker spielberg and i was surprised how dark it gets like because everyone accused him being like very sentimental very kind of um i don't know what the word like you know just kind of like whimsical Whimsical, yeah. yeah, but then he gets dark, he gets really dark. Like, we'll talk about a few of them, I'm sure, but like, yeah, he doesn't get enough credit for that because when he wants to do dark material, he can really push it. And uh,
1: yeah, but he's a sentimental oh. guy at heart, he's empathetic, he just you know, he so well, he, he hides all that dark in those, in the, you know, that's the thing is, those in the the sentimental yeah, like is, yeah. It, they're so heightened that you, you kind of, you're just the darkness is under there, but just not as profound, you know, it's not pulled to the surface like he does all this. Yeah. yeah.
2: no, it's yeah. I mean, he's got movies that have absolutely just traumatized me. I mean, my parents did <laughs> not realize. Yeah. It, it, speaking of the dirt and dirt my parents <laughs> didn't realize I was paying attention to the TV. And then all of a sudden I'm scrambling to pick up all my toys as a three-year-old because they don't want the shark to get them. <laughs> Um, and I was like ter- I, I did not see Jaws in full until I was like 30. like I just would not go and Bruce I know Bruce looks rubber but no um there's still a few shots, shots and jaws I'm like oh God um the first time I sh- saw Schindler's list was a time I wasn't watching black and I came to classic movies late um I wasn't like Daniel Eppler where he just grew up in them and then was used to black and white I took that as <laughs> film stock. So when people being shot in Schindler's List, I kind of thought that was actually happening. And I was sitting in like social studies um, first year of high school, not being, wondering why everyone was so calm when people were getting shot on, actually getting shot on screen. Like, I'm like, I don't know how you're doing this. And then that Private Ryan opening with, um, I was not prepared. I did not expect that at all <laughs>
3: like,
2: yeah. so it, which is probably why the rest of the movie I was kind of numb to I'm just like stop speechifying at me I'm still trying to get over that first 20 minutes
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah he's. I mean he's done a lot we're going to talk about a whole lot
1: I'm very excited mm. um I love that y'all both like haven't seen some of his movies like y'all didn't see until y'all were adult. that's just so like because I did <laughs> grow up with like Jaws was a house like all the time mm. you know on oh. all the time Et all like everything up until yeah, I would say that my family was a Spielberg house, like that was okay, yeah, like I grew up surrounded by, and which is probably why he's my favorite, you know, like that's, yeah, that's the guy who. Oh, you know, the first time I if I think about movies, I think about Spielberg, you know, it's like that thing, like, it's just an association from day one in my childhood. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: I It's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Cause I was kind of on my own for finding movies is like a, when I was pretty young, like I talk about, about podcasts many times, but oh. like, uh, my dad was like a big movie guy. He was like recording he, <laughs> the FBI mm-hmm. went after him. Cause he was like recording stuff off TV and all, like copying tapes of the video store. So we had like a closet full of tapes <laughs> as a kid and it's funny because we're all about the same age uh roughly so it's like what tapes you had in the house is kind of what became the movies of your house so we didn't it, have yeah, jaws yeah. we didn't have weirdly any copies of like i think the indiana jones sequels i had raiders but not the sequels mm-hmm. uh we didn't have like jurassic park around so it's like but we had et so i had et but it was like those movies I had to, i had to find on my own kind of and it took me way longer i don't know why i wasn't Drawn to them. It was funny as a little kid. I thought he directed movies he did not direct because he his name was on a lot of stuff. I thought right. he directed Back to the Future presents. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes. So it's Silver like, Silver. I would have sworn to you until I was like a little older that he directed Back to the Future. You're like I was like, it's his it's his name's all over it. It's gotta mm-hmm. be him. It felt like one of his movies from what I knew as a kid. And then I was like, oh, he didn't direct it. So yeah. um he but he was ever present. Like he was everywhere. Um, he was on the Animaniacs, the kid. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he was the guy, he's always been the director that the people know he's the people's director i want to say like you know he's the director the people's director yes
2: he is (laughs) like the rock the
0: people's champion he's the the people's (laughs) director um he's the guy he's just the guy like i think the two guys if you ask people on the street name a film director i think you get spielberg and scorsese maybe tarantino a lot now but those there's like an upper echelon of like directors who like common anybody knows you know and like Mm. he's he's that guy i think so and he just makes great movies like it's you know so um i've kind of appreciated much more later in life uh he's fantastic he just does amazing things so Mm. um we should get into this marathon that we're doing so Mm, yes uh our imaginary theater our imaginary marathon uh the one (laughs) thing that was different with daniel's horror marathons and the action marathon we did most horror movies I would say are around 90 minutes or you can find it. Plus, you're wide open. Any horror movie you could pick to fit in these two hour blocks. The problem working with Spielberg movies, most of his movies are maybe not most, but a lot of them are over two hours.
2: So 2.35 still... I've noticed like he's got a sweet spot at 2.35 he likes, yeah, he does <laughs> yeah. like two, all
0: the 230. ones I had left at the end of my Spielberg watches were like two and a half hours almost I was like 150 minutes 150 mm-hmm. minutes all of them I was like wow he loves to be at the two and a half hour mark so yeah I'm... it's
1: funny because I we I, you know I just watched the post you know rewatched it for the first time since the theater and I was like okay here comes another two and a half it's actually under it's only an hour and like 55 minutes I was shocked mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a sub two hour Spielberg yeah, movie like crazy. Yeah, hmm. so um,
0: so so we're doing two hour blocks to keep things in some kind of organized structure because then if we start expanding and it's only 24 hours so okay everyone people listening don't get upset if you're sitting there going. 10 to noon, and we play a a two-and-a-half hour movie, and it goes over. (laughs) Just pretend. Just Just pretend, pretend. yes. Use your (laughs) imagination. All those movies are
2: two hours. Yeah, just use your imagination. It's going
0: to shake out. Pretend. (laughs) So, that's why I told you guys, i was like, do not worry about trying to fit things into our blocks, even though it's what we're playing with. That just makes things easier to... I thought of going to three-hour blocks, but then I was like, Nah. It's not a 24 hour marathon, it doesn't have the same ring, you know. It's just like yeah. so, so it'll all shake out the wash, as they say. I think, is that a saying? But they, uh, yeah, um, it, it's yeah, for it's funsies, it's for funsies, it guys. It's for fun- <sighs> so excuse talk about Spielberg movies. So, um, exactly. I will explain to people if they have not listened to <sighs> a Cobwebs marathon episode. Again, shout out to our friend Daniel Epler who was gonna be here at first, couldn't be here. Um, but I asked him, he was like, go for it, do the marathon. So <laughs> this is all from him that I stole. Um so the 24 hour marathon, there are 12 slots for 12 movies. Uh 10 a.m, noon, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., 6 p.m., 8 p.m., 10, midnight, 2 a.m., 4 a.m., 6 a.m., and 8, ending at 8. I guess ending at 10, technically. Um, There are three positions, so we're each going to get randomly assigned a program position um, and they'll be assigned doing trivia. We're going to do Spielberg trivia in a minute. Um, I will tell you the positions now so you can be thinking about it. Position one, you get to pick movie number one at 10 a.m. You get to pick... Sorry. (laughs) My screen went dark. Hang on. Um, (laughs) You get position one. You get 10 a.m. Then you get 4 p.m. You get 10 p.m. and you get 4 a.m. Position two, you get noon 6 p.m., the midnight slot, and 6 a.m. And position position three, you end the marathon, but you get 2 p.m., 8 p.m., 2 a.m. and the last spot at 8 a.m. So I can repeat those for you guys when we get back to picking, but just to give everyone okay. a heads up of where we're at. Um and let's see here. Sorry. Um so I don't think there's anything else to mention before because I said about the the slots. We're going to run over a lot <laughs> on the two <laughs> hours. Um, it's fine. It's all make-believe. And, um, <laughs> and just like, just... what is
2: time, really? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> We are only picking Spielberg-directed movies. Uh, he's hmm. produced a crazy amount of movies. <clears throat> we're only doing the ones he directed. 34 movies to pick from. Um, and, yeah, I don't know if there's much else to explain. <laughs> so we can do trivia, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> last night i was like <laughs> having fun cooking up the trivia questions um mm. so i'm gonna let james and Lindsay play i'm gonna ask the questions um and we're gonna do so first to three correct answers and i will read the question let me read the whole question even if you know it right away i gotta finish the whole question <laughs> and then uh once i finish it whoever responds first i'm gonna try to <laughs> it might be the exact same time i'm gonna do my best um also you guys be able to help me too on the honor system be like you'd be like okay james got it first or Lindsay got it first like um and then if you if you get it right we'll move on to the next question if you don't get it right we'll just i'll go the other person give them a chance to respond if you both can get the answer then we'll just start going back and forth um, going wild just, yeah
3: mm.
0: <laughs> then it's uh then it's just you know then it, we're go time and i got like nine questions so we'll see if i don't think we're gonna need them all but i just had backup so um really? Okay, I'm excited. I us do, look do this. Let's see how
1: much I don't know.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Me too. For me, not James. Like James <laughs> no. is like the no. most no. feel no. person that you'll ever. Shh. You think he's a Tony Scott guy? That's why I tried. I tried to, I tried to <laughs> mix he's it up with like
0: some like stuff about the movies, about his career, about even like a personal life question thrown in there, just to kind of give it a mix of like. You know, maybe you'll heard something, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, and yeah. yeah, whoever gets first to three, right, gets to pick gets their first choice of what slot they want to program. So then we'll go from mm-hmm. there. And um, OK, so first question, <laughs> here we go. OK, including his nomination this year for The Fable Fablemans, Spielberg has been nominated for Best Director nine times across six different decades. But how many times has he actually won the award? Lindsay, I think I saw Lindsay. He's won
2: it, uh, he won it once fishing <laughs> this list.
0: What was the other time? Me?
2: Oh shit! Did he <laughs> win for Private Ryan? Yes. He... yes.
0: Oh! <laughs> did I did I say that right? Yeah. Ding, it's like, you said oh, it right. Just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I just
2: I keep forgetting he won for Private Ryan. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, That's just it. Just those two. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah technically okay lindsey got that it just i was like twice yes he won for Shinless and here in Pry ryan i was kind yeah. of surprised he only won twice and we'll split that point just just <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah. don't make it more complicated with the half points so she uh, got half i got half keep track right? oh. oh dear god okay all right that's one down <laughs> lindsey's got one point um point five <laughs> <laughs> point five um i'm just okay. kidding <laughs> that was tough because i was like oh no um okay next question <laughs> There Oops. have been multiple instances where Steven Spielberg has released two movies he directed in the same year. Which one of these years did he not do that? Okay. <laughs> I was giving you multiple choice.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> uh,
0: the, just that That's a question. harder question. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Which year did he not release two movies? 2002, 1993, 1989, or 2017?
1: James. Uh, 2017. That is correct. <laughs> close. He almost there, did. He almost did. I I had to check the. He made them made... both in 2017, I think. But Ready Player One like came out 2018.
2: 2018. Ah, oh, because I yeah, because yeah, I thought yeah, because I always think that Post and Ready Player One came out the mm-hmm. same year. That's but, yeah. what I okay. think.
0: That's what I think too, Lindsay. I checked IMDb yeah. e and I was like, oh, this was really close, but it's not the same okay. year. Okay. Yeah. Because he went. I think he went off and made the post while he was waiting on the Ready Player One effects to be done. Which is something I love that he he does that. He has to make movies so much. He's like, okay, you guys finish the effects. I'm (laughs) going to make another movie in my spare time. Um, I still
2: think, I can't believe he was making Schindler's List while doing the effects and editing for Jurassic Park. That just blows my mind. I'm like, you cannot. Someone
0: pointed out it probably helped him decompress from Schindler's List Mm -hmm. to go look at dinosaurs. Like, it's like, (laughs) um, okay. He's still decompressing.
3: He is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is more of a personal Spielberg question about his life. I don't know if you got this one could be harder I don't know okay <laughs> Steven Spielberg is the godfather of two famous Hollywood actresses can you name just one of them Lindsay
2: uh Drew Barrymore
0: that is correct it's Drew Barrymore and Gwyneth Paltrow are his two goddaughters which I did not know until I read that trivia <laughs> so okay <laughs> Lindsay's got two next one she wins James gotta get two in a row here oh. okay I'm gonna to try to now I'm gonna look through my questions
1: and I've gotta be faster on my things. I know them too. I just I'm just slowly raising <laughs> my hand. I'm, I'm an old man. <laughs> um, it's not fair, Lindsay.
2: <laughs> no, this shows how much of a goody two shoes I was at school, and I've been sure I raised my hand, it was the wrong answer. So this is a very new experience for me. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, who was Steven Spielberg's original choice to play Roy Neary in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Multiple choice question. Was it Harry Dean Stanton, Dustin Hoffman? John Voigt or Steve McQueen, <laughs> and Lindsay is frozen, so I can't even tell if she's.
2: <laughs> no, 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 I was actually. Oh, you're no, back. You're I'm back. No, you I, guys that, was read this... that again. No. James? Um, he, James raised his
1: hand. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman.
0: That is incorrect. Uh, see, look, see, I'm not Lindsay.
2: This is a guest, Steve McQueen.
0: That is correct. That oh is... shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, see. I I was shocked at that because Steve McQueen does not fit what I think of as no that's Richard why Driscoll like,
1: encounters <laughs> um, that would have been
2: very wrong. I mean Dustin Hoffman would have fit, but Steve McQueen he's not yeah. throwing dirt into his house. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's why I was thinking Dustin Hoffman because one now that I see Richard Dreyfuss already like that's I just picture someone not on you know, sort of on the same weight length as yeah. that. You know? kind yeah. of
2: slubby. Yeah, well, I hear yeah, his want... name in
1: there. I was like, this seems like a Dustin Hoffman type,
0: not a Steve McQueen type. But <laughs> yeah, you um, got me okay well Lindsay, Lindsay's first of three yeah so oh, shit. um man i had some more one to ask when you get a chance uh <laughs> did anyone know What's real quick oh. here's the trivia did you know he worked on yeah you rain can ask man? the rest of the questions if you want <laughs> <might. laughs> just for, for fun um did you know that uh he directed Or i already started reading this one to say it he helped develop rain man but he had to leave the project last crusade
2: I knew he worked on it but I thought he was at a, as a producer because I was going through Steven Spielberg movies and Rain Man kept coming up I'm like what? <laughs> no, he did like up? 5
0: months worth of like pr- pre like production work on it and then like was contracted to go do Last Crusade and like handed it off to Barry Levinson.
1: I just not know. This...
2: Oh, maybe that's why Tom Cruise always had a thing that he had to work with Spielberg and that a... so
1: <laughs> He huh. met him and was like okay, I got to work with this guy sometime. Yeah. Yeah, I'll
0: just ask the other four just for fun. I mean, this isn't matter anymore, but um <laughs> What is the real name of Indiana Jones? His real first name.
2: I thought it was named it's after Henry. the dog. Is
0: Henry, it? yep. Yep.
2: Oh Henry yeah. because oh. <laughs> they're like it.
0: he's like Henry, Henry, and Henry, basically. Oh, after yep. the one. <laughs> uh oh, that was a really softball one. these are my softball but... questions in case things went bad. Uh the name of <laughs> Halo Joel Osmond's character in AI. David? David. They say it a lot too, I think. Uh <laughs> um Dan Aykroyd was a part of the ensemble cast in nineteen forty-one, but what later Spielberg film did he have a brief cameo in? Uh Temple of Doom. That correct. Man, I'm sorry, James. You would have had these other ones. I on know. Uh, yeah. Okay, last <laughs> so well, so I,
3: <laughs> I think this is an easier <laughs> one.
0: Um what <laughs> renowned music producer was the one who convinced Spielberg to direct Color Purple? Oh, uh didn't he is Quincy Jones? Yes. Yes. Quincy Jones. Yes, yeah. he he did produced into the music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are my questions.
1: Uh so <laughs> that was that was fun.
0: Um hope those I figured those. Hey were Matt,
1: little... I got a question for you. What were <laughs> okay. the what are the three movies? Oh I guess post dual, we'll say feature films that uh don't have a John Williams score. Ooh. Well, Color Purple's one of them, because Quincy yep. Jones, right? That's yeah. what made me think of this. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, oh,
0: boy. You know, this is funny. Almost one of my trivia questions was, like, what are the movies without a John Williams score? Okay. Um, man. Oh, f- What other ones don't fit? <laughs> um, I will give you a hint. They're both recent.
1: Oh, both recent. Okay. In the two, past it- two thousand, the 10s. Like, it-
2: of Spies doesn't have a John Williams score, I don't think. Yep, or-
1: that's right. Thomas Newland did that one. How about the BFG? Had- nope, that's Williams. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> it's either he's 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 not well, or he has to go do Star Wars again. Like they keep making <laughs> to go do Star Wars. It's like yeah, look, the base give is there. Give me a break. Can, give me a break. No, you, we need your name on it, and you need to be nominated every single time a Star <laughs> Wars movie comes out because. <laughs> did
1: he? Did he not do Ready Player One? That's correct. He did not Alan, do Ready oh, Player One. Yeah. Alan Silvestri okay. did Ready Player One because he was all that Back to the Future stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, that that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well that was fun. Uh <laughs> More trivia for Matt. Matt Fair got enough. to play after all. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> that was yeah, I was kinda of sad. I was like I'm gonna do trivia. But uh <laughs> well now, yeah. Okay, so Lindsay, what what spot right. do you want to pick at? Position one where you open the marathon, position two, where you're kind of in the middle. If you want me to read the times again, I can do that. And um I'll um,
2: I want three, but what are the times again for three?
0: Three, you do two the- p you end it. Yeah. So three yep. you do two PM, yeah, eight PM, two AM, and eight AM.
2: Cool. Now I'm frozen again. Let me just yeah. take that off. I was
3: about hey, we to got say, to this is <laughs> going to happen throughout
2: the thing. It I just was seeing, like, like, you just like oh, my say it on my video the
3: podcast.
2: <laughs> You're I'll frozen, yeah. I'm frozen, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I looked up yeah. and went, "Oh dear." <laughs> I,
0: I called out uh again. You guys have heard of this yet? But Carmelita, like something with her camera, like she hit it and it, she went to, like black and white. And I was like, "Carmelita, did you? Was that like a style choice to go black and white?" <laughs> like, she meant to do it. Um, no that's just how cool.
2: carmely lives her life she's just mm-hmm. the, she's just the goth queen so she just lives in a black and white universe
0: <laughs> um okay and james i will just you know what i will let you pick if you want to start the marathon or if you want to go oh man
1: second. that's tough <sighs> now i don't know if i want to start or do the noon midnight hmm. oh yeah you do get noon and midnight because yeah i like those two spots uh i'll just start
0: okay All right, I appreciate that, because I always start these marathons, if you've listened into enough of them. I'll start. And this was funny. I I appreciate that. This is the one I was looking at and thinking, like, I could – all these spots are good for a Spielberg marathon. I really could do something in each one. Um, Mm -hmm. But I appreciate maybe now I start again, so that's good.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, he's got so many – even though he has some lesser than – so many – there's too many good ones, you can't even fit them all on here. Like, So it's like, there's no bad spots on here. I mean,
0: come on. That's true. That's true. Um, Okay, all right. Well, if, uh, if James, you're starting, then – 10am what is what's the first movie in the Spielberg marathon we're going to watch
1: first movie Spielberg marathon <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark you got to start with Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark I mean it's I can't it's, argue it, with that yeah. perfect yeah that's yeah, like yeah I mean you can't say
2: me but i'm clapping
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I just it makes sense to me like as soon as you gave you know had the idea I was like okay well opening spot I've got Simple, like it, it's original. Sorry, because it's got a perfect opening itself. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I mean, what a way to start the marathon with the perfect opening to one of his movies. You know, like I don't know. I mean, what can you say? That's just it's it's classic. I mean, yeah, this all of them are. You could use any indie movie as the opening to the marathon. I think because they all have that great introduction to indy you know like Mm -hmm. everyone knows you get his silhouette you get his hat you get all that good stuff but raiders (laughs) of the lost ark you got to go with that because that's the first time we see it yeah i mean i can't argue with that go ahead Lindsay. sorry
2: sorry the silhouette work in raiders of the lost ark is just mind-blowing um we talked a bit of mike when he first comes and sees marion how he's got this large shadow but then it diminishes and then her shadow grows bigger because marion ravenwood is the, the the best um yes, but just is. some of the yeah but just some of that iconography of the shots and just um and the fact that he's kind of dopey i love like it's because it's Harrison ford it's han solo i mean even now you see him and you're like you are king movie star and the fact that he has to kind of sigh when he sees the big guy on the plan has to go punch him in the face it's yeah it's <laughs> it's right as a lost dog. <laughs>
0: Man, uh yeah, I mean really I, the, man, Raiders is like just for what it's trying to do, a perfect movie, like a perfect adventure movie. Uh I was shocked recently when I heard someone call it boring on a podcast. Uh Excuse you can me? probably guess which one, James. Uh <laughs> was, yeah. Uh Some I people said that out, actually. I was not impressed. I was <laughs> fell in my chair. I was like, What are we doing right now? Um one of the What best... are movies? Yeah, what are yeah. movies? One of the best openings to any movie ever because it, I mean, it's iconic. It is like I knew that opening before I even saw the movie because it'd been parody in so many different things and you know, cartoons and other movies. And it, it was you could not escape it, you knew what that was from. And it's just such an amazing sets the stage so well for what that is. And I mean, goddamn, Sewer just directs, yeah. I mean, we're gonna say this a lot, he directs the hell out of that movie. Like, there's yeah. just I mean, it's it's fantastic and um him coming back off yeah 1941 there's something in between right it's 1941 mm-hmm. to this what a rebound <laughs> like off of like a big failure for him like the rebound of rebounds yeah, the rebound yes. of rebounds and yeah. being like i got it don't worry and uh yeah it's i mean we're gonna probably say this a lot about his movies i it's hard to find what to say because they've been talked about to death but yeah um raiders is just so good and like perfectly made for what they're trying to do um yeah it's fantastic great that's a great way to start i mean there's a lot of ways you could have started this i thought but i mean that may be the best way honestly so
1: yeah and it even starts with one of his you know those the transitions are always at the beginning of oh, the, all the indie yep. movies you know like the logo into the mountains the right? logo in the mountains is great yeah you know, so it's just it's it's pretty good it's pretty pretty good
3: yes <laughs> good movie <laughs> yeah that's that's
1: yeah. my that is my <laughs> that's you're 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 getting to it right there matt because you're gonna you know, you said good movie lindsay but it's like i always say that like a lot on twitter uh, you know like i'll say oh this movie and then good movie because it's <laughs> it, it is the same thing it's like what else am I going to say everyone freaking know like we're, we're probably going to run into this a lot like you said in this podcast it's like yeah what more can I say about all these movies that everyone doesn't already know yeah. right like, it's just like, I, yeah it's almost movie.
0: like the interesting part is like where do you play them why do you play them at that exactly what yeah. do you yeah. follow? yeah what do you follow like I, I have to follow Raiders now what do I follow? What, <laughs> exactly. do I just play temple yeah. do um what do I do yeah just all um, four we'll play it in back room. to back um, <laughs> exactly I, wow so I Anyone else want anything to say about Raiders a lot? I don't want to rush anyone along on Raiders, but I feel like it's, we're all kind of like, yeah, it's great. What else do we say? Yeah,
2: I'm going to... No, Go ahead. I do... Oh, sorry. I do love the fact that he brought back the code hanger joke from 1941 um, purely because um, he was determined to get a laugh out of it because he didn't in 1941, um, but he got it in Raiders The Last Dark. He's like, right, I don't have to do that joke anymore. I'm just like, you was such a big nerd and I love it. Um, <laughs> no, it is... It's just kind of one of those, yeah. I mean, this is a movie he had to make he had to prove that he could make on budget, because he was the he was a wonder kid, but he could never make a movie on schedule and on budget. So he had to kind of prove that he could actually do it. Um, and because George Lucas had to like this seems like a weird sentence. George Lucas had to stand up to studios for Steven Spielberg to let him make the movie. Like it he it, this wasn't a time when <laughs> studios were completely confident in the fact that um, yeah, you've made a couple of hits, but when you don't make a hit it bombs hard because we've just spent so much money on it. So, it, but yeah, it's it's a perfect, it does, it redefines the adventure genre. I mean, which is a thing he's going to do again and again. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Isn't it funny too that somebody yeah. like Steven Spielberg, even then, has two gigantic, like two of the biggest hits of all time, at that time, Jaws goes to yeah. counters and the studios, he makes one bomb, and the studios are kind of like, I don't know about this guy. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> what are you doing
1: here? Are you sure you need to be like, making movies? Uh,
0: we like, they might have made a mistake
2: with this kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. He got lucky twice. Like it's like <laughs> Um, yeah, it's crazy. But uh luckily it worked out and then hmm. everything's okay for it, that. It's yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> it, it it you know, we talk about perfect movies. This is another one that kind of gets close to being just perfect for especially for what it is trying right. to do I, I think you can right. make
0: an argument maybe it's not a perfect movie for just movies but right. like for what it's trying to do like yes. it's like the perfect version of that it's like an adventure yeah movie,
1: you know it's and it's you're you talking yeah. about the oh sorry You <laughs> them saying it's boring i'm just like <laughs> i i i'm trying to wrap my brain around right? because like i can think of even just one scene in and of itself so, like where they're on the tarmac in the plane fight and then marion's in the plane and we got her, and it's just cross-cutting back and forth. <laughs> like, How is any of that boring? Like, him fighting the guy I, on the tarmac as he's trying to avoid the... Pl- like, what? Like, that I, little listen, sequence in and of itself it. is, like, a perfect... I would have uh,
0: questioned somebody, like, I was interrogating them. Like, what do you mean boring? Like, I would have been, like... Oh, but I, I didn't get... I, but that's I, just I one heard. of, like... <laughs> I know, I know. It, like, it doesn't hardly stop. Um, Oof, you're blowing my mind. I know. I shouldn't even told you. I apologize uh, for putting that in your head. I had to you're hear gonna, it, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> gotta process that um okay we'll take a minute i guess i'll go and pick (laughs) pick next i have the second pick so i will pick at noon oh boy okay um this does kind of change what i wanted to do at noon um hmm (laughs) man i think i'm gonna oh boy okay because i don't pick until six okay i'm gonna do something kind of wild i think i'm gonna take us way down from like the adventures of raiders and play what i now think is a very underrated Spielberg movie, one I'd never seen before I watched for this podcast. Everyone's to be so mad at me to follow Raiders with this. I'm going to play Always at Noon, <laughs> which I okay. was so charmed by. Because, uh, again, I think Spielberg has 1941, which everyone calls Bad Spielberg. And then he has two movies I think are Forgotten Spielberg, Always and Sugar Land Express. Because those are the movies I feel like people don't even talk about. They don't even get always is kind of caught by bad Spielberg, but it's like, I had to remind myself he directed always. Like I forget he made that movie. Um, Plus the same year as Last say that doesn't help the movie at all, but I was so charmed by always. Like I, it's not perfect. It's not like one of his masterpieces, but I, Holly Hunter is incredible in always. And John Goodman, I love them both so much that I, I think it elevated the movie for me. Um, Richard Dreyfus is good. I don't know if I love him in the movie. Um, and it does like everybody will tell you. I think one of the big problems with always is that the guy that after Richard Dreyfus dies in the movie that's not a spoiler. That's just the whole crux of the movie that nice. that he's that she started talking to this guy named Brad the actor's name is Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson, as I refer to some people, is like a sentient block of wood mm-hmm. in this movie. and it's like he's Johnson. very like, Uh, handsome and uh you know but he just there's not much there like there's just not a lot there and once I heard somebody say that uh I think Tom Cruise was going to be the Brad Johnson in that role that would have really changed especially 89 Tom Cruise that's
3: a whole yeah oh
2: yes no it's it's a deeply (laughs) weird movie um and it's kind of a surprising movie that Spielberg would want to to uh to direct in hindsight when you're looking back over his career you're like really always um (laughs) Holly hunter and john goodman are so good in this movie i wanted them to get together like it's kind of weird because <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. the ghost of richard dreyfuss keep pushing Holly hunter toward the sentient block of wood and i'm like That's, okay one why is your ex who okay i get his dead, so you're not together why is he pushing you to have sex with some young boy um i don't quite get this and brad what's his name i already forgotten him brad johnson his name um, is
0: very forgettable brad johnson it's like he's an insurance yeah officer. I don't know yeah
2: <laughs> no. I don't know it's um oh, poor Brad. it's it's not yeah poor Brad it's not... worse, I
0: think he passed away so I feel really bad yeah, I, oh, yeah that's what Friday. I was that's why I said poor bread I'm oh, sorry Brad. I'm it's okay sorry. I,
2: I think he's the wrong pick for this yeah part. It's, I just don't you, you need it's not some yeah when no. you're with when you're matching Holly Hunter up with someone you need someone who has much charisma as she does and she's very small sorry yeah <laughs> yes like, exactly you need someone who can match her charisma and Holly Hunter is. Illuminous, and so when you so when you think about always, you generally think of Holly Hunter and John Goodman because those two are just amazing. And yeah, it's a really—I mean—I think it's a little slight, but in saying that, I think there are again some shots. Like I think when you first—I think it's when you first see Holly Hunter and she does the swivel in the chair to turn around to yell at um, Richard Dreyfus. It's got a very Powell and Pressburger feel about. I mean, this Powell and Pressburger kind of follows spielberg around like john ford does and um and uh the guy who directed uh mr Wa- uh, mr smith goes to washington i'm blanking on his name um those capra. kind of follow him yes capra they kind of follow him around in terms of his movie influences so it's definitely got that kind of feel but when she swivels around in the chair and is on the mic i'm like oh hey there he is yeah so every even movies i i because i do actually like always quite a bit but even in movies i'm like yeah it's <laughs> not raiders i'm still like yeah but then you get shots like that i'm like
0: yeah Yeah. for sure it's there was and there were so many things like uh there's i mean it's really sad when holly hunter is dealing with richard Driver's death and i think uh john goodman comes to her house and she just says something like i don't know what to do with myself or i just it's a very real moment of grief like i don't know what to do basically i don't know how to keep going and john goodman's upset too and they have this amazing scene and there's like these amazing shots in all ways like where like holly hunter i think like it shoots up out of bed or something there's a great like sunlight across her face it's like amber i always think of like see what we're doing these like really crazy like orange sunrises, sunsets like these great shots of that there's some great plane stuff because they're like they're firefighters fighting forest fires in planes basically and there's some pretty good stuff with that um that uh-huh. i didn't expect and um yeah i mean it's, it's got some weird stuff <laughs> like uh there's a whole dance sequence with like holly hunter and like at a bar with all these guys who want to dance with her it's kind of weird and like her relationship with Richard Drivers is kind of weird too because I, I don't know if I fully believe they're like this super in love couple but um I don't know It's there's some things that don't work but the other reason I would play it in a Spielberg marathon is like I have a captive audience and a lot of people I think have just avoided always or never seen always like myself and I'm like, what a perfect time to play it. You're at a Spielberg marathon. You kind of have to watch it. You're stuck. So I'm going to force mm-hmm. force everyone to watch always and be like, now it's time to watch that Spielberg movie you forgot about. Because um, I liked it way more than I expected. I was like going to always like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to like this. But um, And shout out to our friend, Rob Antequera, who I think uh, I said it might be his spiel- f- favorite Spielberg yeah, movie. maybe. Yeah. I think he said that. So when he said that a long time ago, I was sh- I was like, wow, I've never heard anyone say that. And mm-hmm. it kind of made me want to watch anyway. But it's really good. So I guess I, I could see how somebody be very attached to it, depending on when they saw it, because it's a pretty emotional movie at points of like, but yeah, yeah, it's just and apparently you want to make this for years. Him and Dreyfus were talking like years before about remaking. Oh, I forgot the original name of the, the movie. It's a remake. Um a guy named Joe. Yeah, guy named Joe. Yes, oh,
2: and, yes, 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 yes. I was going to
1: say, that's why he, I think you know, Lindsay, you were kind of saying like, uh, you're not sure why, what this attracted him. I think it's more that like he's just yeah. trying to do his own version of one of his old you know what are you making one of a movie he liked you know just, just a movie it. he liked yeah
0: the, and they yeah so um it's weird i i from all the spielberg i watched leading up to this i almost wanted to go to Back for always just because it's, it's like one of the forgotten spielberg movies and i'm like people should really see this because <clears throat> um but it is like him and his like most I think sentimental and whimsical. It's like mm-hmm. he, he went through this whole period too where I feel like he's obsessed with planes. Like I don't know if you saw like the well, amazing stories. That's his whole life, buddy.
1: I'm sorry. Well, that's true. <laughs> he's yeah, been yeah. obsessed with planes like forever. That's true. He's like the big uh, yeah. history guy. Like that's all you know. Since... That's
0: true. That's true. I've watched his Amazing Stories episode he directed with I think Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. where he's on a plane he has to like draw and make them landing gear it's a great yeah. i won't say the only episode that i've ever seen but it's pretty great uh but um but i was like yes yeah, people loves his planes man i'll tell you but so yeah. i don't know people are probably mad i played always at noon but you know it's a it feels like an afternoon movie you throw on it's a nice yeah you
1: don't want to put it too late because it, it's not like fast-paced or anything no. you know, people yeah, would yeah. lose interest <laughs> it's just a love story you know it's yeah. a strange love story that is like you said one of the weirder things is you know that Richard Darfus is dead, yet he's watching his you know ex lover, partner try to hook up with guy. <laughs> right. Like, like it's like, it's a little weird, but it's, yeah,
0: it's a little odd. The idea of like he's kind of encouraging, but kind of mad mm-hmm. about it. It's weird. It's like yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely strange, but I I liked it. I was shocked by how much I liked Always. I expected to go in and be like, this is gonna be one of my bottom Spielberg's, probably. I don't know, but no, I enjoyed it. So now I, I don't like it to- too. And, and those,
1: <laughs> those those the, like you said, Holly Hunter. I mean it's holly hunter hype train for real like i mean she (laughs) yeah she kind of carries them even more than john you know john goodman as much as good Mm -hmm. as he is it's the holly hunter show to me oh it is like yeah especially in like the back half you know and all those sequences at the end with her in the plane and like you know he's talking to her yeah sure that's all the sentimental specific stuff but like it's just you're just getting her face and she's just sitting there like i'm just thinking about like the logistics of her just sitting there you know Spielberg's like okay you're just gonna sit here try this is behind you i don't even know if they're actually in the scene together because it looks kind of weird like i'm wondering if they even filmed it together okay. like, or if they were filmed separately they probably were but you know i don't know it just looked a little weird but like and, and you just have to stare for two minutes you know like, and just <laughs> let me see it's just it's pretty 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 good Again, I'd say pretty, pretty good. Yeah. But also, I <laughs> want to give Brad Johnson one... I I love the scene with them in the car and they're doing the okay. impressions.
0: That is my favorite
1: part. That's his of, moment. Okay,
3: that is his yeah, moment. That,
2: that is, moment. Yes. That is my favorite
0: part of the Brad Johnson performance is his, like, bad John Wayne impression, right? It's like, yeah. it's... Yeah. So, it's I, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not like he's bad. It's just kind of like... Yeah. Then you start thinking about all people that it could have been in that spot. You're like, oh, it could elevate it to this other level. I do think also him being, like, the guy is kind of one of the reasons it kind of gets... Slept on as mm-hmm. for because if it was Tom Cruise, I'm sure people talk about it more. Um, but who knows? That and
1: and also, like you hit on earlier, too, maybe the Dreyfus-ness of it. Like, he's a little oh, he's like kind of full on Dreyfus, but I don't know if that makes it...
3: <laughs> no, I, I you. know what
1: that means a, yes, like, you, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's really being Dreyfus, like you know, like, usually, yeah, he's like
2: <laughs> either rein him in or uses Dreyfusness in a good way. And in this movie, it does feel like he's going
1: a little over the top.
2: <laughs> a little over the top yeah which it does tend to do quite a bit mm. uh and movies i like like stakeout but yeah. it is yeah it is feels a
1: bit out of place in this movie yes i think he should have been a little less yeah better. yeah
0: mm. But you know, it's it's good. So now I force everyone to watch always at noon. How will Lindsay recover from me showing (laughs) this and people being angry, Um, or or hopefully pleasantly surprised? Uh, So yeah, Lindsay at two p.m. What do you got?
2: My plan is completely out of whack because I was actually going to play. I had always at two p.m. So okay, that's um,
0: that's where I had it originally too, but I moved it up. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm so. But but I was going to move.
2: (laughs) I was going to move. So I'm trying to. I was going to move something down, but now because you played always, I might have to move something up. So I actually, I'm going to go for one of his um, later movies, but I, and okay, this is purely because I love this movie. So you're going to have to all, everyone's going to have to deal with this, um, but I'm going to go for the ultimate dad movie at 2 PM, which I think fits. And that is Bridge of Spies from 2015. Um, this movie rules. Um, <laughs> this does. It, uh, yes. Uh, I think it's one of those best of the two of the, of the, of the teens. Um, and I think it helps the fact that it has the Coen's um, I know they didn't write the script but I know they added things and you can kind of tell where they added their Cohen-ness um, and it is just this brilliant movie of kind of what he's obsessed with in the in the teens which is kind of especially when I sort of went back and watched um Amistad and, and Lincoln and and The Post and um it's kind of this obsession he has with America American idealism mixed with the reality of American politics which I think Bridget Spice absolutely fits into and Tom Hanks is his um is the idealist he's the one that's trying to keep everyone like no we have a constitution this is what it says can we just follow this and everyone's like no burn Mike Rylance burn him on the stake um and when he's in East Berlin and it goes all tops I don't know this movie's I love everything about this movie I love all the side characters I even love Jesse Plemons in this movie for five minutes oh yeah um <laughs> Tom Hanks is brilliant when he's starting off he's like he's not my guy why do you keep calling him my guy um and how that runs through I love the fact that he has a yeah this movie's amazing so I'm gonna shush <laughs>
0: <laughs> um James thoughts on Bridget Spies well, keep going, Lindsay.
3: That's really good. He has a cold. Yeah. I, has a cold. That's good.
1: Uh, that's another thing about this, like, last period of uh, Spielberg is, like, so much Hanks, you know, like, like yeah. kind of oh, underappreciated yeah, yeah. Hanks, you know, like, he's always just so good. It, it's just, like, everyone takes Spielberg for granted exactly. no, Yeah. We kind of take Hanks for granted, too. Like, he's They're just, like a perfect pair. They're just, like... Yeah. They, they just, like, these mind well meld. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think to when you were talking about the Cohen script, it, a lot of it, it even like the, I think of that one scene. There's a couple scenes in the, the bar, you know that one. And then, but when he's talking to the guy, the CIA agent, for the first time, and he's like, says something about "Don't nod at me like that, you son of a bitch" or whatever. And it's like yes. that feels like a little <laughs> Cohen like addition right there at the end. Like he's got this big monologue he's kind of saying, and then adds in that little funny kick right there. It's yeah it's pretty good. But I <laughs> oh, mean, please. yeah. What,
2: yeah. When he's meeting Mike Rowland's supposed family for the first time in the I think it's in the Russian consulate. Um, and everyone's just going full like that feels very common. Everyone's like going full over the top, and then all yes. of a sudden it stops and they just leave. <laughs> and you're just like, right. <laughs> just...
1: <laughs> their faces are just kind of blank, like, oh we gotta yeah. walk out of the room now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That didn't work. Yeah. Man, this one I
0: I kind of think I feel like Lindsay does about saving private Ryan, where it's like mm. I like this movie but I don't think I've come around to it like everybody else did. I just saw it the first time. It was before I started doing this. Maybe it was like early last year or something. Mm-hmm. And I liked it, but it kind of left me a little cold. Like, I felt kind of distanced from it, which may be part of the point, because it's kind of like all this uh, shadow spy work stuff, you mm-hmm. know, but um, I like it. I do enjoy that I can tell kind of the cohenisms of the script. Like, I can tell they wrote it. I'm like, yeah, I can see some of their stuff in there. Hanks is good. Mark Rylance is really good. I still am on the... <laughs> On the train. Oh, you still wanted
3: Sylvester Stallone to win the Oscar? I, I'm
0: still upset. I'm still upset that Stallone <laughs> didn't win that
1: year for Creed. But you know, Ryland's, I can get behind that. <laughs> still yeah. good. I love yeah. Rylands too. He's really good. But Stallone, maybe. Yeah, and it still did a, little, felt did like a little. Like a little. That's one of those weird things. Did I say did a little more? But maybe it's showier, right? Like you know, then... not showier, even in a bad way let's just stop talking go on let's talk about this. So, i don't know no, just no, no. Mark sorry Run- take us off track yeah
2: mark Brownline <laughs> standing in his tidy whiteies, just as he is he's about to be arrested is still i think is oscar worthy just the way he, yeah. his his hair is just he's just like this schlubby little tiny old man who is kind of the typical spy but not what we think is a typical spy and just how he's just like well, the bus is always right like he's just so calm <laughs> and i would be getting so stressed out like I, I i would be like what is wrong with you and he's like eh, what are you gonna do
0: <laughs> yeah it's it last thing i'll say about this sorry the stallone thing too it wasn't so much it, it felt more anti stallone than pro rylance it almost was like it did felt very stuffy hollywood types were like mm. we're not giving stallone he did the some of these shitty action movies yeah that's what i kind of felt like there was a weird stallone Thing where they were like too good to give him the Oscar,
1: but right, right, so, right. No offense, yeah, yeah. it's
0: not Mark this fault. Well. He didn't do anything. He just got the Oscar, but um, yeah. he's very good. So yeah, I like British Spies. We're not talking funny. about
1: a Birdman, you know, situation where Michael Keaton, you know, the the person who is the whole movie, and the movie gets every award, and then Michael Keaton doesn't get Best Actor. Oh, I forgot about it's Weird, that. weird how that movie oh, got yeah. every award, but the guy who is the whole movie. Did. Do you remember who won over him? Eddie Redmayne. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> exactly I, I, even... and I
2: had the exact same reaction
1: <laughs> oh god yeah theory of everything I, wow I
2: don't even like Birdman I'm like no give Keating the Oscar because he is that movie I mean that like whole
1: everything. movie revolves around him yeah that's, it, yeah. that's the, yes it's one of those things like I don't care about awards and all that stuff right Where you right. do something like that and you're like he gets best director gets best I don't know if he got best picture or something but it's oh, like
2: best picture yeah
1: and then <laughs> it is Michael Keaton's movie. And he doesn't get best at SR. Okay. Right, right. okay. Explain that it one. Is,
0: it is crazy. Like, I mean, it happened to Spielberg when he won best director, Sam Pride Ryan, but yeah. lost best pitcher. I mean, how do those things not go hand in hand? And, yeah. and it happens no, way I'm... more now. Mm-hmm. The, the, went, like five and five used to be like they were pretty lockstep. It was pretty much like the five best pitchers, five best directors, they all go together for the most part. There was some weird, like, but now they have 10, it's like people get left yeah, out. Yeah. And, yeah, it can get yeah. kind
1: of wild in there now.
0: So yeah, sorry, Lindsay. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, I was just,
2: I'm just a little. I don't think they're going to do this to him because it's Spielberg. But I'm a little worried that they're going to give him and Kushner the best script award and then not give him director or best or fableman's with best picture. I'm like, is the Academy really going to do that to Spielberg? Like, because they do share them out now. Like, it's like, oh, you'll win this because you're not good. Like, we'll give Jordan, right. uh, uh, Jordan Peele, um, best script for original thing because he's not going to win best director or best movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, is really, is the Kennedy really going to do that to Spielberg? I'm pretty sure there's going to be some phone calls going around if you, they do. I mean, if they they've done stuff so to him before.
0: So they'll do, yeah, they have you yeah. the forever. Who uh, <laughs> break? I mean, it's get He didn't get an Oscar for Best Retro Departed, right? Mm hmm insane that's insane so the academy has a bad track record of doing things that make sense yeah Uh, so nominating
2: ben affleck and then giving algo best picture i'm just like that's true (laughs) that's a
0: really good like who directed algo who did who it's like a ghost directed apparently anyway enough about the oscars uh so sorry but yeah british spies is good it's a a weird situation with like spielberg having so many good to amazing great movies that like when i rank all my spielbergs a movie like british spies can fall into like the 20s yeah it's like, yeah exactly it's not a bad movie it's but it's so
2: easy to do though and I think <laughs> like you're saying people take Tom Hanks for granted people take because when this movie came out and I goes yeah it's good what do you want and then <laughs> I've even had that thing I'm like yeah it's solid
1: mm-hmm. I watch it
2: again and then I start noticing all the coisms and I'm like oh this movie's I, I I've fallen in love with this movie but it did it wasn't on the first watch like again it was like yeah Spielberg Spielberg makes good movies <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's yeah. like been his trap for the past, I don't know, 15 years where it's like, oh, yeah, Spielberg, he made a good movie again. A good old reliable Spielberg. He's always there. It's like, it just, it just works. You know, old reliable. Gonna get, yeah, yeah, old reliable. He's going to make another good one. But then mm-hmm. I feel bad for him because like uh, Fablemans and Westhead Story, like, uh, don't make a ton of money compared to what mm-hmm.
1: they cost. And it's like,
0: mm-hmm. people aren't showing up for Spielberg. What do we, you know, what do we do? <laughs> so And I, those uh, are even kind
1: of more... Like even heightened versions of the old reliable, like they're actually doing even a little more than like *Bridge Spies* or whatever, where those are kind of right. just him mm. doing like just kind of playing around, having fun, making movies he likes to make. Where *West Side Story* and *Fablemans* are kind of him doing even more, you know? Like, right? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to explain, <laughs> but you know, like, and then they don't even get as appreciated almost as much as some of these, like *Bridge Spies* and *The Post* kind of got more like it, acclaim at did. that time, even though they didn't get as much as we would like. It feels like they got more than *West Side Story*. Maybe not. The *Fablemans* <laughs> is getting a little bit inside but not popular.
2: yeah yeah though Matt I know you will never watch West Side Story though you, 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 sh- you should um you should. There are moments, you should there are moments when you don't know how the camera is getting to a certain place like you can see the fluid motion but all of a sudden like there's this gym scene they're all dancing it's it's a great scene but all of a sudden the camera's kind of down and all of a sudden it's up and it's just this one motion and you're like wait how how, how? I, I don't know <laughs> there are certain tracking shots I still yeah. don't know how he did um, yeah. and he's still doing this in his friggin' seventies. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> he has a lot of things. I don't know how he does, honestly. Like I watch <laughs> his movies. I'm like, how'd you know that? And you know, eventually it will come down to, I've seen every Spielberg movie and I, being who I am, I will have to watch West Side Story because it will mm-hmm. like eat me up to look at like, me, you know, I've rated or watched. I watched every, thirty-three out of
1: thirty-four movies.
0: That's gonna kill me. That that the, I, West Side story that, is just gonna be
2: staring at you, going, yeah, come on, like, Matt. You come on. You, gotta,
0: yeah, you gotta get over <laughs> you watch the dance gotta get over like, it. it's fine. <laughs> it's like I saw uh, yeah, the, I've seen the clip of the dance going into the dance a lot on Twitter that got sent around. Amazing camera move. And then somebody, mm. I can't remember what it was told, maybe it's Preston recently. It was on an episode where it was like the the knife fight dance musical number that stuff just kills me that stuff just like when people are like having a fight but they're also singing and dancing it's like something inside my body like i don't know it's just it's like i can't nice. I can't do it it like fights it's like don't watch this i don't know it's like uh, my body's (laughs) anti-musical i don't know Uh, i want to say the
2: fight scene doesn't have that much dancing in it like there's no it doesn't kind of okay no
0: yeah yeah maybe i'm over exaggerating
2: and the the original it does they are full-on doing dancing (laughs) but um in that in that moment he's decided no i'm just gonna have them just it's it, it's more brutal yeah. that way yeah
0: well one day it, it'll be the last movie I haven't watched and i will watch it and and then i'll probably be like guys west side story is great like we told you that yeah. uh yeah so- it'll be the discord
2: it's like i cannot believe you watch cats before you before you watch west side story jeez buddy buddy
0: <laughs> buddy what are you doing we thought we thought cats would be fun it was not fun <laughs> it no. was like a horrible experiment gone wrong with my friends like hey it'll be funny if you watch cats like you have a good idea Matt. And he then tells us like, in the
2: Discord and then we just shit on him for like three days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I probably deserved it. Honestly, it was it was <laughs> my mistake. I uh yeah, you ever had a deal with some friends where you see them go, going, you know, it'd be fun if we do this It's kind of like a, like a goof, and then you do it and you're like, Oh no, what have we done? Yep. And then we're so deep down the cat rabbit hole that we're just like, uh we we just like we gotta finish, even though it's like, we shouldn't finish this movie, but yeah, it was a terrible movie. And then I feel bad I haven't watched like Singing in the Rain or either version of West Side Story or so many other great musicals. I watched Cats. Oh, well, oh,
1: buddy, it's okay, it yeah. happens, you know. Happens. One day, one day,
0: mm-hmm. I'll watch West Side Story. I promise it, it really will happen because I'll watch every Spielberg and I will have to watch it. So, um, okay, Bridge of Spies, good movie. I think I'll, wa- I think I'll like it more in a rewatch. I do have the Blu ray, so I own it. So, mm-hmm. I think I will because I, the first time, I think you're trying to call so kind of got the machinations of the the you know plot of what they're doing mm-hmm. exactly. I was a little bit like, okay, we're doing what with what now and who's who. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I think I'd enjoy it more in a second watch. But I know Lindsay, you're a big fan of that one. So mm-hmm. um another good one to play. Kind of I still would say an under a little underrated Spielberg for most people, you know, if um yeah it's definitely not the one of those like,
2: audience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not like Raiders or Jaws or Jurassic Park. It's definitely on a different level mm-hmm. than those. So yeah. Um okay anything else on British Spies?
1: Uh,
2: I could go. I could go on for two hours, but I won't. <laughs> okay. I know.
1: Let's just do a whole episode on that after this, and then we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a double on bridge of Spies, Lindsay? I'm talking on? Not
2: yet. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll happen. Did. Okay. No. Um, I, I. I've got to. i got to find someone who actually wants to talk two hours on Bridges of Spies. Maybe Preston. James, oh, oh. I don't know. James might James, do James, yeah, James. If you even you want prob- to come on talk, <laughs> you
1: could probably do it. I
0: would be curious what you pair it with. That would be interesting. Like, I know. I'd that's.
1: I, that's where my brain's going.
2: <laughs> this my brain's going as well, I'm like, okay, what do I do? <laughs>
1: well, Honestly, are you being... y'all are just throwing me off because I don't know what to play it for. Oh, yeah. You know, I, just... you're, I would say you're up next. I before. had like a, you know, we have our own probably themes. I, I had a thing, you know, now it's just <laughs> uh Let's see. Four o'clock. After Always and Bridge of Spies. Uh-huh. Wow. Go a okay. lot of different directions now. I don't yeah, know gonna I, think, I think I'm going to... So British spies, kind of chill, you know. It's just low key, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. low key. Not not like, but it's exciting. It's got moments of tension and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ramp nope. that up, and we're going to go nope. Minority Report. Out. Oh my
0: God, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> Minority yeah. Report. Yes, I love it. That'll so, get us back. That's like a yes. <laughs> full on chase movie for like mm-hmm. most of the runtime. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you want? Okay, go and talk about Minority Report, James. I'm excited you picked this.
1: Shoot, I mean, there's a lot to talk about it's like uh it's it's kind of like so what i was gonna do well i won't say that until maybe at the end but so <laughs> this is a good like chase movie right like uh tom cruise on the run and that, that that's why i kind of also came off spies because it does it feels like a spy movie you know mystery suspense thriller espionage thing. yeah you know? yeah with tom cruise like always having to look over his shoulder the whole time you know with uh, <laughs> someone else's eyes <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean, oh, I know. love it's, that it's, scene so much. Yeah, this is what, one where I'm running into like it feels so good. It's hard to say things about it that no one else has already said. You know, like I mean, the opening sequence where you just get all that set up. Another mm-hmm. great, like we're going to probably come across this too. whoever has great openings. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. outside of a few, like we mentioned, same. You know, he, he he's able to do opening setups pretty well to get you hooked and i think minority Report's up there with one of his best you know like you, you get all that back and forth the cross-cutting between you know tom cruise and the the team getting the visuals using all that technology and then with the house where it's actually taking place the husband you know and his wife and he's about to go to work and then then trying to figure out and you're kind of like learning all this stuff And you're like what's going on here you know like as the viewer you don't quite know like this is weird they're using all this you know like <laughs> nowadays we know kind of more but in 2002 or whatever you know we weren't quite as hip to the technology they were using but i don't know it's just and then it's just from there it goes two hours of hey. non-stop tom cruise <laughs> on the run i
2: mean Tom. i history. mean i mean he was always they always say there was an actor that always had like has to have running with a gun Somewhere in the movie, and everyone knew it was Tom Cruise, and, and but he does it so well. Um, No, a great runner. He's a great runner. Great, great runner, <laughs> just like just the perfect runner. Um, he makes it look good.
0: Unlike um, Steven, no, Zagall. I mean, y- yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> one of the worst looking runs I've Ooh. ever seen in my life. Him I and Roger Moore,
2: worst runners on film. Oh God, I'd yeah, Roger, yeah, Roger Moore. Oh, like a great poor runner Roger, poor uh, Roger Moore. I just like every time I look at you, I'm just like, stop running. You <laughs> look like a flamingo. Um, but no, it is oh. Spielberg is gen- not always because been watching a whole <laughs> bunch of his movies. I can see where he kind of falter[s] on it, but he is usually really good at exposition, like
3: mm-hmm.
2: genius at it. And this is one of those examples when you're just watching it because the first 15 minutes is right They had the vision, you see him with the tag, like he's swiping to try and figure out things. They've got the, the the wooden ball and then you have Colin Farrow come in and then you've got, what's his name um, with the white hair, um, Dommel something, I'm butchering his name, um, which I usually do, um, <laughs> explaining how it works. And it's just this perfect kind of action with exposition. So you know, so when they go and find the poor guy who's about to stab his wife with the scissors you know exactly what's happening why it's doing it it's a trial they're testing this out it's pre-crime they're in you already know you're in the future because it does have a helpful to 56 um 2056 but it is a movie about the details i love the idea which we are in now i mean i swear i go to my phone and all of a sudden it's like yeah i've just booked a trip home to new zealand yep. oh you want to yep. go see you mm-hmm. know get buy this <laughs> buy this it's, this isn't i'm like okay yeah I already I live I grew up in New Zealand for for nearly 25 years I, I know what this is I don't need <laughs> add, add-ons Um, but it is just that kind of world of when he's just like oh hello Mr. So-and-so you know you buy this mm-hmm. buy that and when he gets the new eye because one of them doesn't work because he had to lift it up it's a suddenly different added I don't know it's just those details in it that I love, I love Samantha Morton. I think the fact that she's able to give that performance as pretty much a um, a person who's not allowed to be human, but yet she's able to give when she's screaming murder and oh, it, I, I again, I, I this is a movie that I don't think I appreciated when I saw it and that it's just growing up on my estimation. I mean, it's no one does a chase movie quite like Steven Spielberg and he's done a few. And this is kind of one of the, it says a lot. This is one of the best ones.
0: Yeah. It's, it's great. This was the one I, I don't think I'd seen it for over 10 years. I'd seen it a couple times in the 2000s after it came out. I really liked it. And I think I remember the time thinking like, Oh, this is different for Steven Spielberg. This is not what I t- like expect from him necessarily. Um, Cause it's kind of, it's, it's not as dark. He has two movies that come out a few years after this that get pretty dark. Oh, this is still kind yeah. of like angrier, edgier Spielberg, I guess. Like the, the post 9-11 Spielberg stuff in the 2000s is interesting because it's like, and this deals like, I don't know, the timing of this is like, I don't think it, it might be a little Yeah, but right. it does feel
2: like a post 9-11 It does feel movie, like a post 9-11 yeah.
0: thing with like, we have all the stuff over here with, um, oh, God, what was it called? Um, just about people like being pa- on, like, watch lists and, like...
2: Oh, page- was it the Patriot Act or...? Pa-
0: the Patriot Act, yes, thank you. I was yeah. like, what was it called? The that whole thing about people's privacy being invaded, um, mm-hmm. things like that, and just, like, how how far we're we willing to go to protect ourselves. And, like, that is a, a theme of this movie that's, like, incredible about, like, is this ethical? Should we do this? Like, you know, if we can... It's, like this whole asking these big questions like the phil K Dick story I've never actually read but it's like that's based off of but it's such an interesting idea that they get to play with and then like this is Spielberg I think directing so well with great material like to work with and just so interesting and so exciting and like the fucking the the scene where Tom Cruise gets his new eyes um is one of like the weirder Spielberg scenes I feel like I I, I put it. this movie in the middle of the night in my marathon because I thought I choose to what weird stuff goes. And I'm like, as far as weird stuff, my early report's ports like kind of out there and like fucking disgusting with like the, the wrong sandwich he grabs and the gross <laughs> milk and like the eyeball stuff. Like that sequence is incredible too. When he has to hide from the little like um nanobot security bots and he gets in the tub, the ice tub. And um, like it's so it's, I mean, this movie, like I think jumped way up in my, like, cause I remember it being good, but I think it's great. And I think it's like just everything working. Like, Cruz is great, all the supporting cast is fantastic. Colin Farrell is such a dick. And like will but the way that it like so even good. twists that at the end is like, oh wow. I kinda I was blindsided again by the twist of what's going on. Like, oh, and then um
2: He's I don't always... know when you have Max von Sydow playing a father figure I'm just like oh okay um really?
0: <laughs> I don't know he seemed nice Guys, uh, <laughs> he seems,
2: he so seems not me. he seems nice but it's Max von Sydow in the guy. 2000s yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> old stately old man mm. <laughs> you are the <laughs> it's true
0: I should have followed the rush hour advice but I always follow the old white man always <laughs> <like, laughs> um and yeah i just i was kind of blown away by this again Rewatching it for the first time and i like i said over a, in a decade and i was like this is great like this is just cooking on all cylinders and it's so funny two things because you kind of brought up about like the, the ads popping up the personalized mm-hmm. ads like two things i feel like movies tend to get wrong about the future when i watch older movies they try to like predict that we'll still have so much like actual tech in our hands like floppy disks or hard drives like so much has gone digital to the cloud now, but they never get that right. They're always like, you'll still be handing people (laughs) drives and things. And, and they think that we're going to want all this information, like kind of projected. Like if I went to a store and they were like, Hey, Mr. Bled. So you bought those size, whatever jeans last time, do you want another pair of like, shut up, like smashy with a hammer, like shut up. Like, (laughs) like now it'd probably be on your smartphone. I could see that future where you go into a store and it registers you there. And it's like pops up on your phone. But, um, just the idea of all those ads that pop up, and it's like, "Hey, Mister So and So, do you want to go on a trip?" And it's like, they're pretty, they're close, but they're it's a little too public, I think. You know, it'd be more private these days. But, um, but yeah, my report is great. Great pick to follow up our two kind of like, uh, cruisy oh, movies. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to say sleepier, but they're a little more low key. They're more low mm. key. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is I, it's a great movie. I'm so glad that it was you played it here. So. Um, anybody else anything else on Metro report
1: yeah i was gonna say that scene too like you know you're saying you you were watching it and you were realizing for the first time or like or not realizing for the first time but like not remembering how it all ends you know and like Mm -hmm. you were like surprised too. that that scene between you know colin farrell and Mm -hmm. like where colin farrell's realizing it yeah and you just kind of see it like (laughs) he's figuring out and then it happens and you're like man that's that's (laughs) that's a that's a really good scene it's it's
0: Pretty great. um because hey, I'll ask one thing: Does anybody have you heard the theory about maybe the last twenty five-ish minutes of the movie oh, being that's, all? He's in the,
2: it's all a fantasy. He's in the Halo, yeah. and this is what the hate.
0: Yeah, I don't believe.
2: <sighs> I don't believe that. I don't, like,
0: yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It, it totally makes sense from a like a kind of what's happening, but I I still think it's all really actually happening. But I could see why someone would think that's what's going on because it's a very precise point where it like changes back, you know. But hmm. um, right it's a very like clean kind those of those are like
1: fun things to play with but i don't like yeah i try not to like
0: i don't like it i just want it to be played that... out place. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. i was just curious i i never really heard that till when i went to go rewatch it and was reading up on it i was like oh okay mm-hmm. that does make sense so you can really pinpoint mm-hmm. where that could happen in the movie um yeah. But yeah great great movie um
1: yeah that whole sequence too where the you know he you his eyes like that man is there a better like where you're just the feeling in the room like From the moment you realize who he's talking to, you know, like that. And you're like, (laughs) oh, shit. You know, like, this is a guy who he put away, right? Like, you're finding all these. Yeah, yeah. Man, that where you're just like, okay, my heartbeat is now, like, about to burst out (laughs) of my chest because he's about to. <laughs> Do it's, not a,
0: it's not a good feeling. It's very tense. It's like and it's a weird scene. It feels off kilter. Like it all feels mm-hmm. kind of like. But I think you're supposed to feel like uneasy, like Tom Cruise is feeling uneasy because he's like trusting these people who should not be
1: trusted. It seems like to already, and way. then it's just yeah. worse because you're finding out oh, Delicate. not only are these some shady characters, but they're shady characters he has a pass with. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it's no, always it's... funny. Oh, go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry.
2: Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say because because watching it when you watch it again and he keeps calling Max, uh, Max Von now you're like stop calling him stop it <laughs>
0: yeah
3: <laughs> um yeah. but
2: no the go back to the exposition but the oh, i can't remember her name but she's also in the nice guys and i love her she's an amazing character actor when she's the one who came up she was essentially the creator of the precogs oh,
3: and nice. oh yeah yeah, and, yeah.
2: With, and with the plants and everything and it's this amazing scene it's just like slaps like St- steven spielberg has this amazing thing of keeping tom cruise on the back foot he's not it's not like um uh of tomorrow where he learns to be tom cruise he never actually learns to be tom cruise in a spielberg movie he's always kind of on the on the back foot a little bit and i kind of appreciate that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he uh yeah. i kind of sad that it worked together more but i heard apparently that like after the war of the world thing that kind of killed their relationship because like that was when i think tom cruise like really got a lot of he was getting way too into the scientology and i think spielberg didn't want to deal with it anymore either <laughs> like yeah um both because these movies were...
2: were around that time. Like it was, yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, well,
0: that was yeah. his whole Tom Cruise whole jumping on the couch on Oprah moment, right? Uh, <laughs> and then it was like the whole Kitty Holmes thing. But um, yeah, I was gonna say one thing. I had it's funny. I had the wrong memory of that whole scene with the eyeball surgery because I thought those people intentionally were being dicks and left him shitty food and i was like this time i was like oh no they left him normal good food, food. He just, yeah he just he had the
1: unfortunate ones. uh luck of now they could have cleaned them. it out i mean right yeah, yeah that they, could, been, they
2: didn't clean it yeah there was something literally had had, it was like, like you milk can get, and get the bad good milk, food? good well, sandwich yeah.
0: bad sandwich like well, that's just like you're, you're daring him to pick the wrong one. <laughs> but, yeah but i, I remember yeah it
2: is uh what's his name uh god storm air the always makes me uneasy like <laughs>
0: he makes me very uneasy uh great casting for that um but yeah it's just funny because like oh no they left him good food he just happened to grab the wrong one uh but uh mm. yeah
1: that's okay. another thing that comes up a lot you know his casting is you have all these like amazing people in just roles randomly just yeah they just show up they're just here for five minutes two minutes you know like all these like phenomenal actors and actresses mm. just like all over the place just show up just for just, a scene yeah. yeah it's just it's <laughs> yeah. nice like mm. Cause you're like, hey, I
3: know
1: that guy. Mm. <laughs> um, yes, yeah,
0: so, okay. Minority poured at four. That was a good pick. I like that, especially to kind of wake everyone up. I think yeah, if they're if yeah. they're a little bit like okay, um, after our two picks, but uh, <laughs> it's all about highs and lows in a marathon. It's all about yes. ups and downs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you can't have Valleys. the same energy the whole time. Mm. Yeah. So, um, oh man, okay. Because I'm looking. I pick next at six p.m. Mm-hmm. But then I pick again at midnight. I pick at six. So I really. <laughs> i'm limited oh man this is tough because i have something i really want to play at midnight 6 a.m i'm a little eh. i'm gonna move something up that i had at 10 to play at six i think it fall Minority port pretty well it's pretty exciting um i'm gonna play munich which
3: nice. uh nice yeah yeah <laughs> that, which, that, yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there are scenes in, in Munich that have stayed with me since I rewatched it. Um, when I first saw this, this was definitely in my Spielberg um, <laughs> phase. Um, but yeah, no, you you talk about your rewatch. <laughs>
0: well, my first watch. Um, yeah. And uh, this is, <laughs> so, you know, when I do the Discovery episode with Daniel and Keith now, we do that a little bit before the end of the year to get it out. And, and I thought, eh. I won't see anything that good before the end of the year. And I think literally the last week of the year, I happen to throw on Munich. And that would have been one of my favorite discoveries of last year. I thought Munich was incredible. Like, I thought, mm. uh, to, I, this is going to probably blow people's minds. I would now, I, I would say Munich is in like my top five Spielberg movies. Wow. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought it was crazy too, but I was looking at the other ones and I'm like, this movie's incredible. Like, the, 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 what it covers. The um, the the whole coming I mean, the incident at the Olympics that kind of spurs the whole thing, mm. um, and then how it covers the response to that and the aftermath of the fallout of that even is like mm. this is this is like real like heavy serious kind of angry Spielberg. If we don't get a whole lot, um, and it's it's incredible. Like it's kind of an interesting like i don't know parents by the wrong word but like kind of uh if you were like take schindler's list and then take this like about spielberg's uh, jewish heritage and like kind of the response in this and like just you know what they did to respond to that attack at the olympics and it does feel like there's some anger in this and it's i mean it's this is another post 9 11 movie where it's like oh, um yeah th- it about... ends in new
2: york where you're looking at the skyline where <laughs> Actually, no. They did. They had to put them in, but that final shot where you see the two towers—it's like a distinct. This is where we're heading. I don't know. It it, yeah. it was poignant and, to see them again in that movie.
0: And it's funny because I, I kind of have maybe have not the wrong idea, but but I didn't know how complex it would get. With I, I thought it'd be more of like a straight revenge movie, which is on me. I thought it'd be more like, here's the guys we got to kill. We're gonna send our team out. The Israeli like team of. I don't know, spies or whatever you want to call them to kill these mm. guys but it gets way more muddy than that i guess people get a lot of credit for making kind of the the people who are kind of ostensibly the heroes like the the jewish spy team the israeli spy team um it's not black and white it's not like they're just the good guys it's not like it's not like a bunch of white cowboys it's like oh these are these guys are on the right it's very complicated about what they're doing i love how it comes back to the idea of like Okay, they attacked us. We'll attack them, but then they're going to come back at us again. So it's like a never-ending cycle of like. At some point, somebody has to stop it, or you're going to keep just you know killing each other back and forth. Like, um, it's it's not a clear cut as a revenge mission as they think when it starts out. Um, I'm just babbling, but I was like, I was kind of blown away at like how how uh kind of sophisticated it was for what it was what it was because it would have been really easy, I think, for him to maybe even like clean it up into like a very straightforward revenge movie where they kill these guys on this list. And it's like, oh great, we got, we killed the bad guys. But it's like, terrorism has always been like, this is not like fighting like a, an army of Nazis. Like that was very clear cut. Who's the bad guys They're in a certain uniform. We know who we need to go after. This is very much like, kind of the 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 whole the past since 9-11 really and before that just how ugly and unclear these battles have been that are kind of like shadow you know work behind the scenes and it's like nothing is clear cut um i think eric is great i mean the whole like cast is pretty amazing that amazing sequence where they're trying to uh kind of blow up one of their targets but then his daughter goes into the house Mm -hmm. and it's this whole like hitchcockian suspense thing where like you know where the bomb is you know like it's in this phone they have to stop it before the the girl goes in like there's so many amazing sequences like that in the movie um i was blown away i thought it was some of his best directing work ever i thought it was some of his most like mature material like he handled it really well it ends in a very complicated messy place with what happens to the characters like the the ones that kind of come out of it it's like mm-hmm. they're never going to be the same again mm-hmm. um loved it i thought it was an amazing movie i was like telling daniel and keith i was like okay we have to record i think now after the new year in case i watch anything amazing on the last week of the year because <laughs> it would have made my list for sure um yeah i know it sounds crazy but i really think it might be like top five spielberg for me so um yeah i i, just, I couldn't think i don't think midnight's good i don't think i think 6 a.m is too late in a marathon to play it so i'm like yeah. 6 p.m munich um that's what i'm going with so I don't know who wants to go first on that but uh,
2: uh yeah my um though that, that's a really good time to play it actually I still think it's a slightly too academic um but I think I love the fact that he uses this emotional equivalency which pissed everyone off at the time like um <laughs> pro um Palestine pro uh, Israel everyone he pissed off everyone which I think mm-hmm. is if you're going to do this subject matter I think it's a good way to do it because Spielberg makes you look into the eyes of everyone they're killing like as revenge they are literally making you you get to know these people really really minutely especially the guy in the hotel and that guy they shoot in the hallway when he's trying to push down the gun it's it's gut-wrenching like you see everyone as a human being um, so no my dad was in the 70s a uh, gymnast he, he did compete in internationally he did not qualify for the Munich games um, and I don't think he knew anyone in the, because there wasn't many gymnasts Israeli. So I don't think he knew, and Israel is definitely not on the Commonwealth, um, but he knew people in the village. And I know there's a story that when he saw the news, he was on the phone to friends that he knew um, who were actually in the village going, yeah, something's really, this is, this is happening. Um, and it was kind of a crazy, crazy night, especially considering a lot of people in the village slept through the whole thing um they didn't even they woke up the next morning and went wait what what happened um it yeah so dad had a really personal connection to it so he made a point of taking me to see Munich and I didn't love it mainly because I think I I just didn't I was my my mid-20s I was like okay okay whatever and then going back to it and you're right there are certain sequences especially with the bomb and the phone when the daughter runs in and the fact that this breaks these men especially Eric Banner who's like why did we do this for? I mean, you get a very clear sense of we need to protect, you know, ghost to Schindler's List, why Israel was um, created as a state, kind of going back to that heritage. We need to be strong. And then by the end of it, you're like, and what did we do? Why did we kill all mm-hmm. these people exactly? What did, did we change anything? Or is it just like this never-ending process of just murder begets more murder? And yeah, and the fact that you end with the two towers, I think... Um, is yeah, is it's it is an incredible. It's got some of his most amazing um, directing um, sequences in it. So yeah,
0: oh, yeah. It's I yeah, you said it probably, probably better than I did. Even it's just like I think his main message. It's like it just people stop killing each other. How about that? It's like it's yeah, like yeah. if you're just if for you two guys, seconds. If this group yeah. goes on this group and they just keep trading blows, it's like it's never gonna stop. You know. So it's like yeah, um, yeah. I think the guy. It's the guy started off. I feel like kind of like oh we have this really clear mission of who to kill and then it gets progressively less clear and they feel less I don't want to say good about it but they get they get it really fucks them up like it really well, is not like except yeah, for Daniel
2: he's, Craig he's like well yeah he's, <laughs> old, he's just like I'm happy to kill everyone
0: <laughs> you mean James Bond right okay
2: James right, Bond yeah. yeah he's seven.
3: He's, he
0: was <laughs> getting good. ready who, yeah, they all I think I read a story. They all knew he was to be James Bond when they were filming this. So mm. it was kind of a cool time where they're like, oh, you're gonna be James Bond, huh? It's like so he's um, just walking
2: around like he is James Bond, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so he's great. It's yeah, it's great. So uh James, thoughts on Munich.
1: Yeah, uh agree on all fronts. I mean, I have like, you know, it's hard to rank. You can't, you know, banking a list of just like I do with my Tony Scott, like they're all number one in my heart. <laughs> uh, but my unofficial list right now, Munich is actually number four. I think it's my number four as well. I'm so. gonna check my letterbox list. Yeah, it's yeah. Like... I think it's I think it's pretty pretty fantastic. And I I obviously I've been going I have been wa- I rewatched every th- feature film he did, leading up to this podcast. So I rewatched it recently, um, and yeah, it's I hadn't seen it in a few years, and it's pretty like a, 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 exceptional filmmaking, obviously. Like, and I think that that kind of Lindsay might even. Unknowingly, be talking about that a bit. Like it does, kind of maybe draw too much attention to how good it, like how technical like mm. it is and how it, I don't want to use showy you know but like because it's just it's so like it's so precise so perfect like all those mm. you know like Hitchcock Hitchcockian moments you know like all these scenes like you said oh there's that amazing sequence and I was like yeah which one I mean it <laughs> <He> like, <lied. laughs> it's just amazing sequence after amazing sequence but like he does so many of his Spielberg you know like technical things mm-hmm. that, that I, I wouldn't be able to argue if someone thought that that took away from it right because you know that can always be subjective sometimes people might get too sucked into, oh, look how cool this movie looks, rather than <laughs> the the actual substance underneath it, right? You know,
2: I think but. that happened to me because there's a scene with Methel um, Amelet. Um, this is, this oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. the knows. guy, um, well, yeah, oh, when yeah. he's the guy from a, the sh-
1: Diving Bell and Butterfly,
2: yes, and also, um, uh, Bond? He was Bond yeah, Bond. A um, yeah, he is actually Bonnie, he's a Bond villain, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a scene when he, you see his eyes in the rear view and he's in the car and he's driving around and then you suddenly see Eric Banner. I can't even describe the scene because I don't know how he did it. Like, I don't exactly know how he put it's the camera in place. one of those
1: Spielberg things, yes. Yeah, <laughs> where he just
2: makes it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the scene when they're he's invited him to lunch and you meet Michael Lonsdale for the first time, I think is one of the just that scene is just so i mean every time you have europeans inviting you over for lunch in a garden they are dodgy like i don't care what happens <laughs> something's there's shady money happening yeah. um but the fact that they just like cooking rabbits and it's so french <laughs> and so relaxed and it's so unlike all the part of the movie like i love the fact that those two guys are in their own movie <laughs> and munich's mm-hmm. just kind of happening around them um but yeah it's it's a, yeah for me i think it's just too on point that it's a little gets a little bit academic um with all the choices he makes like the scene Mm. when they're in the safe house with um one of the Palestinian groups um and they find common cause with rock and roll that feels just very academic to me um but in saying that it's so easy to have an amazing Spielberg movie at 20 because you're just like (laughs) because there's just too many movies but then again (laughs) I can point to like 60 things I'm like this is great but this is great I love the pregnant sex in it. Okay, the the end sex scene's a bit weird. I understand yeah. that
0: is but... okay. That is a little weird. The end sex scene doesn't. Like, <laughs> uh, what's
2: happening? I mean, I get. I can
0: see what they're trying to say. Like that, he he's just in so much. He it's so affected much again, him so
1: deep, so yeah. much that that even during like, this moment where he's, well, he's supposed he's to be experiencing like... this moment with his wife, he's still can't even you know he's just not the same guy he's
0: that. not there yeah yeah it is weird though it's like i can imagine i was like i never want to see this in a theater like at a rep screening because i know everyone would laugh so it's like oh, let they, never well, watch they, this with you people you can't uh,
2: help it because <laughs> it, it, it breaks the tension of the movie like for so much of the movie you're so tense and then all of a sudden eric Banner's is just like making really weird cum faces with all the sweat dripping off him and he's having flashbacks and it was just like what
3: the hell is oh, happening? Yeah, um <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: yeah. but,
2: kind of... but
1: I, I was gonna say i i do like I, i don't want to get so dirty oh well but they have that scene earlier in the movie where he's uh, pleasuring his wife oh okay. the
2: pregnant sex yeah it's very domestic but, it's but very, i yeah. mean
1: with his mouth okay oh yeah yes yeah, so i'm like that was an interesting scene because you don't see that very often and I, I like that you see it in a spielberg movie like you don't yeah great. yeah you know he, mm. he's giving her or anyway sorry i don't know that's just a nice kind of lingus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Women,
0: women getting pleasure in movies is much rarer than men. That's, I mean, that's like the, you could say that, like, it's a very tender, it's a nice love scene for, and then it con- it contrasts with the one later, where it's right. like not nice anymore. It's like a whole different... Right. I guess that's like, what I was trying to say, is that, to me, yeah. that's
1: kind of like the counterpoint, is that people was. Always- yell about that or don't like that ending scene but I think that is why it's there almost as yeah it, yes yeah. but you have but to oh, remember that is. that scene happened yeah. two and a half hours earlier <laughs> it happened a long and you might time not before.
2: so a lot of things point. have happened since the, since the pregnant sex yeah but yes. I like how domestic <laughs> that scene is it's just two people are in the moment they're about to have a baby um and yeah they're just sort of being a couple and then by the end of the movie they have I think Eric Banner or both of them have to relearn how to be where Banner has to learn how to be, relearn to be a human mm-hmm. and that's going to be a difficult process i love the last line um come break bread with us like just mm-hmm. come and be normal and he says no, um, he says no because yeah. you've you've turned your back on israel you've turned your back on your, your he's even though he hasn't turned his he's oh, he's offering the most jewish thing to break bread but because it's not in service of israel it's not i don't it's such a complicated ending <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah well, no. it's it's yeah. It, it's crazy it is, it's it's a complicated movie i mean yeah but yes, yes. Oh, yeah uh i don't and i actually made some notes on this i don't normally make notes of like lines but i've made a lot of notes of like lines people are saying That's like don't fuck with the jews like it just stuck out to me like uh you were talking about that scene where they're making food and whenever he says we're tragic men butcher's hands gentle souls i'm like man that's like oh poetry man but uh that's like oh it's (laughs) just so good and then home is everything was another Mm. one i'm like and home is everything that's like a spielberg line through because i have like they talk about home in a lot of his movies and like what's considered home and like even in jaws like whenever i think i you know me posting things helps me remember things like this too (laughs) that's part of the reason why i like twitter is i can remember things from movies because i post them (laughs) Like, uh, him and his, you know, wife are talking about take him home, and she's like, you know.
3: New York? No, knew, no. Yeah, wherever.
1: And he's like, no, home here. And it's like, man, it's, okay, sorry. I'm getting off <laughs> track. Get. But uh, <laughs> good, I, I think good. another thing for Munich is, I think it, it kind of does a good job of being an anti-war film, because I know people say, it's you can't make an anti-war film because they're entertainment, blah, 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 blah. I think it, it kind of does. It pretty, mm. it, it gets pretty close, you know, like, because, yeah, sure, it's, entertaining to watch technical you know spielberg being like masterful of, at his craft but like you said the ending it, it it's just a non-stop back and forth it doesn't do any good for anyone and so like to mm. me that's like that's what i stick with more is like oh well then yeah what's the point this is mm. yeah no win for everyone
0: i i thought two things you said that i know not your things James, but two things that i don't like that that people say that uh not your original quote so i don't that pushing back but like the thing about there's no the thing, anti-war film. There's no such thing anti-war film. Who, yeah, I don't it, know who it, said that? Was it like it seems silly? Somebody. It was like it,
2: it was probably very... it's got it's a uh, gutter. Oh,
0: okay. I knew it was one yeah. of the French guys. But yeah, it's like I always just Damn thought it was frenchies silly. I feel like when people are younger, like you, a guy might see like Sam pride Ryan be like, "Oh man, it's so fucking cool!" And when they get their legs blown off, like that's not
1: cool. The older, it's like right. <laughs> but who's the guy who swatches it and says, "Oh, I want to go do that," or like right? Who wants seems to do good.
2: it? Yeah, like, like it, yeah, it's yeah yeah because yeah, that comes saw, up in yeah. war of the worlds like when the kid is just like i mm-hmm. need to go see this no i need to go fight it's like no you don't this no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I just think i never like that quote because i just think it's wrong and i, I think yeah. there's plenty of movies that could show war and be you, like you just never want to do it, you don't want to experience it um yeah, yeah i don't, don't like i don't it. like
1: that analogy either of it just <laughs> because it's exciting and entertaining to watch doesn't mean it's makes me it a pro-war film
2: I yeah, think really. <laughs> when Goddard said it, I think that was a truer statement. I don't think that's true now. I think people have gotten yeah. pretty clued on to how to make an anti-war movie. Even yeah, in Save it, yeah, yeah. Ryan, when you have that heroic moment at the end, that heroic battle at the end, but everyone is just dying. At yeah, what
1: cost? Yeah, I mean, At what cost? Right,
2: I think I think um, filmmakers have taken that quote and gone, oh, actually, okay, that may have been true in the 40s and 50s when war was being more glamorized because it was serving a purpose. Now a lot of filmmakers have gone, well, actually, at what cost? I mean, yeah, it right. looks cool when you burn down the thing in platoon, but you do realize you're burning <laughs> down someone's house, yeah. and there yeah. might be people inside. This is a, people are screaming. It's it's horrific. Um yeah. Especially in
0: Vietnam, I feel like.
2: Yeah, like, I, don't I think Vietnam changed that. that.
0: But yeah, Vietnam. It was I think it's probably that.
2: before then. And, and and Godard said a lot of shit. So let's
0: honest. <laughs> I've heard. So yeah, that always bothered me. And then the thing about people saying somebody over directs or does too much, I mean, that's the kind of guys I like: De Palma, yeah. uh, Tony Scott. Like he got criticized all the time, and yeah. Spielberg. But it's like there are people who can do it, and it's not in service of the story. They just do it to, or they do too much. I mean, right. I, I like Michael Bay for the most part. I think sometimes he does too much, but mm-hmm. he's actually gotten better at it over the years. Um, where there's too much noise, there's too much chaos, like. Um, but I think these really stylish directors usually are trying most of time to do the s- service of the story. And even if they're not, if it just looks cool and they're good at it, go for it. It's a movie. Like that's what we're right. here for. Like yeah, direct I the shit s- out of it. Yeah, yeah. I
2: will <laughs> say sometimes, yeah, Steve Spielberg is the definition of directing the shit out of it, but I will say sometimes, I think I got this term from Blank Check when they were talking about him. He will sometimes put too much paprika on the sandwich. And I think he does <laughs> that. Like he, because he loves his prequel and his epilogue. And I think those tend to be like a lot of that. Um, like I have that in Lincoln. Like I still don't quite know if we need Lincoln's assassination in Lincoln or oh, if we yeah. need them breaking into the Watergate at the Post or even in this movie <laughs> yeah. when I'm like, it's like, yeah, we know. Um, Watergate,
0: sorry to cut you off. Watergate in the Post yeah. is like a post, like a Marvel end credits scene. Yeah, like, yeah, here's what's next. Like Here's what's
2: next in the, in the, in the um, Washington yeah. Post um, multiverse. Um, <laughs> and this scene when Eric Banner's looking in the kitchen store, the home store, when they've got the model kitchen, and just and then you see, um, Mathau coming up behind him. I'm like, okay, that's when you put a little bit too much paprika on the sandwich. We get it. You have no home, you are oh,
1: homeless now. Oh,
2: see, I'm like, ah, just I love just, that just, stuff. You just did it a little yeah. bit too much. You were just so close, and
1: that's what <laughs> I, I, said. I said. It's, I said, yeah. I can't argue, I can't argue that, right? Like, yeah. if, 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 it, if it takes someone out, or like, you know, it, you don't quite gel with it as much, there's no way I can say, well, you're wrong, but for me. <laughs> i love all that extra paprika that's and what like, i was gonna say i
0: think it's a personal taste
1: thing yeah. yeah yeah and it, 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 and kinda, I it argue. lines up with my tony scott stuff i think too exactly like, oh. it, especially he's in this going, later career Spielberg. <laughs> yeah it's just like but yeah. like he's like now i feel like he's i've been watching these like i started watching him i realized i was starting to watch all his movies completely different toward the last half of his career where i'm like now I'm just watching this, watching what he's doing. Technically, yeah. I'm not even yeah. watching yes. the movies anymore. And like, the story, <laughs> no, it's all I'm technical. Like, yeah. What are you doing here? Like, this is crazy. Like, and so, but I, I do think even though he is like overloading it, he's still even when it's overloaded, it's still servicing the story. Like you said, like it's, he's still doing okay, it for absolutely. a purpose. He's never yeah. just doing it to do it, even though it might be still too much for some people. But
2: yeah, I mean, right. I can't sort of say I, I, I can't say you're wrong for absolutely loving it. And I still love it. I just like, oh, okay, just take the bottle away a little bit right yeah, yeah exactly. um, but other times he'll, put, he'll just dump the bottle on it and i'm just like yeah i love it i, I get, get i mean tony scott is literally the guy who puts the whole bottle of paprika on the sandwich and then goes there you go and you're like yes i will have another one um but yeah because he's so was so good at definitely doing all these things and then the kitchen scene happens i'm like but yeah it's because but it serves a purpose it is literally showing you this man misses his home but realizes he can never go back like
3: yeah.
2: He can't go back to Israel. He just never can. He's he's not the same person he was, and yeah, I think it's a little bit overdone, but I and completely yeah, it serves it completely serves the story. Everything he does serves the story that he's telling.
0: Yeah, that and I think there's so much stuff in Munich that's Ooh, like
2: shaker, locker. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's
3: okay. There's like a
0: there's paranoia. So I think there's a lot of the fancy stuff he's doing that's about yeah. Like, watching people or where are people and like it's a very much like are we being seen are we are we you know staking them out like are we going to get caught like but there's a lot of like stuff where he's doing fancy camera moves and shots for to kind of use that if i remember right like where he's just like a lot of like paranoia and like we're always being watched we're always watching somebody um that kind of thing yeah i'm like james you can never put too much on most i'm like would <laughs> you like you can't put too much on most my, myself there's a couple times where i watched like somebody do like a like a one in a movie where i'm like you're just showing off like you don't need to do yeah. a one and like and most of them are like fake one nowadays like you hide the cuts behind someone's mm-hmm. back or something mm-hmm. so i'm like that's sometimes but most of the time i'm like now nah, just give me give me all of it like i'm at the italian restaurant like keep yes. pour the cheese on <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like just so and cheese yeah. pizza with extra cheese and then cheese <laughs> yes. on top of that cheese so thank you oh well, yeah I mean, be all I guess,
2: the pepperoni <laughs> oh, yeah all the
1: pepperoni
0: so um Okay, that was a good little like yeah. mini discussion about Munich. I yeah. appreciate that. So, uh, um, great movie, great movie. movie. Um, yeah,
1: okay, great, great
0: movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, are we back to Lindsay mm-hmm. at
2: 8 p.m.? Yes. Oh, shit, yes, we are. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs>
0: Prime time, Lindsay. This is Spielberg's time. time to work.
2: <laughs> this is... Okay, I'm going to use my 6 p.m. movie. I'm going to put in my 8 p.m., um, even though I think, oh, actually, do I... <laughs> actually no wait i'm actually no i'm gonna keep my 8 p.m um even though i love the 6 p.m movie and wanted to talk about (laughs) it, i think the 8 p.m movie is really good again it's really action-packed but it's really spared down like it's not um like he's still learning the camera tricks with this one because i'm going dual from 1971 for my 8 p.m um (laughs) i think that will suit um, munich because it's much more action-packed but again it's still got some really fancy camera moves when he does that pan around the, um, when the car's behind the truck and he's just panning around to the front of the truck, I think is just like (laughs) perfect. Um, (laughs) But this, I only saw this movie like last year. No, it was a year before it was reduced exploitation. I'm like, yeah, I'm just finally going to watch Duel. I haven't seen it. I've got the Blu-ray sitting there. My Spielberg set, I'm just going to pull out and watch it. And I was so impressed by that. Even from the first shot where you have him pulling out of the driveway it is just so goddamn confident. And this was yeah. filmed as an ABC movie of the week. And yet it is still, I've heard people say, oh, you can tell it's a TV movie. No, this thing is absolutely cinematic. It feels <laughs> kind of grindhousey, but it is so cinematic. You do not pull those camera tricks in an ABC movie of the week. Because I loved ABC movies of the week when we got there Because they were just like, what what are Americans watching? I, I don't understand what's happening. Um, but this movie is... So, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, it's but this is so cinematic and he knows exactly where he wants to put the camera he knows exactly how to move it and it is literally about a guy who's being hunted by a truck and it's got all the subtext about masculinity and um all this kind of you know he has perceived fail failing as a man and now he's got to kind of step up and be a man and take down this it's yeah it's what It will lead to jaws, but it is. Yeah, I was so impressed by it. I was like, damn, he was like 22 when he made this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it almost makes me like upset that he's so good at 22, like with (laughs) like making a TV movie and like just like pushing it to the limit. I think the only thing that makes you realize TV movie are some of the, I think they're still left in like the commercial. Yeah, you can tell those beats. Yeah, that's it. Otherwise, yeah. I could never. If someone showed me this, I'd be shocked if it was like a TV movie of the week. Like, um, if I didn't know that already. But uh yeah. I watched it first time last year too, Lindsay, and I was blown away yeah. by it too. Um, because I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, everyone says it's good, but it's his first movie, it's TV movie, so good. Um, weirdly enough, I feel like it feels more like a Spielberg movie than his follow up, which is Shrewland Express.
2: Yes, it does. This yeah. it
0: feels more him than that movie. Um. I don't mm-hmm. know if it will come up again, but I I was like pretty blown away by Duel. Like it's really impressively made. Also, I love that you put it here after Munich because we're doing all these like heavy moral ideas. And Duel is just like straightforward, like mano mono <laughs> like getting chased yep. down by a giant truck. Like we don't have to. The, the masculinity stuff is all there, like you said, but we don't really. It, otherwise, it's a straight trace movie, you know. You it's know, a straight, know, yeah it's amazing yeah. like it's so tense yeah
2: because <laughs> this is a something matheson oh he's one of my favorite short stories right is why am i blanky. Oh, richard matheson? Um, <laughs> richard matheson um he i mean it's a, it's a based on his story i think he wrote the script so yeah it's gonna have those kind of subtext in it but you don't even have to worry about it i mean that truck looks scary the fact that it's completely rusted and just it looks like a monster <laughs> like it's yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh james sorry your, your thoughts on duel <laughs>
1: uh yeah it's great i mean the you're right like it's, it's it is crazy like first movie well you know like whatever made for tv but then it goes to theater so which showed that they knew how good it was and how good he was right like they released it in the theater so that should <laughs> tell everyone something but hey no 1941 bomb you <laughs> don't do anything <laughs> no. um, but yeah i mean the it's just like another example of him just having a technical masterclass from start to finish you're like oh how you're going to open with this three minute just driving sequence you know as the credits go on mm-hmm. and then it's got all like it's just got so much of his signature stuff already right there like all the mm. mirrors and reflections you know like seeing everything in the rear view the side view the, and then like you said all the zooming around like it it's just it's crazy to think that he was doing all that and it seemed like he had so much control over it already like it wasn't even i mean i don't i don't understand like it, it's just <laughs> it's like he's just been kind of just toning it the whole time he's been doing it because it's it was already there like it, and then you know it kind of goes into like i'm I'm glad that the fave woman's came out because you do kind of he did like show a little bit that it's just always been there like yeah right uh, <laughs> it's just that's just how his brain works like he's just been able to see movies this way and like i'm so glad that he makes movies i'm glad we get to have stuff like this but yeah i don't know it's it, it is and it's just a good like monster movie like from start to finish you know it, it's funny you know you're saying that there's all the masculinity and stuff but you can also watch it just as a straight chase movie mm-hmm. which reminds me almost of kind of like unstoppable or something you know like oh yeah, yeah. yes you know, that'd
0: be a great double yeah that
1: would happen.
2: because
1: <laughs> yeah, so like, again they're both like monsters but they're you know they're vehicles and they're like yeah it's
2: and it's definitely about the masculinity because with the elder mm-hmm. Denzel and the younger pine and uh, oh oh my yep. god. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, but I was kind of surprised at the directions it went, like the that truck was literally driving through buildings to get to it. <laughs> like you right. couldn't even hide anywhere. It was um yeah, that it, sequence yeah. in the phone
1: booth when he's talking about oh the god, phone yes. and he's like it's an amazing sequence. You see it behind <laughs> like, him, and you're like, uh dude, get out of
0: there. Yeah, the phone booth. Oh, it's so good. It's like it's crazy. And it's funny because how people criticize him for the fable mens like, oh, he's really talking himself up. Like he's always great. I'm like, well, clearly he's not lying. <laughs> it's like, right. I, no, you I can mean, kind
2: of, you can kind yeah. of tell that he, people left him alone because it was an ABC movie of the week. So he could just do what he wanted. And then when yeah. he had Sugarland, I think maybe p- people may have been paying more attention to him. Like, cause you can tell he's a little bit more cautious. There are some definite Spielberg moments that I love. And I mm-hmm. love Goldiehorn and um, William Atherton's performance in that movie. I think it's just perfect um but you can kind of tell that he's like oh i've got money now people are watching me i need to behave and then he does jaws and he's like oh we're just gonna do this on the open water yeah (laughs) do i realize this is difficult yes and he keeps doing that it's like even i think when i was watching the documentary he goes yeah if i did channels this now i don't think knowing what i know now i don't think i would have wanted to shoot in poland um I would have gone to another European country but you needed to do it in Poland I'm like yeah that's why the movie almost broke you because <laughs> you were <laughs> you were filming at Auschwitz for god's sake it's just yeah, yeah that was... is going to do something to your brain it's yeah <laughs>
0: yeah that would, was it you're that story where he was like calling robin williams every night to like yeah make him laugh after Schindler's list i'm like it's yeah. nice to have robin williams on call to like make you laugh like uh like, that's a good thing I to did, I,
2: yeah because i did actually become really close on the madness on that was hook yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um. yeah uh, listen i'm gonna say right now because i don't know if hook's gonna come up or not i think cook gets way too much heat that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time, so you know what? I'm gonna probably let it live my memory for a while, but I I mm-hmm. think it gets way too much. That was the other one. Everyone's like, it's the bad Spielberg. I'm like, I don't know. I think Hooks Hooks okay. It's kind of mm-hmm. a mess, but I think yeah. Hook is oh, it's a
2: mess. <laughs> it gets too much
0: heat. It gets too much heat. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yes. Uh, just to go back for Hook, but <laughs> but um, yeah, Duel at eight is great. I'm glad I would. I think I had it way earlier if I was gonna play. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like it, it'd be a great. To follow Munich, especially, it's like okay, we can all just enjoy this fun chase movie now. <laughs> like, um, anybody have anything else on Duel? before we go to the next one? Uh,
1: no. no I was just yeah. I was just, I was just thinking about because I I was watching it today. Actually, uh, I didn't start. I started watching them all in chronological order, but I didn't have Duel when I started it. And also, I was kind of like, well, that's you know, I don't know if we're counting that you know as feature film or not. So, I was re watching it today and I hadn't seen it in a while either, but like, I love all that scene where he's like rec- like replaying it uh, over and over. Isn't him going to talk to one of the guys and try to like confront them? And he like keeps oh, yeah. talking to the different people <laughs> in the bar when he thinks he sees <laughs> they all have the same boots on. He's like, because he had seen the boots of the guy earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, it could be any of these people. And he's just like, all that paranoia in his head. And then he's like <laughs> replaying and it's all, like, and then he has that scene with the guy and he knocks it i don't know this is good news. It's, right, yeah if the, the, if thing, the movie is like, oh, the
0: great yeah the movie's yeah. gonna stop the chase but it's a really good scene to stop the chase for like it it works uh um yeah just yeah actually, he breaks like, up
1: that tension with more tension yeah. a different, and like, more paranoia different yeah yeah <laughs>
0: it's, it's yeah it's crazy how good he was from the start so mm-hmm. glad duels in here feel so like that be represented his first movie. Mm. And I think it I it definitely counts because it got a theatrical in Europe. And I think they just put yeah. it out here after a few years. They were like, it's mm. good enough to be in theaters, played in the theaters yeah. in America. So it definitely yeah. uh, it definitely counts. So um
1: well James, we're back to you for ten p.m. We are back to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh so okay. I, I'm I'm going wild card here. Way out of left field. Uh I'm going West Side story. <laughs> oh well your tool. <laughs> there you go because if i was here it would have to walk anti-musical with it. <laughs> and we have to get the musical in there and i think 10 p.m because right, you're right before yeah. midnight everyone's still yeah. awake still kind of pumped you've had you know a lot going on in this marathon up till now and this will be kind of uh both you're, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. get a relaxation but you're also gonna get some tense stuff you know there's some serious stuff going on in this movie too oh Um, my god uh, to say the least (laughs) i mean but i mean it you're also now you're gonna get uh, i'm gonna say like top form like master film across the board so whenever (laughs) earlier matt you were saying you're anti-musical and like this is the musical you gotta watch because you love paprika you love overloading it's Spielberg I mean like it's West Side Story but it's Spielberg's West Side Story I mean this should have been called Steven Spielberg's West Side Story to me because it looks like Steven Spielberg's West Side Story and like there's so much of him on top of that same musical right like I mean it's got all those musical sequences that are great but it's filmed like a Steven Spielberg movie which to (laughs) me is what like I'm gonna do the hot take and say I like it more than the original because of that
2: oh um that maybe give me permission to say that as well um no i think i don't know if it's (laughs) better because i think the original west side stories in just terms of editing i think is revolutionary but i think there are certain sequences that stephen does in this movie that are better than the original like the um america i would just i just watch america sometimes when i'm sad or just when i'm in the mood just because i just want to watch that that musical sequence um i think the fight scene between riff and um Oh, the uh, um, Bernardo uh, Bernardo is better because I think they, he just takes away the music. He's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. no these are dumb kids and it's all been play acting with the music and now they're actually in the warehouse and they're actually going to kill each other. This is real. He makes a distinction between fantasy and reality and I think he does it Really well, and it's kind of the turning point. Like, there's not that much music after
1: after that, yeah. After that, it almost doesn't.
2: Yeah, there's not. Yeah, there's not much singing. It becomes Um, a movie. I'm listening. It becomes a movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he's he's very sort of uh, sort of aware, and so he does treat it like that, and. Again, the jib sequence when you just don't know where the why the how the camera is moving oh, around yes. and yes,
1: beautiful, beautiful.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. A lot of it is like, why would he make West Side, uh, West Side Story again? Because there's the Robert Wise one, which mm-hmm. won all the awards again. Like Ariana, but Ariana DeBose being Anita, I think there's something about that role Anita. But Ariana DeBose is so light on her feet, and the fact that they bring back Rita Monroe and mm-hmm. she's singing some um, someday, I think is perfect to connect the two like it's reference for the first one but it's doing something different um yeah when i re this i was just holy shit i mean i cried when watching america when the kids start dancing because it's it's so not just, it's so good it's not just about so this good. kind of fight between who loves america and who doesn't on the roof and you're getting mm-hmm. to know the sharks it's the promise of it's about the promise of america it's coming in and um redo uh and um erin de Bo's character um wanting anita wanting the house with the balcony it's the promise of you work hard you will social climb but then the reality of it is like actually no that's gonna happen not gonna happen because yeah. just society is fucked <laughs> it's, it, it as it well makes, as the romeo and juliet strings difference. yeah Much like whenever more. she's
1: down there with and then you know all the the sharks or whatever are like or the uh, is it the jets of the sharks i always get them confused which one yeah
2: uh, jets uh the uh the, jet, group, the jets are the, the white the boys tony's the white group, kids the yeah, Chinese group, whatever. And yeah. the so yeah. when
1: they've got her in rita's drug shop and you know and she, like they're the, that scene happens you know like the horrible scene uh where they're gonna do horrible things to her or what and yeah. um you know like whenever she's yeah. responding to them after that and it's like you know she's you can see all, all that like from that America song, you know, that she was looking forward to, and everything. it's like it's all been like drained from her, you know, like she sees this place in a completely different light now. and it's just it's so sad to me. yeah <laughs> just like,
2: Go, yeah, her, her I. She, I, like, I this is this is West Side Story and is also Romeo and Juliet but the fact that um she's poor (laughs) Anita is asked by Rachel Ziegler to sort of figure out the character's names um go hey look I realized that my boyfriend just killed your boyfriend (laughs) um who's my brother but can you please go down to the Jets hangout and go talk to him for me that would be great Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like what are you doing
1: <laughs> what, like, what are you following? talking about i'm like i don't know i was like i have <laughs> sorry I Matt, juliet, you're gonna get spoiled so a little some... bit on here but that's okay yeah, it's me I and mean,
2: juliet I, it doesn't end well <laughs> i was gonna say i know
0: romeo and juliet so i feel like if i know that i have a basic idea of the structure I don't know, I'm, yeah. like, I'm sure they changed a few things but uh yeah um but yeah same
1: I, same type of that's the same base yeah. story as romeo yeah.
2: and juliet
1: well, yeah. one day I will watch it. Uh, you guys yeah, are selling the this. It pretty all
0: well.
2: the other, when you watch the Terminal, you'll finally look at West Side yeah. Story and go, all right.
1: <laughs> it's so good. I mean, it, people always talk about like, you know, what are good remakes. This is like, I think this is a great way to update it. Like, you know, you, you were saying, Lindsay, like people were like, why is he remaking it? Because he he's, he's remaking it in his version, right? Like, yeah. that's why he's remaking it. Because it's been 50 <laughs> years since the other one came out. And, you know, it's letting people see it in, in a little different light. And yeah. you, why remake it? Because not everyone wants to watch that original. Uh, not that they shouldn't. They should still, right? We can say that, but this is a different version. And it's not like you still have that version. You know, I'm one of mm. those guys. You can still watch the old yeah. one. Yeah, you, know?
2: you never lose the original. Yeah, yeah you, you don't. Can always and, go back and... Like, I love a snapping finger gang fight. Like, yes. that is... <laughs> um, no snapping yeah. fingers, I will say. There's a little bit in the big be- There's like one but just beginning to say, hey, this is West Side Story. We've got the, we've got the snapping of the fingers. But there mm. is no... Um, gangs running around snapping fingers, dancing around each other. Oh, okay, um, right. that's the part that always killed me when I saw clips <laughs> in the original.
0: i like, I can't take this seriously. I'm
1: so sorry. Yeah. Not like, to no. say there are still, you know, moments like that, Matt. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you know, like
2: it's it's, there's it's be this parography,
3: yeah.
1: But I don't know. It's, yeah you know,
3: I,
2: I I don't know I I when the them. yeah, when the jets are going into the Puerto Rican territory and they're they're dancing and they're singing, like it's great to be a jet, blah blah blah. It's actually kind of menacing like they're going in and they're directly targeting the puerto rican community in new york um and all the fact that this was directly like a few blocks away when they were uh, doing in the heights so these two movies are just like yay um <laughs> yeah. but it is it, it, it's this kind of beautiful It's really feels dangerous like these guys have dangerous intent these guys aren't screwing around and this is also a time when new york is being rebuilt like they're demolishing communities these guys are fighting over territory that in a matter of months, they are not even going to be able to live there. So it's kind of, which the original doesn't really talk about, but this is kind of like in the sixties in New York, Robert Moses is going through and just demolishing the Northern, like Washington Heights and all that kind of um, area. And the, like, I love the fact that the guy at the beginning just points it out. It's like, why are you even fighting over this? It's going to be rubble in like 10 weeks. You're all going mm-hmm. to be evicted from your house. Like, what territory are you actually fighting for? Like, I I don't understand. Like, yeah, I I love it so much.
0: (laughs) Good. I'm glad. All right. Well, you two did a good job propping it up, talking
2: about it. I had (laughs) nothing to add. (laughs) I'm still not watching it. It's a musical. (laughs) Do do they dance? Yes. Now
0: We've talked for so long, and I don't remember what I said before hit record. Did I say the four Spielbergs I haven't seen on the recording? Yes. Yes. Yes, I I thought it was before. I thought it was before. Um, Yeah. So one of the four. I'm getting down to the wire. Uh, I think Spielberg's in his like doing whatever he wants phase of his career. It's his like he wants, phase. To, I love it. He <laughs> wants to tell his own story. He wants to remake West Side Story because he likes it. He wants he might to be remake doing Bullet. He wants to be. Yeah, I think Bullet, Bullet is happening, so I, he wants to re- remake Bullet or do a new version of Bullet because I guess he just likes it. So I think he's just doing stuff. Like it seems like he's a little past his like historical kind of thing with like Lincoln and British spies and the post. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of, I think he's in his, like I'm going to do whatever project interests me, uh, remake or whatever, uh, which I'm glad he's doing. Cause I mean, like I don't, I've got it, I, I'm scared to even say it. He's an older gentleman, <laughs> but he seems very energetic, mm-hmm. but I get worried, but I'm sure he's thinking himself, like I got to do whatever projects I want to do before I get too old or, you know, like I can't do it, but he still seems good yeah. now. So hopefully he's with us for a long time, but I'm yeah. sure in the back of my mind, he's like, I got to do everything I want to do. You know now so basically mm. so um i'm excited for him i'm very excited for his bullet remake or reimagining whatever he's whatever it's going to be because mm. people on oh people on twitter were like "Can he do action like, what the? What are we? doing like,
2: Yeah, I heard that. I'm like Spielberg doesn't do action. I'm like,
0: uh, I about that. Now why uh, you got to remind me? What? Sorry, I keep bringing up memories <laughs> for James. Uh, just dual
1: Raiders, Minority Report. I mean, I got I can yeah. get to keep throwing Denver examples Ryan. at you.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, I mean, that was part of the problem with him was he was considered like an action adventure filmmaker. Like he wasn't. Yeah. You know he was just a populist entertainer. Yeah, he guy. had like, to
0: do like serious stuff to become like a serious filmmaker because they thought he was like a populist guy mm-hmm. when he eat Raiders and. He's like, I can do important movies. So um, he's proven himself on both fronts. But I think it's been yep. so long, people forget. But yeah, he can do action. So I cannot wait oh, to see the, what he does with yeah, car Chase and bullet.
2: Tell I me, mean, yeah, docu- I was watching the documentary because I didn't watch it yesterday. So it's so fresh in my mind. It reminds me how much I hate 60 Minutes because I kept having these old 60 <laughs> Minutes things from like the 80s. It's like, so you're a big kid. You make fantasy movies. What do you yeah. say to people who say these movies are not art? And oh, yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah, Oh, gosh.
2: No, <laughs> right it's enough. like in the 80s and especially after I think Schindler's List shut them up but because he was like yeah you want me to I'll show you I can freaking do it I might need some few practice runs but you know but (laughs) I'm I'm gonna do it um but it is just yeah I'm just like oh my god that would have been so annoying oh you make populist art you make populist movies are are they even worth anything I'm like it's Raiders of the (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> it's 18 what are you talking it's, about
0: <laughs> yeah it's crazy but I think yeah. he's oh, I think he's cemented himself as both he can do both he can do yes. populist mainstream stuff and do very serious dramas that are well respected so I think really the year 93 when he drops Jurassic yeah. Park and Schindler's List he could have stopped like a, that and been Mike drop <laughs> yeah <laughs> cemented forever he's good he's golden forever um but but yeah I what's that story one day guys i'll let you know <laughs> like yes. guys i'm watching cats again damn it man <laughs> out. Damn it, man.
2: watch my story it <laughs> i tried head. to watch Side story oh, and then man. cats
0: was there no <laughs> like, I can't. I have oh. to- okay well i have midnight which i'm very excited about when you were picking spots james i was kind of like please give me midnight because i feel like okay. spielberg made the perfect to me midnight movie it's indiana jones the temple of doom Oh, um, because you can't see
2: me, but I'm fist bumping. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> it is it is high energy. that I mean, capital uh, every capital letter high energy <laughs> filmmaking, and it is weird and kind of kind of gross and gnarly mm-hmm. at some points. And yes, I know it has problems. I understand. Um My God, is it entertaining? I. It's like I talk about. I, I can't think of a movie that made a bigger jump for me from like seeing it at home on TV to seeing the theater because luckily I got to see Temple of Doom in a theater, my local theater a few years ago. Full House um, and it played like on a whole different level seeing it with a crowd like from the opening minutes like it was funny because when Harrison Ford like comes into frame, women behind me like made audible <laughs> noises. They were like, oh.
1: I will say this is the hottest indie ever. It's yes. Maybe Harrison Ford's <laughs> hottest he's ever been. We all agree.
0: Everyone agrees here. And it was so, I just had not heard the reaction of hardly anybody. And and then that's like the first thing that happened. And then like this opening sequences just keep rolling into each other. Like I was really like, wow, we've done all this stuff. And now we're dropping a little inflatable raft (laughs) out of an airplane down a a snowy mountain. Like this is crazy how we got here from where we started. And it feels like it just kept one crazy thing rolling into another. Like, I've said it before, I don't know if on this podcast, but it's like a it's like a big theme park ride. I mean that in the best possible way like imaginable. Like I people might think it's a knock, but I think this is like him making one of his most like just fun, flat out, exciting movies. Like when they get to like the minecart pipe part. i I know they made that actual ride at like Disneyland, but um, it's just so incredible. I'm like, this is a giant theme park ride, and I absolutely love it. It has i know there's some weird stuff people don't like it's kind of dark for it, it made the whole pg-13 rating or was part of making the pg-13 because yeah. they were like the fuck is this like <laughs> people's hearts getting <laughs> ripped out hearts, sacri- yeah. yeah sacrificed and children's um,
2: sacrifices yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's wild it's a wild movie and i know him and him and lucas or just him are going through a divorce so they were in a weird dark headspace there was like, a
2: lot of things yeah 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 I,
0: I do not mind I, the side characters at all. I kind of actually like, especially Short Round. I love Short Round. I have no problem with, uh, oh my God, his wife's name I'm blinking on. Um, Kate, Kate
2: Capshaw, Billy. Thank you, yeah. Kate
0: Capshaw. Uh, yeah. Like, Me either. Never understood that. Never understood no. that. I mean, she screams a lot. I, yeah. I'd be screaming too, Willie. I get it. I would it. be, <laughs> to be fair,
2: I would be Billy. Like <laughs> when I, watch, yeah, I I want to be Marion Ravenwood but I am Billy. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> so yeah. all the problems, everyone always says they have a temple of doom. I've never really had a temple of doom. Um, neither. It's, mm. uh, it's funny because I probably liked the Indiana Jones series in literally descending order. Like my favorite is Raiders, then temple, mm. then last crusade, then a lot of stuff. And then crystal skull, uh, <laughs> it's just like a big drop off and it's crystal skull. Um, but, but the first three are very close, but I, a uh, temple of doom, my God, that movie just plays like, i've hardly ever seen a movie play in my life and the audience was so into it it was like the most magical theater screen i've ever had um and i think it would play great at midnight because if if anyone's getting tired temple of doom's gonna bring you back and it's got enough weird (laughs) shit to be like yeah we're going into overnight so it's like wake up this is gonna be some nightmare stuff gonna happen Nightmare (laughs) nightmare fuel so yeah temple of doom midnight very excited i got to play midnight so um I don't know what you guys one. have to say yeah
2: <laughs> yeah it's this is the Indiana I grew up with like for some reason Raiders was really hard to come by where in New Zealand where I or maybe it wasn't I just didn't find it like they played Templar Doom a lot on mm-hmm. TV so this is the one that I just re-watched and rewatched, and because maybe because they had short round like i've always loved um the fact that he's gonna win an oscar possibly if he doesn't i'm gonna very be exciting. angry yeah like very exciting <laughs> like i don't care about awards <laughs> until i care about awards um, <laughs> Kui, um he's gonna win if he wins best supporting but like yes um and but because it's short round um and when i was watching um everything everywhere at all once it took me half the movie and i literally said out loud oh shit, that short round um and I love Kate Capture in it. Yeah, she screams. I love yes, this movie is very dark. It's one of his darker ones. He was going through divorce, same with um Lucas. Spielberg had to that also all of them had to quietly leave the country after Twilight Zone because of what Landis oh, did.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> so they had that kind of, you know, that kind of we're just gonna leave the country and make a movie. And that kind of um and just all that kind of frustration darkness just bubble to the surface in this movie and he directs a hell of it yeah Harrison Ford's never been sexier than he has been in this movie him in the white suit (laughs) like just oh my the white tuxedo Um, (laughs) it's but yeah I I get the ang Spielberg's usually a very empathetic director and this one doesn't have it in there which I think yeah. is unusual, yeah. but I think it plays really well for the material, even though I think that's when, because of that, you see more of the racism in it, which is unfortunate. I'm able to separate it and go, okay, I'm just going to ignore these caricatures for the moment because I'm just going to focus on what he's doing. I think all the camera movements are amazing. Um, I think they're really kind of short and sharp, which I think, again, just suits it. I think, yeah, this is one of my favorite Spielberg movies. I think it's in my top five. I... This is my favorite indie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what this is about me, but I adore it. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, thought, yeah. I thought it was your favorite. I, I was yeah. like, and um, I was like, Lindsay will back me up on Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
3: we'll like, back you up. I, I will I really, too.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I really can't go wrong with any of the three. Honestly, the three Jane Jones movies would be like top... 12 spielberg yeah. in top, all in the top 10 i i know it's kind of like i screen drafted. not agree with me they put the two sequels like way farther down than i would have um but um i you know i i love all the Jones movies i think it's just spielberg getting to have fun for the most part which i enjoy i i did notice when i was ranking my spielbergs i definitely am i gravitate way more toward the like fun spielberg movies than like the two and a half hour uh Uh, history stuff, which Mm -hmm. not even though they're bad movies, but if I'm going to throw on a Spielberg movie, it's going to be like Jurassic Park or Raiders or something like that. I'm not going to be like, ah, you know what? It's time for Lincoln. but like, like, <laughs> Lincoln was good, but it's like, I'm just not going to- Lincoln's like, hilarious.
2: Out. I don't know how like, yeah. he managed to make a comedy about, you know, slavery and the Civil War, but he managed to do it. I mean, some of the, just the character, oh my God, Lincoln, the character actors, I, it would have been, it was this isn't <laughs> a toss up between with Richard Spies, like to which, yeah, I need a, I need one of his dad movies in there, but I just don't yeah. know which one, but the fact that Lincoln is funny as it is and works and it's just all middle-aged men bickering, like, I don't I don't understand how that works, considering the gravity of what he's talking about. Right. I don't, and the fact that my favorite moment in Lincoln is when um, Daniel Day-Lewis' Lincoln is about to go into another, um, like, folk story or just, like, story, and this guy just starts yelling. "Dude, are about to tell another story, the aren't room. you? <laughs> it just, oh, yeah. No! Um, it just runs out of the room. I think it's mm-hmm. just... <laughs>
0: very good. He gets good performance at everybody in Lincoln. Like I, uh, yeah. um, James Spader also, great. Maybe like the funniest part. Oh my god. Uh, just, ah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's a in movie, a but... Spielberg movie is so weird, but I was like, you know, welcome. And he's,
2: and he's full <laughs> spading right up. He's not even trying to hide it. Like, I know. It's just like, yeah. yeah it's like, Connelly I think Jones.
0: His... Oh my god. No, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Poop.
2: <laughs> so good.
0: Again, so good, but very far down in my Spielberg ranking, just because I'm like, I'm not going to pull Lincoln off the shelf probably too often, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean uh you know, Temple of Doom at uh, midnight. I'm glad you played Raiders first and now we've had like a pretty big gap and I can play Temple of Doom. I was maybe worried yeah. somebody might send them crazy and play Temple yeah. or Last Crusade like earlier and I'm like, well shit, don't want to throw them out of order, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I didn't want to um be weird. But now, yeah. So um yeah. Anybody anything else? Temple of Temple of Doom or move on to Lindsay at yeah, two AM. Well I
1: was just gonna say i you were talking about how the the intro to Temple of Doom does that, and it is cool because it like it starts off with a musical number. Do you like it? it? Does. Yeah, I'm OK, because someone's doing
0: a musical. Ever. It's not like it's, it's not like not Indiana Jones movie. comes in. And he's like, here I am. Like, it's not like it's like
3: there's
1: people a man are, behind it. It's if fine.
2: People
0: are performing a song and doing a musical. I'm totally fine with it. That's, You're OK with it
1: because it was supposed to be on stage yeah. and it was actually a number in, uh, for it's these like
0: someone called like Streets of Fire a musical. And I'm like, Yo, but those are bands or artists performing songs on a stage. I'm OK with that. I'm starting um, to see. I'm starting to connect. the movie okay. once. All those songs are like performed like they're singing a song. Like I have a real, my brain, like, I swear there's like a break when it's like, I see people like in a grocery store just start dancing and singing about like what they're doing or like sing talking. Like, that's my big, if you're like a band playing a song or if you're like a, if, if you have a, if someone says, Oh, Dick Tracy, great example. All those Madonna numbers. Those are numbers in a club. I'm fine with those. Okay. That's kind of a music, like anything like that, where it's like, we're going to do a musical number. You tell me like, it's like (laughs) the story, like, okay, now we're going to sing a song. Great. Um,
1: has someone really... asked you whether you like Disney movies or not yet? That's
0: another great example. I'm okay with an animation too. Okay, okay. I'm okay <laughs> if with an animation. It's not real people. Yeah, if it's not <laughs> okay. real people. Okay. My brain has all these. A teacup. Like, big...
2: So if it's a teacup singing about Beauty and the Beast, yeah. and a girl is dancing already, with the Beast, you're fine.
0: <laughs> I, yes, I think because it's already so far removed from reality for me that it's like they're animated characters singing a song. It's fine. Okay, like, okay. but it's a real problem. It's like people start like, just. And, like, they're talking normally, and then they just go into, like, a song, and they're still trying to, like, talk, sing, and they just – or people just know a musical number. It's funny because I actually like La La Land, and it starts off with literally people getting out of a- a cars and traffic and start doing a dance number, which I should hate on paper because yeah. it's, like, yes. completely illogical. <laughs> but – um I just—I ha- think I've always made this case and I was really, way more of an ass about it when I was younger, but I'm like, that's dumb. Like nobody would ever like have a choreographed number and break in a song. The Matrix is more realistic than a musical. That's the stuff I said as a teenager.
3: But like, I was going to say-
0: uh... <laughs> I know, I know. It was very stupid. It was like a dumb argument, but I'm like, it's just not going to happen. Um, like, but then there's flash mob. So what am I talking about? But um, I don't know. The, it's, qu- yeah. the
2: question, how do you feel about the Blues Brothers? Because yes, they are performing, but there are sequences where they just get up in a diner and sing. Admittedly, it is Aretha Franklin, Franklin, and then they shake your tail feather. They're out on the street. like
0: Weirdly okay with Blues Brothers.
2: Yeah. No, because my, uh, my partner is yeah. as well, because he he hates musicals with a passion. Every time he catch, catches me watching them, it's like he's discovered me watching porn. Like He'll go <laughs> in, he'll stare at the screen, he'll look at me, goes, what how is this? You. And I'm like, how dare you? And like he walked in when I was watching West Side Story, and it's the balcony scene, so they're singing Tonight Tonight. It is the most musical of musical numbers. And he goes, what are you watching? I'm like, i'm watching west side story what of it it's like i'm just this is not an orgy happening on screen they're just singing
0: (laughs) i know something i don't know so i can make the clear distinctions of like okay animated movies do whatever you want it's fine um people in bands or singing songs it's fine um it's almost like the farther away from reality you are the more i can Mm. handle it i don't know it's like but if you're trying to portray like a pretty real story that's like west side stories could be like a real like there's two gangs, people in love. Like, it's a pretty grounded, if you took the musical, mm-hmm. that's like a pretty, you know, but like yeah. then people start singing and dancing and people are really trying to fight each other and they're dancing. I'm like, just stab each other. But it's like, <laughs> you know, um, it's, I don't know, that's a, it's a weird thing. I'm trying to reconcile and I've, I think I've gotten better um, over the years. I'm trying more open-minded is what I'm saying. Okay, but I, okay, okay. So, but we'll my, you we'll your yeah, we've drawn the
1: clear lines now on me and my musicals and what i will watch yeah. and what i won't watch so
0: hmm.
1: um i think the only thing i have left to say about temple of doom <laughs> is that uh you know i think was it anthony recently had mentioned on one of his podcasts about you know or something we were talking about it recently too just like rewatching movies like over and over and over again uh some critic or someone he had talked about had like oh, wouldn't uh-huh. write about a movie unless he'd seen it like 20 times or oh, something yeah, yeah, yeah. before he would actually say anything about it because he didn't feel like he would he could know it the movie well enough well rewatching all these movies it's it's, it's funny because i noticed like i noticed so many new things every time and i'm like i've seen this movie a million times but i'm still noticing little things mm. and on this rewatch of temple of doom i noticed that short round which everyone some people might be like yeah duh everyone knew this <laughs> but he's back there behind indy in one scene mimicking him just like the kid is mimicking his dad and jaws Kind of. Yeah, like he's
3: oh, doing the facial uh-huh. on hand things like it's just so a
1: I little thing and I'm like, yeah, see,
0: look. <laughs> It's always Fun. something new to discover. I swear, it's like yeah. uh yeah, so um okay, Temple of Doom midnight. Um we'll keep moving. So I think we're back to Lindsay at 2 a.m. getting pretty late now, so I'm curious what it you're is. gonna do.
2: <laughs> this was the section I found the hardest because yeah. Stevens Spielberg makes the best afternoon movies and the mm-hmm. best uh 10 p.m. and midnight movies um it gets a little tricky when he's uh when you're getting into the when you want something weird and kind of thing <laughs> yeah um okay i'm sure i keep no that's more of before four am okay you know what i'm gonna keep <laughs> the anger going i'm gonna keep the darkness going if we're going in from temple of doom um we're gonna slide right into war of the worlds we war, war of the world um this is
0: exactly what i had at 2 a.m Lindsay this is, yes. this is a great um
2: hit, yeah. yeah it is i only wish watched this yesterday and i've got a new appreciation for it i still hate the ending narration like and the <laughs> aliens got a cold yes humans have the best diseases i mean we've killed each other thousands of years because we have the best diseases they'll kill you really quickly um i still don't like that because it feels like it just ends um but i do mm. have a bigger watching it yesterday. I have much more of a bigger appreciation for this movie than Tom Cruise running. I think this movie is, since Jaws, the scariest thing he's ever made. Like the scene in the, when they're in the car and the people, just the how, it, where they're going into the crowd and then the, everyone realizes he has a car. Everyone, the whole thing just ramps up to the point where mm-hmm. you're scared for Dakota Fanning. Like, because when and the fact that naivety of the fact that Tom Cruise thinks he's the only one with a gun, I think is such a smart play. And then, I, I, yeah, this movie just has your heart in the throat for most of the movie, which is why I don't like the narration because I'm like, ah, okay. It's kind of like, I'm, I don't like it, the end of Unbreakable either. So that's just my pet peeve with like ending text and ending narration.
0: <laughs> I can understand. I can, yeah, I can understand. And I would say this is the one I probably most wanted to rewatch was War of the Worlds. Yeah. I think I'd appreciate it more because I only saw it the one time I think in the theater when it came out. I don't think I've yeah. seen it since maybe like mm-hmm. once on tv right after but mm-hmm. um people talk about it now and i'm like man there may be a because i liked it i guess but i just kind of wasn't blown away by it and i feel like i definitely appreciate his filmmaking more now i probably be able to read more into some of the themes like thinking about that more um I do remember everyone. No one ever really likes the ending of this movie. (laughs) That was like really get bad. It's the book.
2: There's there's nothing you can really do. Like (laughs) yeah, that's how
0: that's how it ends. Um, but I yeah, this is the one I I even bought the 4K like really cheap on Black Friday or something. I was like I gotta rewatch World of the Worlds. Didn't get to rewatch it, but I will probably just rewatch it soon for the fun of it. But uh, um, I'm assuming I'm gonna like it even more than I did because it was, it came out it was like yeah it was good that that was almost a textbook like we yeah, Spielberg made a good movie I think I was thinking oh a little dark for him but you know still a good a good movie um and I think Tom Cruise had overshadowed a little bit with all his press at the time that was the whole yeah we talked about earlier the couch jumping and <laughs> Scientology and Katie Holmes um but yeah it's uh, it divorced, from all of that separate from all that years later I think it would probably play better and I probably like it even more so um I'm excited uh James War the worlds
1: yeah, it, love it. Rewatched it. Did you know? Uh, it's one that I've watched a lot since it came out, so oh, it's man. not like nothing new for me. Mm. It's all just oh yeah, this is just the good stuff. Um, like <laughs> I love all the intro <laughs> stuff with Tom Cruise and his kids, like mm-hmm. especially him and Robbie. Like oh, Robbie, but yeah, whenever they're playing catch and just like all that, man, that it's just so good because it, it it's so realistic. It it's weird. I love seeing Tom Cruise in this. That's what another thing I was noticing watching Minority Report and War of the Worlds is like, man, I miss this. Like Tom Cruise being an actor, you know, like not just being the world's greatest hero, you know, action star. <laughs> but not that he's not great in those. Oh, I was you gonna know, say, yeah, like, I love him impossible, possible, but yeah. I do like when he gets to act
0: like a little, more. More, like, like uh, Magnolia yeah, like, or I um, watch. Yeah, White yeah Shun and Shun even, even these are
1: action like, movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he's, he's just, running he's a lot
2: some stuff. actually he's falling down more <laughs> than he's running in this movie which I appreciate like
1: so much yeah he's driving around. in a van a lot too so it's so he a lot like of driving he's... a lot of running yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, a lot mm, of falling maybe. down yeah
1: but yeah like a lot of that is some of my favorite stuff is just the interaction with him and his kids like and like mm-hmm. some of it's pretty rough like you know like because he's so absent in their life you know right. the scene where Dick... some of it's you know a little literal on the surface it's not hiding anything like when she's mm-hmm. like you know who's going to take care of me, but she's asking Robbie, which was her brother, oh, not her yeah. dad, you know, like because they can't find their mom, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is right there. Like, it's just like, <laughs> man, that is
2: real. Uh, yeah. like. That
0: is tough. Yeah. That, but, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I love the moment when Dakota Fanning's Rachel realises, because she takes, because he's just like, okay, you need to close your eyes, which he's not telling her anything because he just doesn't want to scare her, which was what you would do with a 10 year old. But as soon as she's in the car and she realises they're fucked and she just starts screaming for her mother it is just like Dakota Fanning was this weird child actor kind of like Haley Joel Osmond who um kind of had a similar thing they didn't act like kids in movies so Mm. when you but Dakota got to be a kid she got to have she was got to kind of have have these kid reactions like just screaming in the back of the car like you're turning to her brother going so who's going to take care of me like I can't like I'm a kid (laughs) <laughs> um, and she acts very mature in the beginning, like with the splinter. Yeah, I'll push out when it's ready. It's fine. Like, I know what I'm doing. I can take care of myself. But then when it really hits, she's like, oh, I'm a kid. I'm just screaming for my mother. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. And the fact that she's kind of comatose at the end and he has to kind of bring her back. Like, she's gone through so much and her brain is just starting to fracture. And when she sees her mother, she just, again, screams like,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: She, it was kind of cool to see her actually play a kid role and kind of watch her be a kid, but having to do it in such horrific circumstances that she just, yeah, she doesn't know how to process any of what she's seeing. And it's, um, it's a really great performance. And (laughs) the fact that Tom Cruise just doesn't know what he's doing, like when they're in the (laughs) diner after they've lost the car, and he's just like, I I don't know what to do now. Like, Mm -hmm. I've got these, I've got my kids with me, and I literally do not know what to do i i just don't like i don't know what my next move is and yeah it's brutal
1: yeah you you were talking about that scene where they you know he drives into that crowd with the van and like whenever she's still in the car and he's like just let me get my daughter you know like and i'm like because you're just so worried that that dude's just gonna drive off with her you know or someone's gonna something happens
2: like 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 nearly a couple of times like someone's just gonna take her and go
1: (laughs) oh yeah when he chases after robbie too like she's sitting down there and that couple's trying to take her because She's sitting down there, and you know, Tom Cruise chased after his son to stop mm-hmm. him from going into the fight.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I, she's great. Obviously, I'm a big fan from Man on Fire. She's yeah. amazing at that yes. movie. I, she's very good at doing the it's like I, I know it could kind of be it goes, it's a towing the line between like I'm a kid actor, but I'm also kind of like playing a kid that's kind of like serious. And you know, mm-hmm. like Man on Fire, she's very much like. I kind of got my shit together as a little kid. Like I'm more mature yeah. for my age, but then, but then she when she like screams or cries, like breaks your heart. Right. It's like she just conveys all this emotion. It's like, oh God, no! It's like you're acting all mature, but you are just still like a
1: helpless you're still little a child. <laughs> it's yeah. like I was gonna say, man, I'm too because I was like, yeah. she does. She's have, on like, Denzel's she
2: level in that movie. Yeah, she's yeah like, she, fully. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's so serious, but then, like you said, there's those moments where something happens and then she's a kid again. Like it comes out, like, oh, I'm actually yeah. still just a kid
0: i'm in danger like, I'm like, kid, react. This is yeah. bad, yeah it's like i don't uh, know what to do in every situation yeah, yeah i don't think you can bring her up and i can't bring a man on fire because it's like yeah. she's so good at that and i always think of the clip of her talking about tony scott which is one of my favorite things ever uh your mm. it's, it's it's impression yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> hey i'm tony uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's amazing um uh, uh, yeah she's great i man i gotta rewatch war of the world's <laughs> like yeah, yeah i think a good 2 a.m pick it's weird but exciting they'll keep you up um it's loud. Yeah. <laughs> loud. It's very loud. I remember that. No, he,
2: he does. He does this amazing thing. I mean, Steven Spielberg's really good at kind of like the wonder face, like you're looking up in awe, like oh, yeah, both yeah. Jurassic Park, and then also um, Close Encounters. And with Jurassic Park, it turns into horror, and then you get the action with the T-Rex scene, Chef's kiss. Um, but with this one, there's the sense <laughs> of, "Don't look in the hole." Tom Cruise, stop looking at the thing. Get away from it. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of subverting that look of wonder like oh my god what is happening this is cool like I love the bit where he's like trying to get Rachel involved in the lightning storm she's like "Uh -uh." uh-uh and then suddenly he gets scared and they're both under the table Mm -hmm. um but there's the sense of because I think we're really we're better at it now because we've lived through some shit where (laughs) if something happens you just run there is like there's this moment in the Godzilla 2014 where the tide goes out and the little girl is staring and I'm suddenly going oh that's that's a tsunami I know what that is because of the 2004 tsunami, um, Uh which destroyed, like, all of Sri Lanka, most of Thailand and everything like that. When the tide goes out, you run. You do not stay on the beach. And the kind of whole, and I think Stephen's playing with that notion of, yeah, there are certain things you shouldn't be looking at. There's certain things you just need to get away from. And the whole 9-11 imagery and the fact that he's rubbing humans out of his hair and um, I love the fact that Tom Cruise is smart but he doesn't have everything under control. He knows he needs food. He knows he needs to get his kids out of there. And he knows certain, he knows to keep the car on the back roads because he doesn't want people to know he has a working car because everything else is stopped. Um, it's, yeah, I just, no, it's the ending of the book. I can't really fault Spielberg because I think he does like this really cool thing when the the fact that the army and the refugees are just in the same place. It's It's got all this amazing imagery that I think is aged so well. And then- Morgan Freeman comes in with that narration at the end. I'm like, oh man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I did take everybody back. I feel like the Morgan Freeman narration, we're like, what? Huh? What's that? <laughs> yeah. come from?
2: And then the movie's just ending now? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a <cold>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're slipping through COVID. I shouldn't be just saying they got a cold because we know
3: yeah.
2: diseases will harm you and we've gone through again mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. and it should, but just the way how flippant it sounds, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, dude. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah yeah we were talking yeah he's like Ray's like he's like street smart you know like you're saying mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's a smart guy he's he's street smart he knows what to do but but he does have moments of like awe oh, like you're, you're saying like they should run like you know that was one of the scenes I posted was from whenever because it's one of my favorite scenes is yeah. the tripod comes out first and you get that scale yeah. and it's like holy crap and like you see the scale of the it's just the foot but if you don't know it's just the foot at first right like so it's like it comes out and it's huge and even the sound it makes it just kind of weird and mm-hmm. yeah and then it smashes on the car but then the rest of it actually comes out and that's just the leg you know it's like man that is it <laughs> it's just like so so good. Yeah. But yeah. this is also like you're saying 9 11 So this is the one where I think it's most on the surface, like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In your face, yeah. like she's saying is a terrorist, you know, like stuff like that, the you know, the, the ashes all over him and all that. Like he's really, really pushing all that stuff to the forefront in this one, mm. more so. Mm-hmm.
2: Though he's also calling back to a lot of nineteen fifties movies, like mm-hmm. especially the original War of the World. Like there's this amazing scene when he's going out to look for Rachel after he's killed Tim Robbins um and he can't find her and he's kind of going through that kind of fence which is like from uh, invaders from Mars from the 1950s version and it looks like a matte painting like the you can tell they're terraforming I love how the fact you can tell they're terraforming Earth without mm. someone saying they're terraforming it uh-huh. um, yeah it's like hey red vines interesting um it's but it's this beautiful I don't think it was done through matte painting or or if it was it was digi- digitally enhanced but it looks like a 1950s matte painting. And with the way the fence kind of goes down, I'm like, oh, that's like from when he took it from Close Encounters, and he was obviously taking it from mm-hmm. Invaders from Mars. Um, and the scene when they're running through the pipe, um, when the tripod, well, the sick tripod is coming, and it reminds me of them. Like he's kind of, you can tell he's being very, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That fence, that fence keeps coming up. Um, and yeah it's just so smart in the filmmaking and he's just on point and he is he's angry he's on point he doesn't know what the future holds um unlike Minority Port where it was a bit more mapped out this one is like I have no idea all I know is all these kids are going to war now and I don't know what to do about it like that's kind of like the fact that Robbie's so obsessed from the beginning of I want to fight like it's not it's so quick it's um as soon as he knows that they're there he's like i want to fight them i need to fight them and he's telling his dad you need to let me go like and he keeps saying i just want to see it but it's he wants to fight them and it's mm-hmm. yep. it's heartbreaking
0: uh, yeah that uh, man i gotta watch this movie <laughs> <You> <laughs> <do>. <laughs> guy. Like 4K. i might need to yeah. uh yeah bust it out tonight after we finish the podcast <laughs> so um all right that's a great pick Lindsay. Uh, war mm-hmm. worlds at 2 a.m uh well, now we're in the last like round of picks here for everybody so mm. this is everyone's last pick i know man <laughs> it's, it's gonna be this is tough too because then you really, uh, this is where you think like there's so
1: many more movies know, what do
0: i have to play at this time we should done this
2: 48 movie, 48 <laughs>
0: hours <laughs> lock everyone in the theater for two days right <laughs>
1: a whole weekend um, yeah.
0: um i know this is where it's gonna be tough though so yeah, okay oh, james this is I, your last pick Four a.m. i know
1: <laughs> And 4 a.m. is such a rough time. Like, I
0: think these last two spots are rough before the ending because it's like, what do you do to kind of like get us to the finish line, basically? Yeah, like, like I feel um, like it
1: needs to be action packed mm-hmm. because you're falling asleep and I don't want you to fall asleep. That's right. the way I program something is I don't really ever want you to rest. You know, I'm right. I'm the guy who kind of wants you to stay high. Well, especially hmm. I like peaks and overnight. Valleys. Yeah. yeah it's like i think yeah. in the peaks and valleys earlier in
0: the marathon once you get into overnight it gets a little more like you got to try to keep yeah. the energy up <laughs> like it's a little dangerous yes. to progress something slow but people do it uh i'll never forget sorry to go off on tanya but uh when uh oh, go oh god who was it on daniel's podcast Who did a marathon um nathan jones I think it was... who did who programmed the remake of suspiria at 6 a.m
2: i think it was seth is... or nathan i can't remember which one i think but it was yeah. nathan
0: and i just was dumbfounded because it was like 6 a.m oh, yeah. It's almost like a dead <laughs> spot because it's like right before the finish. And I like the Spirit Make a lot, but it is a very slow mm-hmm. moving movie. It's not a long movie, methodical. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to Chris... kill these people.
2: Like... No, yeah, Chris, Chris almost killed Nathan, I think. He was just yeah. like, what are you doing to me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kind of loved it because it was like a crazy pick, but I was like, wow, that yeah. is not what I would do at 6 a.m.
2: I, I like have, I like the remake. I would have fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah, I
0: would have like... too, I think. And then woke up in that crazy finale where I'm like, holy shit. But I, yeah, what for like two hours, thing? I've been yeah. a nice nap. But yeah, I just thought that was really... Yeah, funny, but yeah, 4M and 6 a.m. are tough for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, they are. Uh, you know, I got to follow you, so I don't know what you're going to do. I
1: well, <laughs> so... you know, I, it's between, I, I've got two movies I want to choose between, but I don't know which one. Hmm, I'm going to go ahead and say Ready Player One. Wow, okay. <laughs> because it's bright. <laughs> it's action-packed. This is true. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a feast for thine eyes, (laughs) and I'm not going to let you fall asleep before you. (laughs) Basically, so yeah, I don't. Oh, go ahead. Yeah,
2: sorry, I was going to say, even though this is not my favorite Spielberg, I when I saw this in a theater, the Shining sequence played like because I was with the whole
0: does play. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, no, but for the for the audience, what I was going to say, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. these were obviously kids in their 20s. Sorry, I shouldn't stick calling people in their 20s kids. Um, <laughs> they were people in their 20s who obviously I don't think had seen The Shining. And then The Shining sequence happened and you could tell that they were reacting to it. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, oh, wait till you see The Shining. <laughs> the actual <laughs> Shining. Like, Spielberg, yeah. is leaving, Spielberg is specifically leaving stuff out that yep. is going to, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Spielberg also has reference for Kubrick and I think you could tell that kind of stuff was really motivating him that sequence but yeah that was kind of surprised me I'm like really you know you've seen The Shining what's happening <laughs>
1: Yeah. oh wow yeah, I... I yeah go ahead oh, I was just gonna say that that's kind of part of the reason why I wanted this at 4am too is because like yeah everyone's like kind of loony and in and out of what and this movie kind of does the same thing it, it has its own peaks and valleys in and of itself So it Mm. works almost like the whole marathon, but in one movie (laughs) form where you get this race sequence, you get this sequence, you get the shining sequence, you know, you get these all these little sequences here and there with just a couple of moments of downtime in between, you know, the live action stuff kind of in the real world, but I don't know. I think it might be able to work.
2: I think it would actually, yeah, thinking about it.
0: Yeah, and I already said earlier, but don't don't get mad at me, James. I do not like Ready Player One, (laughs) but I really don't like it, but I'm like, I think this might be the time that I could like it at 4am in a marathon where I'm like, I'm like, out of it enough that I'm like, this is crazy. I love it. Like, actually, probably played better for me here. Like, the energy would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I've never. I have only Theater atmosphere one. is definitely better for this. Very, movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could. If you, plus, you maybe you bust some 3D out or something. I don't know. Like, it's yeah, fun. maybe. Like, um, I don't know. You reformat I, yeah, I just,
1: it for IMAX just this one for him Yeah, please. <laughs> it was like,
0: just for our one marathon. That uh, yeah, I don't know. I I thought I would like it way more going into it, and I just got like. Tired by it. And I really didn't like the real world stuff with the like characters in the real world and how it ends. And I don't I just don't know. It just did not play for me. Um, but yeah, that's really, when you say at 4 a.m. on this marathon, I'm like, I'd watch it. I would be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't it really like that in 1941. It's that they don't they don't get to the level of I hate this. They get to the level of like I really don't like this, but there's stuff that I really like. The shining sequence is one thing, like Lindsay said. Um the race sequence, I think you called out. Um, I mean, it's fun. I mean, it'd be re- definitely be keep you in- engaged for you because you're like, oh, there's that thing and that thing and that thing. <laughs> it's like because that's part of it does feel like references the movie, you know? It's like, oh, there's that yeah. character, like. Mm. And then I always thought, like, does Steven Spielberg even know what half these things are? Like, does he know Tracer from Overwatch? You know, like <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Steven- he knows everything. Play <laughs> like, gundam <okay>? like, <laughs> like does he know about gundam? Steven Spielberg? i guess uh, I the recent
2: comment he made about seth rogan's um uh dope yeah. uh marijuana movies would never was like oh, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh. So, yeah
0: yeah yeah and then i did find out he's apparently plays video games recently i posted that clip on <laughs> twitter of him yeah. about like comparing uh yeah, he's been a video game one to, to doom two. and then i read that he loves he, he's fascinated by video games apparently he likes to play assassin's creed which i was blown away by i was like what it's like it's like i want to see I mean, john
2: carpenter should just get together and hang out at a Mm legacy game and then go play um i need to
0: see footage of spielberg doing a walkthrough of like a video game like the youtubers do where he's like okay now this part (laughs) chapter one here we go like i just i did not expect that from him but i mean it's cool so um yeah i don't know i mean like most spielberg things i would probably watch it again at some point in my life uh because maybe I just was in a bad mood the first time. Who knows? That happens a lot. With Like I watch something and I'm just yeah. like not in the right mood. But have you um, only seen it in
1: the theater the one time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: That was it. So um, yeah, I, you know,
1: it's, it's Spielberg. So it would get,
0: it, he gets a second shot. So it's like, I don't write it stuff off completely. So yeah, but I think for M, I I think it's actually a really good pick. I like that. Mm. So um, anybody, anything else? Ready player one. So we get inch close. It's
2: fun. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn's <laughs> <in> it. Oh <laughs> he's God, a great man. villain. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Forgot about that. Is it Mark Rylance back in this playing like, two parts? Or Yeah,
2: yeah, he's kind of Mark Rylancing it up a little bit too much, like he does <laughs> yes. in BFG. Um, Can you agree to that? Um, okay. Um, we got him good in
1: Bridge of Spies, and then after that, he kind of went a little...
2: He learned. He, he he learned the wrong lessons. Oh, you like it when mm-hmm. I'm weird. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to be weird. No, we like it when you're being odd. Yeah. Like no, that's not him it. Though,
0: it seems like he's been in oh, three yeah. movies of his since 2017. No, 2015. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: It's this new guy, him and him and Hanks. Um, it is. <laughs> but yeah there's some I think it's good I think the peaks and valleys thing is very very accurate because there are some points where this movie sings as soon as that t-rex comes in the car race at the beginning I'm like oh hello t-rex like I'm always happy to see that girl so it's (laughs) it's just any reference but then it does have these kind of quiet times I'm not entirely sure I'm convinced by Tyler Sheridan Mm -hmm. um oh yeah Um, but then (laughs) we'll have a bonsai um, reference and I'm just like, well, I'm back in. Um, So it's kind of, it depends what references is showing at what time I think is really weird. So, um, but then I think it does get a little bit chaotic in the end. And this is kind of a problem when he's working on two movies at once, you can tell the movie he kind of cares about more out of the two, if that makes sense, what kind of takes Mm -hmm. his interest. Like I think he's a little bit more interested in always a little bit more than um, The Last Crusade um, because he's already done that twice already. Um, Also kind of certain things like that. I think he's more interested, a little bit more interested in the tech in um, Minority Port than he is. But then again, actually, no way. He's actually interested in both. um, (laughs) uh, He can can. the same
0: year. And that's the great, Yeah. yeah.
2: That's a great movie. I was, I'm was. i not going to lie. And of course, then there's the the famous year of 93, which is Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. But you can kind of tell that Schindler's List has its heart, but, well, which yeah. is a good thing. It's, yeah, it's a good thing he made <laughs> Jurassic Park before Schindler's List. I think he needed Jurassic otherwise...
0: Park to go, like, to go look at dinosaurs after the stuff on Schindler's mm-hmm. List, like mm-hmm. to decompress. Yeah. So yeah. Just, just def-
2: decompress. You're like, I'm just watching a dinosaur just like <laughs> jump around. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is just, I can get my mind off the horror that I've been dealing with yeah. all day. So yeah.
0: Yeah um yeah all right uh i did not expect you to play ready Pray" one at 4 a.m that was a bold and now uh, now we're in a situation where i'm looking at what's left Uh, i'm on my my, we have three i would say essential spielberg movies there's only two slots left and i don't know what to do because i also don't know what Lindsay. i think i know what Lindsay might do at the end and i hope she does (laughs) it um (laughs) so i was gonna play one of them
1: right now that was the other one of the three i assume what you're talking about the three essentials was gonna go where i just put ready part one i was like you know what no you're getting the axe they gotta do it
0: um man okay After ready player oh man what do i want to do um god i feel bad if one of these movies doesn't get played in this marathon like people would be angry at us and start you know rioting um Okay. People are going to hate think- me because
1: I did West Side Story and Ready Player One, and they're like, "What? <laughs> what are you Don't doing?" Throwing that, those I played
0: movies? Always right off the bat. <laughs> we're all we're under a lot of heat. Um, okay. Hey, I That's put true. British
2: spies in there, so you know it's.
1: <laughs> all right, I'm y'all were leave... like thinking ahead that we were not going to miss some of the. I
2: knew. I knew. I knew one. I actually know the closer we got, and you realize that two or one big ones might not c- get into the marathon, but I'm yeah. okay with that because I already yeah. said uh, on, my, on my end movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing what our lists were pre. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Before we did this. <laughs>
2: <Craziness>. <laughs> my, it's
0: funny because, yeah, someone, if this was really happening, if someone went to a Spielberg marathon, I would assume they are already a fan. So right. they've probably seen the big ones. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like fun to see some big ones mixed in with some lesser, not I say lesser Spielberg, but less famous Spielberg not like their worst movies okay I'm gonna leave what I think Lindsay's gonna do at 8 a.m so I'm gonna take that off the table now I have two okay. movies to pick from I'm really torn It's very hard oh boy okay I'm gonna go oh my god it's like okay I'm gonna go with E.T. at 6 a.m no <laughs> oh man oh that boy. was that was
2: my Matt oh, chose okay, e. fine. <laughs> okay, sucks. I can handle this.
0: There's okay. a movie left, Lindsay, that I really think you should play at <laughs> 8 <a. m. laughs>
2: I know I'm playing that movie because okay. of it because I was planning ET, but okay, we're doing okay. This.
0: Okay, I, I, oh boy. Well, now <laughs> we could just. I, I was sitting here going, ET or Jaws, ET or Jaws, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, but I went with ET. No, don't
2: I, I will I will play the movie that you yeah, I'll play the other movie. Yeah. It's not gonna be Jaws to, guys, but yeah, you're still not gonna to tell you night. what to do,
0: but yeah, it's like uh <laughs> yeah. I just just assumed you might do something. Um, because I I have come to appreciate Jaws way more over the years. Like again, I didn't grow up with Jaws. Um I I think I've said this before, and I'm very it's scary to even say that I even ever thought this. that people would kill me. When I was younger, I thought Jaws was a boring movie.
2: You did admit this on the Bravo 100, I if I remember correctly, because I remember even even Jaws traumatized me as a kid, but I right. up and went, what?
0: <laughs> it was, I think I saw it as a teenager. So imagine me being like a little edgier. And, like yeah. I think, and I think I was still a little bit like, oh, 70s movies feel very old, which is funny saying that like in the late 90s, early 2000s, because they're even older yeah. now. And I feel like I appreciate them way more. But like being yeah. a teenager, I think I wanted the hottest new thing. And Jaws kind of felt at that time, like, like it was oh, your sorry.
3: parents'
0: movie. <laughs> kind, yeah, a little bit. But even they didn't, they didn't introduce me to it. Right, so they didn't like, introduce you to it. but so it, was, yeah. it was like it wasn't a thing in my house. Like I knew what Jaws was. I knew the song. I knew the, the theme. I knew all about Jaws. But like something about – and it should have worked. I live near a beach. It should have worked for me. But it's like it just didn't play for me that great until later. And it's gotten better every time I've watched it. And I think this last summer I watched it and I was like – it finally like the, really fully clicked. Like I had the magical yeah. Jaws. I was like, okay, I get everything. Everybody says about Jaws. It's great. Love it. Don't know how I ever thought it was boring. That's like one of the most insane things I've ever said as a teenager. Like, um, could not. I was like, go slap my teenage self. Get on a time machine. Just slap me and say, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, so. but I got, I, E.T. has my heart. And I think I, especially, I will say this, listening to the screen dress episode. When I listened to, I cannot remember who picked it. When they cried talking about it. I was like, yeah, E.T. is a yeah. like deeply emotional movie. And like mm-hmm. meant a lot to me as a kid and um it's just like it to me it feels maybe more than anything he's ever done maybe the most spielberg spielberg movie (laughs) like i think because it mixes this like sci-fi fantastical element with this like really like like endearing sentimentality and it looks beautiful there's like so many iconic shots this movie um it's funny i think i got a better appreciation for it when me and Lindsay did the uh mac and me et double on shock and awe. yeah, yeah. And i was like holy shit is e. a good movie because i went through a thing with et where it was like loved as a kid got older thought et wasn't that great anymore came back to it and was like is e. great what the fuck was i talking about like what was i doing so um it's it's like i just feel like it's the most him of anything he ever did um and it's so good i cannot believe my mom always says this too i think it's funny she's like because she liked et too but she's like i can i cannot believe he made me like that little weird little alien so much because he's a weird little guy and he is this weird little lumpy brown guy that's like not cute but he somehow steelberg makes him endearing the kid performances are great drew barrymore um henry thomas um i feel bad i always forget to play as the older brother but he's good too as the older he's
2: really good yeah
0: yeah As just like kind of the dickish older brother which is how the older brother would be like he's not the younger kids or you know whatever but they all when they all get on board with it and then like oh my god talk about fucking childhood trauma when et is like basically dead <laughs> and and just when henry thomas sees him and i'm like losing my mind i feel like i was like why why you have to watch this like is Et gonna be okay um and then when Et has to leave that like it's that almost gets sadder for me the older i get because it's like i didn't process as a kid i think about elliot's dad not being around yeah like because it's very there's like one line i think about his dad being in mexico or something like it's not he
2: hates mexico oh my god
0: (laughs) like the dad's not there but you don't really it's not like dwelled upon he's just not there and then like it's so sad ellie gets like a new friend and then the friend has to leave him like his dad left him and it's like it kills me like it the last time i watched i think i like wept like i think i like openly was like oh god why do they have to leave and like just losing it so thinking about et i was like i don't know it feels Jaws could have worked here, too. I, this, I mean, like, we're about to wrap it up, but I think, like, this time the sun's coming up. Uh, you know, it feels like a new day is dawning. <laughs> like, um, E.T. feels like a good way to start your day off. I don't know. It just feels like um, the childhood thing. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It just feels like uh, a kid would get up wait, early and watch E.T. anyway. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's like an early Saturday morning movie. But, uh, yeah, I love E.T. I love it actually more as i get older which i i thought i would not i thought i'd like it less cuz it feels like a kids movie but it it is a kids movie but it like plays to everybody i don't know it's uh it's so good i don't know there's what can I, it's et what the hell can i say i think i've said as much as i can but uh yeah et 6am there you go <laughs> uh,
2: yeah i had this actually right. this was my 8am this is what i thought i was cuz there's a shot at the the end shot of et yeah kills me it's the john <laughs> williams score which that score is just Oh my the God, best yeah. thing he's ever done It's <laughs> I I, I weep when I hear it because I can think it's just flying through the air um, the camera's sort of staring up at Elliot who's looking up after the stars because E.T.'s flying away and then it just cuts to black and that is such it. I love the fact that it cuts to black there is no fade out there is no mm-hmm. making you feel okay with what's happening it is a kid who has finally accepted loss there's dad's not going to be his life in his life as much as he wants. And the fact that he's losing his best friend. Because at the beginning of the movie, Elliot is this kid who is alone. He tries to play with his older brother's friends who all pick on him. Um, he doesn't have any friends his own age. So he's only got his younger sister and his older brother. And then he meets this goofy little brown guy, <laughs> wrinkly, um, who he starts to learn he has an empathetic connection with because he's the kid he's a shitty middle kid who um throws out the fact to his mother that his dad's with his new girlfriend in mexico he's the one who can't connect with anyone and he learns that connection with this with this alien and it's yeah it is a kid's movie but in a sense i don't think it is because it is about this kid learning adult emotions and everyone goes through that i mean the fact that you've got Dee Wallace who's just going through a bad breakup who doesn't really he's he's holding on by a thread she's not coping that well of being the sole parent um and you can tell she's struggling Mm -hmm. and by the end she realizes okay no I have to be there for my kids because they've been hiding an alien in my house and I didn't know for which (laughs) is the ultimate latchkey kid thing it's like your your parents are always away at work you come home and you can hide in an alien and they're none the wiser Um, (laughs) <laughs> but she kind of realizes I'm she's kind of watching you seeing her kids for the first time again like she's kind of coming out of herself a little bit and that's thanks to ET as soon as ET she knows ET's there she's got her kids close to her like she's like okay I need you you can't just go off biking everywhere you want I I'm looking at you now like it's so good everyone is so good in this movie and i love the fact that peter coyote isn't just a straight villain he loves et too. he's doing everything wrong like you shouldn't be experimenting on him you shouldn't be doing even though they are trying to save his, save his life but it feels like they're harming him in a way like just with elliot's reaction like mm-hmm. i saw a few behind the scenes where steven spielberg's trying is making him breathe hard and really quickly apparently he did the same thing with christian bale like to get his emotions oh, wow. their emotions up he makes it go, <laughs> um and then say the line it is um but yeah i mean it's all about for me et is that and all about that goddamn william score john williams it is <laughs> just perfect I, yeah. it, it sets the scene so much it just captures yeah, we'll be talking about another John Williams Scott. Don't worry, like it's the man knows how to capture mood, but or it not is, to.
3: Yeah, it's.
2: But yeah, I want to cry thinking about it. It's just it, it kicks you in the yeah. gut so hard, and it is with a full force of sentimentality. I mean, this movie is nothing but sentimental, and it works so well because there is a brutality underneath it. Like this kid is lost. Everyone in this family, this house is completely lost and doesn't know what to do, and. Mm-hmm. It is a true child of divorce movie. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing.
0: Can we quick I forget James and I'll go to you? But yeah, it's like uh, I the I because all about like families and kind of even more like broken families. I feel like that's a big divorce families is, like a big thing with Spielberg early on. Like you know, like families mm-hmm. who um and that that part and. Uh what was I, the other thing i was saying, and uh the score is amazing i was gonna say at some point like it's one of the most like important partnerships in movies is john williams and spielberg like yeah they just like work so well together and there's the scores are so important to so many spielberg movies it's like i can't even imagine like somebody's movies out the score so um yeah i didn't and, even
2: talk about indiana jones that amazing oh, score yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like <laughs> yeah
0: i mean we could, john williams teams forwards they're like the one of the most important partnerships ever it's like one of the best mm-hmm. partnerships like just so many amazing scores for so many amazing mm-hmm. movies um and now i feel kind of bad because yeah ET, you're right the of ET would have been great to end on damn it oh well sorry <laughs> like i'm sorry i i put that at 6 a.m because i'm like it's okay crazy.
2: we're gonna talk about don't worry i know what, uh, okay. the movie you think i'm now gonna play sorry. okay
1: <laughs> i didn't have it at the end either and you're right it would be great to end it and mm. make everyone leave, end leave end crying.
0: crying get up and get out yeah. now it's mm-hmm. of
1: yeah.
0: it. it's so yeah. good though um James E.T. E. What, what did we say what else do you say
1: <laughs> yeah I mean you can't follow that up I mean she just said it all but I mean yeah it's 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 another it's one of those it's one that yes I grew up with in my house my sister was biggie my sister's like mm. seven years older than me so she biggie I was born in 81 so I was you know a baby when it came out mm-hmm. and so she was obsessed with it and like I have pictures of her with E.T. cakes and she has E.T. shirts and stuff and like so it was in our house and we had that old VHS tape with the green. Everyone oh, knows like the green. Yes, we had that thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> we had that. And, like so I can't I can't even detach myself from just <laughs> yeah. all the nostalgia of like it being a a family thing. And, and it is weird that it, you know, even though like there's that dark stuff under there, mm-hmm. we do all think about like how sad it is and how like the sentimental stuff and like how loving it is. But there's all that family stuff, too, which is good. Like, you he, he can get all that in there, right? Like, there's all this real stuff underneath this sci-fi, weird, yeah. ugly alien movie. That's I think yeah, that, that's how it, we connect it... to it, you know? Like,
3: yeah,
1: It's like, if we yeah. didn't have those little things underneath, it wouldn't work. And so like, people don't even realize it, you know? Like, if you took those out, it would just be a goofy alien movie. <laughs> but having all that other stuff all that real family stuff mm-hmm. it connects you you don't yeah. even realize it you know like but that's, that's... It's a score man I don't dude like <laughs> it's so good it, 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 I, I don't even know what to say
0: <laughs> it's I mean yeah he's just one of the best I feel like everything too it's like it does kind of get both sides of Spielberg because you get like all the, the mentality and all that family stuff mm. but then. He brings the dark stuff in. I remember as a kid being scared when the government shows up, that shot in the corner of the hill and Mm -hmm. just, it gets scary very quickly. Um, And I think that's, you said it's not a kid's movie, Lindsay. I think, yeah, you're kind of right. It's, or it's a kid's movie that doesn't talk down to kids. Exactly, yeah. I think it it does not like pander. I feel like- It's like To Kill a
2: Mockingbird in a way. The sense that it's a kid's movie because you're seeing it from their point of view. Yeah. But it's dealing with issues that-
0: Heavier.
3: Even
2: uh, heavier and that even adults struggle with. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and it's like, he. I think if it was made now or even. I don't know, like late nineties, post two thousands, it would have been like maybe softened a little bit, like with the stuff with like E.T. dying or nearly dying, and then like <laughs> just I think someone someone would have been like, Hey Steven, this is a little heavy for children, but he's like, No, they can handle it. Like, I mean, kids like I remember like, yeah, right. it kind of traumatized me as a kid, but it's like you know, it's like I made it through, it's fine. Like I realized uh, bad stuff happens and you know
2: And uh, E. T. has to go away. Like just yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it so. E. T. has to leave. He can't stay on earth. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it, 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 you're right. It's like it's it's tough for kids, <laughs> but we're better for it, probably. Like you don't want not Right? Maybe. Yeah.
0: Who knows? I always hate people. say, That's the thing I hate when people say like, "Oh, these kids today aren't very tough," or they need this or that. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't like people say that. But it's just, I maybe right. I didn't that. mean that. Oh no, to I, didn't, that I know extreme, you didn't mean like, that. No, but I feel like not. I don't want to go down that path. Of me saying that too, where I'm like, mm-hmm. these kids need tougher movies. On <laughs> like, right. no, no. I just feel like I appreciate when a movie like that is from a child's perspective or for kids like is Mm. not afraid to like it won't really pull its punches necessarily like because kids experience bad shit in life too it's not like kids are never going to experience bad things happening to them. Mm. so um yeah that's why i think it's important to actually like not really sugarcoat it and you know just kind of like have some scary moments in there like it helps like i I think he takes it far enough where it's like you're scared but then it comes back around and it's okay like but um he pushes it pretty far to like i'm scared this is all going to go really bad so, um, I mean,
2: yeah. Didn't he take the guns out at one point, like with the did. government I, that agents? that is kind of. And then he put them back. He did put them back <laughs> in because exactly, okay, oh, he that did, put them,
0: okay. he did put them back. Okay, That's yeah, yeah. I, didn't yeah I got my to DVD see it. The theater, theater guns, so without them. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no. sorry. It's okay. what were you saying? <laughs> what were you saying Lindsay sorry yeah I- oh I was just
2: I- sort of saying he put them back he put my my copy of the blu-ray has the molding guns so oh okay
0: I yeah, think yeah. He, I has, he
2: has them back in mm.
0: last time I watched it to check if the guns were back I think yeah I I have the yeah. blu-ray too they must have been back but uh yeah that was weird what he like softened <laughs> he's like you know what that was dumb I'll go back and mm. fix it but well
2: he, yeah. he does I mean he said if I made well I think this is him actually making because he even said with uh Close Encounters I Richard Dreyfuss wouldn't leave I think I, I think even by ET he's oh. like okay this is how the ending should have gone it should have Mm -hmm. been he should have stayed with his family um because maybe that's when his first son was um his son was born I don't yeah I don't quite know the timeline but um yeah he's gone back and said oh if I did it now like he said if I I wouldn't if I was doing if I could go back I maybe would have done um color purple differently I would have done Mm -hmm. he he, so he's very self-aware of things he would do differently um so, even something as perfect as ET, he's just like, yeah, I'd go back and change it. Like, nothing's perfect. <laughs>
0: it's funny, that's where he decides to like soften it up. Like, there's still a bunch of danger if you move the guns. Yeah. Like, and there's still the stuff with ET. Quintessential
2: it's... kids on bikes running away from cop yeah. cars. The I stuff love it. with ET to me is
0: way more traumatic than seeing <laughs> some guys hold guns to those kids. Like, it's, right. it's, it's like, yeah. So, it's funny, he's like, I'll take the guns out. I'm like, no, I'm still traumatized by the ET. <laughs> like, the stuff with him <laughs> almost dying and turning white. And I'm like, ah, it's like oh, man. It's, I, but it's a great movie. I appreciate that he just, like, he's always been good at like, I almost got criticism for it, I think, back in the day, like, because it was, oh, you're, like, a big kid. But I think he's good at relating to kids and working with kid actors and, like, mm-hmm. understands kids. So I think he mm-hmm. kind of knows, like, especially E.T., it's, like, what can they handle, um, you know, what can they not handle, that type of thing. So Oh, um,
2: there's this scene when, I think it's when E.T. is dying and you've got Drew Barrymore. Because she was, like, five. She was so, she was a baby. Oh, yeah, she um, was like a baby, yeah. <laughs> and she's crying and Stephen's talking her through it but she's actually generally upset so he has mm-hmm. to come around and kind of give her a hug and he's kind of giving a oops look to the camera like
0: oh yeah I've okay. seen that. I, <laughs> I, love-
2: I may it's, have pushed yeah. her a bit too far in that like I realized that I might have done some damage there um <laughs> and she's fine she's got the hanky like she kind of is aware that she's on set and a thing but you can tell that he kind of maybe pushed her a little bit too far in that moment that she he actually got her to actually get mm-hmm. but no he he's got some of the most amazing child performances out of <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. H- h- yeah, it's it's kind of incredible.
0: <laughs> he uh and they must really love him because I know like Kiki Kwan and Drew Barrymore, for example, both. Uh, so like they're still close Dora. with him or still love mm-hmm. him. Like he, like he just yeah,
2: they're still in know, contact. Yeah,
0: yeah, like they still yeah. love the guy. So clearly they love working with him. He's very nice to them and like, um yeah, he just, I mean, it's, he seems like a great person. Honestly, I, I would be. Devastated, or some horrible news came out. Spielberg would be like, No, like Tom Hanks and him. I'm like, I can't hear ever bad news. Like, no. I, the worst I heard about Spielberg was he doesn't like to be the bad guy, like give bad news to people, which I kind of relate to. I'm like, I don't want to be <laughs> the guy to tell someone apparently
2: like, he will disappear. Like, if you apparently you know if something bad's coming because he will just not be in the room, he just doesn't
0: want to tell you the bad news, he'll just leave. Someone else will tell you the bad news. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if that's his worst, Kathleen
2: Kennedy in there, yeah, she can do know.
0: It. <laughs> <But> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that comes through in his movies. I feel like he's just super empathetic um to people yeah. and just yeah so et wonderful movie um i i I guess now if everyone's we're at the end we're at 8 a.m gonna wrap it up uh the last movie which is Lindsay's honor
1: all right
0: <laughs>
3: so
2: what do got? we're gonna open up the movie starts showing and it's i can't remember the actor's name which is embarrassing because this is my favorite movie whole <laughs> bunch of guns and gate cages and shaking trees <laughs> and what monster could be hiding in those cages with a jurassic park logo on it love how i love how much logo is in this first movie um it is insane they've just got this true corporation that got plastered everywhere yeah it's it's jurassic park i mean talking about john williams scores i love the score to death i think it captures Mm -hmm. the wonder and that goddamn t-rex attack scene is one of the best things he's directed it's terrifying it's exciting um, I actually thought first. I remember because I went with my with my parents. Like this was an event. I made both my I made my poor mother, who doesn't, he's not a big movie person, doesn't like unrealistic things. I'm making a go dinosaur <laughs> movie with me and my dad. Um, I've got this big thing of popcorn, and I'm chewing on the rim of it so often that half of it's <laughs> gone. Like <laughs> it's just it's especially when the raptors show up. Like I, it's oh kind of God. those days which we think the T-Rex is going to be the main event, and then those goddamn raptors show up, and then I'm like. Oh, now we're fucked. Um, <laughs> it is, yeah, but that T-Rex scene is just when he walks out of the, she walks out of the thing, she screams. I love how the dinosaurs have kind of a personality to them, especially the um, carnivores, like the raptors and the T-Rex, like the way they talk about them. Um, they, He does imbue them with a slight personality. They're predators, but, I mean, the whole scene of like, well, they can't open doors, and you see the raptor just go... Neep! Open door. Um. Is yeah. I mean, it's Jurassic Park. It's one of the greatest monster <laughs> movies I've ever made. What do you want that,
1: from that's me? That's a note I have here too. That's I mean Park. yeah I mean, it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's a great. It's note. like the first
0: thing I have. <laughs> Jurassic Park. I mean, it's Jurassic Park. Uh, that should be the pull quote. The new pull quote. Of- <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just by it's, like like, it's like
2: it's Jaws. It's Jaws. What do you want from me? It's um. Yeah. yeah it's E. T. <laughs> really it's so many it's so many
0: I know weirdly thought there was more to say about E.T. than I even expected to there but uh, but yeah Jurassic Park uh Lindsay good job this is exactly what I wanted you to do because I yep. this is how I ended my marathon um <laughs> although E.T. would have been better I don't I, not better but different I mean it would have been a great ending
2: there's a lot oh, of no I think yeah. no I think Jurassic Park does put you on more of a high like when you're walking out if you're you're, you've you got a gut punch i mean yeah that it's the best final shot he's ever done is in et with elliot looking up at the sky and you've got that just that close-up and tear streaks. but walking out of jurassic park you still get the sense even though the humans are fleeing it's still a triumphant ending because you got the t-rex got, i mean this is why every single jurassic park sequel always ends with the goddamn t-rex i mean she's bolting <laughs> in and just taking care of the raptors you've got the banner falling and then everyone going, it still feels triumphant. You're on a massive high. It's like, we survived Jurassic Park. Um, (laughs) And it's, yeah.
0: (laughs) we survived the 24-hour marathon. I think that's why I was thinking of it at the end. It's like, you survived. You survived Jurassic Park. You survived this. It feels like, yeah, it feels like a big, like, yeah, high note to go out on. Um, And it's one of his, I want everyone's bigger movies anyway. And I was like, well, that's a good one to, to kind of close out on so uh, yeah it's funny if we end this like yeah Jurassic Park okay we're done like I I don't know what else to say like I thought it was funny on screen drafts not to invoke them back up again I know but they when someone said the characters are thin I'm like does it really matter when the movie is this good I
2: James is you can't see my face but what yeah no it's it's wrong thin I don't think they're that they're, yeah not they're real. not thin everyone has yes they ask, are they stereotypes yes did he hire very good actors to give them personality yes I mean this is Jeff Goldblum coming into his oats and being look when you're a 12 year old girl watching Jeff Goldblum <laughs> being injured lying on the floor with his shirt half open it does things <laughs> um it's yeah it's it's this kind of but I don't think they are I mean each character does go on an arc Alan Grant hates kids, and learns to be a father um, by the end of it, which is why the previous sequels ruined everything because Ellie Sadler has to go off and find another man to have kids with. But, and then we won't get into Dominion.
0: <laughs> God, yeah, let's just leave all the sequels on, the, you know. No.
2: Uh, oh, Wait, hold on. Do you want a granola bar? You look hungry. Um, sorry, Really I, quick,
0: I, sorry, Lindsay. How does everyone feel about yeah. Lost World? Just quick, like, do you think it's I bad, must, good, like, okay?
2: <laughs> I, I rewatched it last night. Mm-hmm. I think the faults really showed up on it. Like, oh, okay. I don't know what they did to um, yeah. uh, Julian Moore's character. Why she's so such an idiot? Like, we I mean, need to be <laughs> expert on. It. Like, yeah. stop taking their yeah. children away from them. This is your thesis. <laughs>
0: I, I was just curious because it, it, it's one that comes up a lot nowadays as being one yeah. of the worst Spielberg movies. It's
2: not. Um, well, it's I'm still cause... a slight defender. I'm still a slight defender.
0: Okay. I, yeah, um, I remember liking it. I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, I. I it's funny because again, back to like if I was ranking movies, it's pretty close to the bottom, but that's almost by like just process Just because. <laughs> yes. Just because I could watch it probably anytime. Like um I actually have a like one of my good friends. I I think I don't know if he still thinks this way, he liked Lost World more than Jurassic Park. And he was like a huge dinosaur kid. He was like, he might be, he, I, I tell him now, he goes, oh, no, I'm completely turned around that f- now. But it's like, he there's people who love Lost World. Like, there's people yeah. who really do love Lost World, yeah, but a lot no, of people who, who hate Lost World too. But I'm more like, it's fine. It's fine. It's at the bottom, but it's it's whatever. Like, it's a I fun have movie.
2: I have this theory that, well, one, I think Steve, you can tell Steven Spielberg's trying to make a Steven Spielberg movie, which feels off because it hits all the, like, it's got the precocious kid. It's got a typical Spielberg kind of lead, even though Jeff Goldblum didn't quite fit in that. Because he's Ian Malcolm, it doesn't quite work. Um, but at the same time, I think this movie, in terms of how action is shot, is actually more influential than Jurassic Park because it feels easier to do because it's not as a good movie, if that makes sense. Because you know the little guys who run through the grass.
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. They're the little guys who eat the, the who try and eat the girl at the beginning.
1: Those things freak um, me out. Not like
2: <laughs> huh? Pop- I don't know what they are, but they're, they're like
1: compies or com- yeah, I think they call them compies.
2: Yeah, the scene of a little creature running through high grass has been shown up in so many movies. Um, The way he frames the two T-Rex attack in it, you can see coming up in other movies. It's like, um, so sometimes I think, yes, I'm saying this because I don't think Private Ryan is one of his best movies, but that feels way more copied than say um, E.T. or the original Jurassic Park well, it's been parodied because the friggin', um <laughs> glass of water, um, which is brilliant. <laughs> um, but that sort of copy. But in terms of how you frame action, it feels like it's the movies like The Lost World that actually get copied because other directors go, oh, that I can do that. Like I can't do what he did in Jurassic Park, but I can do what he did in Lost World. So let's oh, just... Yeah, that's. I don't know if it completely works all the time, but I've just seen some of the framing from Lost... Because I've seen... Look, I will defend actually uh, a lot of the jurassic park in world movies like i i can't help myself um <laughs> <laughs> um even campbell scott and dominion i'm like well if you focus on him it's not that bad <laughs> um but yeah it is and it really is um but it is yeah so that's kind of kind of the thing it feels a bit more accessible to other filmmakers to go oh i can copy what he did in that but there's no way i can copy him in the original jurassic park or even Jaws to a certain extent, because that feels so holy grail. And so I don't know how he's doing that, that every time they do it, it becomes off really bad. Like we've all seen Jaws. Well, Jaws rip off one of my favorite genres. So I really shouldn't say that, but um, <laughs> every time someone tries to do Indiana Jones, it doesn't work. Yeah, and even though they are copying the exact thing, so yeah, that's that's my argument. I think in terms of how they shoot action, Lost World is yeah. actually more influential than Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's sorry Jurassic to
0: take Park. us to Lost World. We're talking about the <laughs> Jurassic Park, but I was just so curious because it's like a mm. almost was like a hot topic issue because like there's some people who I think have a lot of nostalgia for Lost World and like still really like it, and a lot of people who think it's absolutely bottom barrel Spielberg. So I was curious mm. what you guys stood because it feels like it's like one camp it's like hook almost it's like do you like love hook because you loved it as a kid or do you like just hate Hook because i don't know you just didn't ever mm. like it but uh yeah,
1: yeah I it's, think. it's 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 uh, so when i just rewatched it this time it went down for me
2: mm. quite oh, okay. a bit the script is uh-huh. not good the script is yeah. not good it, it, mm.
1: and and what most of it honestly is like that first act mm-hmm. is just Ooh, yeah. all over the place i'm just like what's mm. going on here man like, <laughs> it's, it's just like blah 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 it's just so wonky to me it just feels mm-hmm. so uneven like the best stuff in the movie to me is all when like engine arrives and Pete pulses awaits there you know and, oh, like, yeah, all yeah. that stuff and they're hunting I will men, hunt a and, buck
3: <laughs> and, yeah like and all his stuff, reason. great
1: but like that whole first chunk I just doesn't work for me at all mm-hmm. and then like I'm, I'm okay kind of with some of the you know when they get to the shore or whatever but it still kind of loses it a bit it's that middle section that i like a lot but i remember liking it i felt like i liked it more but then rewatching it this time i was like well this is really not working for me very much mm-hmm. like i think i had posted something and i was finding both like you're saying it was kind of a big divide of like some people were like oh this is the best other people were like this is garbage you know and I'm, like, <laughs> uh, I'm in the middle but it's definitely went down to where yeah. i don't think it's like up there another
0: one i'll have to rewatch for myself because it's been so long but uh yeah the script is
2: like especially that first (laughs) chunk you're like oh no like what's going on yeah who like (laughs) (laughs) write the script yeah
1: and i I, I (laughs) normally i'm pretty good about separating and like and trying to find the good stuff but it's just this one was just throwing me off a lot more than I was even ready for. Like I was like, "Oh, okay, that's." Wasn't there yeah. something about was-
0: like Spielberg didn't even want to direct the sequel, but he kind of got dragged
2: no. back to it? Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
3: yeah, I think, okay,
2: yeah, yeah, um, because um, like- you could you feel him come alive when the T Rex is in San Diego. That's yeah. when because he's oh, I get to make a Godzilla movie. Right. yeah let's do this so when he's got <laughs> like this is amazing moment i always think he's in the drive-in which has never happened and they keep teasing they're gonna put a t-rex in the drive-in i'm like Ugh. just someone do it can't please. believe they
0: cut that out of dominion like the only part of the side oh. about from the trailer and it wasn't even the movie it's like you but bastards. there's this moment
2: yeah where oh. he's like the t-rex is just cruising around the um suburban like san cruising diego does
0: cruising, just cruising around, around having a little tiny car mm-hmm. uh.
2: and um and she see and it it eats she eats a dog And but all you can see is like the chain hanging off the doghouse. And it's just stuff like that. When she's just like, that stuff is cool. And that's kind of when you feel Spielberg's coming alive. Mm -hmm. But that first chunk is like, oh, we're on the island again. And there's dinosaurs (laughs) and the screen. It's it's kind of like when Jeff Goldblum yeah, it always starts with a wonder. Then the running starts and the screaming. (laughs) Um, and that's kind of how you feel Spielberg's kind of with it. Cause I don't think he wanted to direct this. I think. Yeah. Um, he was like, I mentioned this list. I'm going to become the director I want to co- direct. And then Universal's like, uh, yeah, do you know my money Jurassic Park made for us? Uh, yeah, you need to go do that again right now. <laughs> do
0: you want to make Amistad? <laughs> you want to make, well, yeah. gun, do you want like... your
2: own company? Yeah, I think it's because he went and went, screw this, I'm making my own company because I don't want to do Jurassic Park movies anymore. I don't want yeah. to be. I think he saw a future of like, oh God, yeah. they're going to make me do like friggin' Indiana Jones. I'm just going to keep getting pulled back and say, so, no, I'm going to go make Amistad over here. Yeah. Screw you guys. I don't so, know if Amistad's
0: think... universal. I just I just guessed, but I figured it was like a one yes. for them, one for me thing. But Yeah, he yeah. didn't want I want to do
1: the one for me one for them i'm going to do the all for me And
0: yeah yeah this. and now he's got enough money uh these Ooh. days he could go ahead and fund every movie he wants i think till the end of time i think i just saw he's worth like two billion dollars or something
2: yeah that's why he's making like, bullet i mean no <laughs> studio is going to fund bullet
0: like i because I just saw <laughs> m. night Shyamalan's funding his own movies for the past like five plus years yeah and i'm like well if he can do it Spielberg would definitely fund where the hell he wants to
2: make <laughs> like, yeah. no, oh, a a Shyamalan is cassavetes every single time he makes a movie he mortgages his house and you just gotta hope that it, <laughs> he can keep it He's
0: doing well so far so um but yeah back to the original jurassic park really quick yeah. i mean i don't know what to say it's just full of iconic sequences like um when they first see the sopranosaurus right when they first pull up and pull the glasses off like the music swells holy shit it's like the the Cinema. raptor sequence the in the kitchen i i think as a kid I think I either saw a trailer or a picture of the t-rex attack and maybe told my mom that I was scared and that's why I didn't see Jurassic Park Because I remember being terrified of that t-rex and I as an adult I watch that sequence now and I know it's not a real dinosaur but somehow Spielberg convinced me she still looks
2: like a no she's she looks looks real real.
0: it's It's, crazy it is it's it's one of the like most amazing sequences um yeah, I mean the whole movie's just full of stuff like That's why it's sort of talk about it. It's like, oh, there's this great sequence and this great sequence. And it just never stops mm-hmm. like being great. Um, even the introduction is fun. Like they get through all the exhibition stuff about how they make the dinosaurs like a fun Dinosaur. Little, like, <laughs> yeah, di- <laughs> dinosaur in Amber. Uh, I love that stuff. Like that stuff's even fun. Like he he makes the exhibition fun. Like it's like it's just no there's just no um, bad parts. Like someone said Jurassic Park's boring. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Um, uh,
2: you, oh my God. What was it when I I don't think online? anyone said that part. But he, I, I, Obviously, I, no, it was It was this great thing online. They got shit thrown out because I think he pirated the movie, which don't buy Jurassic Park kids. But he goes, oh, I thought Steven Spielberg was meant to be a great director. Look how shonky this shot is. And you're looking at the shot and you're like, oh, you pirated a really terrible version of that movie because that's not what the movie looks like. Mm-hmm. I, it, um,
3: yeah, good yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's uh, um. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like we said, I mean it's Jurassic Park, but I'm thinking about still how you were saying the characters are thin, and I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I want to be like okay well if you're going to say something like that i don't like doing this but you need to show, tell me how you're going to fix that or what what are you going to do to these characters What mm-hmm. what is your solution because if you're going right. to say something that big <laughs> you better have
2: some that's why i think it was gameplay i think they were purposely yeah. putting jurassic park well, in there because i knew someone would throw a tantrum <laughs> and veto it and they would use their vetoes and oh. i think it was all that yeah. that's what i think it was and they were just sort of saying yeah because you can say the characters are thin but there is no way to fix it because if you make they it, all
1: have little it, things like, I mean, even the, the lawyer are these all erotic, you know, little moments like that? <laughs> yeah, and like Nedry is yeah. a character, like Samuel Jackson, like those are <laughs> Nedry, they're sort,
3: I, like,
0: yeah,
1: these small little side characters are memorable, the guy, clever girl, you know, like, yeah, they all have yeah. like little things and ticks to me that's just enough to make them. We talked about right. this on some of the Tony Scott thing. I think I feel like <laughs> yeah. we had the same thing where there's just enough that I don't know. But to me I think
0: is- I think to in the defense, I think, you know, it's funny. I think it's screen draft. Someone tried to play it like in the teens.
2: Oh, that was Billy Ray Bruton. Oh, Br- was, of Billy course Ray it was Billy Ray Bruton. He- <laughs> which, which for him, I believe, because he's a weirdo and he will do stuff like that. Everyone yeah, else, but I'm then, like, you are game playing to the hilt and I don't like it.
0: I don't think, he's, he didn't say the thin character thing. I think that no. he just didn't like the movies, but so then it got, thank God it got vetoed to stopped. It got put, like, in the top ten. And the I will just to defend the person who said it, I think their argument was, like, that all these movies that we're talking about are so good that if we're going to start ranking them, he wanted movies with deeper characters in Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, right? that but, was, yeah. But I still think it's silly to say they're thin characters. Cause yeah. uh, and again, like knowing things about them and like, I was like, I know all their names. It doesn't make them deep characters, but it's like, they're memorable sure. characters. Yeah. Um, but it's, he's making one of the most amazing blockbusters of all time. Like, you know, and he's, giving us memorable characters i mean i can there's so many movies i've seen blockbusters where i don't know anybody's fucking name like yeah. i don't know like i but i can tell you
2: i've done this on this podcast what's the guy who did the thing yeah right i can tell you both yeah. the names
0: Character jurassic park like that's a credit right there so he just do it's not it's i think it's unfair to like criticize that when like it's just like we said with raiders a perfect movie for what it is i think jurassic park mm-hmm. is like a perfect movie for what it's trying to do mm-hmm. and the characters are it, it, the actors help too the actors give them a lot of personality like uh, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: Did you get had really good actors in there? Like, right. I know they wanted to, they were first thinking of Harrison Ford for Alan Grant, which I think would have been a mistake because yeah. the movie star <laughs> is the dinosaurs. It's so, yeah, get Sam right. Neill, a really solid, good character actor, mm-hmm. and he can just, and he brings enough personality to it. Like, I love the scene where he's just torturing the kid at the beginning and, like, oh, yeah, if this was a raptor, you'd be dead because he'd just be like eating you <laughs> yeah. before you died. It's like, and it's I, everyone's just like, dude, I'm like, yeah, the kid was a joke. He deserved it. Um, it is. <laughs>
0: We're running it from dinosaurs. Just, how much time do we have now to get to the characters? We're running away from dinosaurs.
2: But like. you kind of still do. Like you do. I mean, how yeah, yeah. they yeah, I mean, you get um now oh, I'm forgetting her name. Um, <laughs> Ellie, um, just the looks on her face, the fact that she gives that amazing um John Hammond speech about uh, Richard Edmund when he's talking about the flea circus, and she goes, Yeah, because it was all an illusion. But you tried to make it real and now people have died. Like, you need to, like, in, in what I love about the second movie. And he's like, Oh, yes, I realized Amen. Look, I'm going, I'm not going to make the same mistakes. He's like, Yeah, you're making whole new mistakes. It's like, Did you learn nothing from Jurassic Park, John Hammond? Seriously, stop missing the dinosaurs. Um, it is, which is why that first part of that movie is such a mess. But it is mm-hmm. it's just like, John mm-hmm. Hammond, do we just reset John Hammond from the beginning? He, be had,
0: he has, uh, he's forgetting things. I don't,
2: he's forgetting like... things. He's getting old. It he's is, getting old, yeah. But it is just this magical kind of thing. And uh, going back again, so I keep referencing this documentary um they sort of said that these when you go back to 93 making jurassic park when you didn't know of the technology because this was the first movie to really really use
3: mm-hmm.
2: um as much cgi as it does and still looks as good probably better like, than yeah. a lot of movies today um that's what i love about spielberg he knows just enough he doesn't overwhelm the movie with it um and to also make a three-hour black and white holocaust drama like in the same year mm-hmm. And the fact that almost... Actually, Martin Scorsese could have done a good Schindler's List. I think he would have been Mm -hmm. very different, but I still think it would have been a good... Because it's Martin Scorsese. But I think um, both these projects were risky and he didn't have the clout he did at the time. you got to remember, yeah, he had a hit with um, Last Crusade, but it was not the late 80s weren't as shiny for him as they were in the early 90s like there, there was this like he again he like with Raiders he came back in a big bad way he's like oh you think I'm out <laughs> <laughs> making two of the one of the two best movies ever made and um so yeah it was a big thing and the fact that this is about using technology to do something new and also the movie is about technology failing in a big way as well I think to even say the characters are thin. I think the movie is rich enough with themes and how the characters work within those themes, like um the father thing, because it's Spielberg, so there's gotta be daddy issues. There's um though the fact that they had interviewed his father and he said, Oh, I noticed. Like <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you poor man.
3: Yeah. Poor guy. Like, oh,
2: man, how much do you hate me right now? <laughs> um, it is and the fact that it is about technology, you know. The life finds a way and you didn't think you thought of can you not if you should um it's all these kind of themes of nothing is too big to fail like we sort of say "Oh, it's too big to fail it's too big to fail no things will crumble like we've seen it happen time and time again and I think those themes are so rich and played with so wells and then you get the great quotes then you get the great actors then you get the great kind of how they're using the technology and how it's amazing um and it's it's yeah i i didn't watch it this <laughs> round because i've seen it like 16 times like I, i've own this movie like five times like it's it's jurassic park <laughs>
0: yep. yep yeah yeah it's uh it's jurassic park it is fantastic so i was i don't that's a great way to end i mean i don't know what yeah, else it to is. say it is We're, i'm
2: glad you chose et now the fact that yeah. so we can end on jurassic park <laughs> i'm glad we got both
0: in there i mm-hmm. now we've we've got a marathon without jaws or close encounters though some people will probably be upset oh well yes uh, oh like, well. look you made exposure. a lot of
2: movies and you can't you know, have all the you need as james There's said so many... you need pigs and valleys like yeah. you can't have all the bangers because you'll just be exhausted but if you see all the good ones
0: <laughs> i can't watch how many good movies in a row i got no, no. Like, you know, i i think these are still good movies i just think yeah i'd be almost bored if i went to a real marathon they play nothing but the hits yeah you know it's like mixed up a little bit um
2: he has a very, so, very career, and we should celebrate that. But yeah, <laughs> ending on ending on, double, ending on the double, ending the double whammy of ET and Joe um, Park is actually kind of great because I did not go that really? route.
0: Yeah, that,
3: I <laughs> mean, my
2: four, my two a.m. to six a.m. is actually kind of torture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got pretty weird the other night. Uh, oh, you know what I was thinking too. I don't know what reminded me, but when I said earlier, I have two Spielberg movies I really don't like, and it was Ready mm-hmm. Player One and 1941. 41. I also got to throw Crystal Skull in that mix of they really don't like crystal skull Um,
2: if i don't if i watch it in a vacuum and not not watch it near any of the other indies it's fine if i just watched another indie it is the worst movie ever made like i don't again it's him trying to make a spielberg yeah trying to make a spielberg movie and when he tries to make a spielberg movie i think that's when he falters i think when he's just doing his thing yeah
0: it's hard to separate them it from it's yeah it's tough though but I just remembered I was like oh no I can't be on record saying like <laughs> that I, I have to throw that with the bad ones I really don't like Crystal Skull um me I, either there's probably enough in there to still make me like you know have moments I enjoy but like the Shia LaBeouf stuff is I think really bad and they it's funny because you talk about Jurassic Mutt Park was
2: never going to be a good character <laughs> no
0: he was never gonna be a good character you talk about Jurassic Park CGI still being good I thought that some of the CGI and Crystal Skull is bad when it came out. Like, yeah, it's like, what the hell happened? Um, Stinky. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's rough. So, uh, sorry to end on negative, but yeah, I mean, no, Jurassic Park, great way to end. The good thing for Crystal Skull. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's um, rough. It is rough. We don't need to sugarcoat it. I,
1: revisiting it this time, it went, that, that's the one that went down the most for Mm -hmm. me. Like, Mm -hmm. I, in my mind, had it that, oh, no, it's not as bad as everyone has said. And it's still pretty good man i was i was really not enjoying it and i don't know how much of it has to do with watching all of his movies like that in a row like you're saying Lindsay, like that probably had a little bit to play into it i'm sure Mm -hmm. but but even just trying to separate it and just looking at it man it's not pleasing to the eye at all like it is not a (laughs) pretty movie like it has none of his like it's even kaminsky still i mean like for better or worse whether you like him or not like yeah i mean it's just it doesn't even feel like it and it's like it's so bright and like so in your face but Mm -hmm. it's not bright in a good way to me it's (laughs) all subjective and like like you said even stuff that's not i don't think it's cg looks cg it's weird (laughs) like when they're like in the 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 diner and that before that fight scene breaks out between mutt and the 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 greasers and all that and they it looks like they're in a different movie than the crowd that's in the diner it's so Mm -hmm. weird it's like there's a I don't know it was just
2: (laughs) yeah because Kaminsky also did pretty sure he did Lost World because they're pretty sure he's worked on every single Spielberg movie since Schindler's List
1: yes so yeah yeah so Schindler's List is where they started and then he's done everyone since
2: everyone since um Mm -hmm. because Spielberg knows how to do a good find a good cinematographer Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah, he's got Kaminsky there and sometimes you get West Side Story which is one of the most amazing looking movies you'll see same with catch me as you can i love how Mm -hmm. minority port has this very kind of vague sheen on it Mm -hmm. like nothing's real um it's really interesting and then you'll get the lost world and um crystal skull which look flat and it's Mm -hmm. weird i'm like this is the same cinematographer (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: that's what doesn't make any sense
2: that doesn't make any sense so it's like I know Steven Spielberg likes to work with the same people. Like he's always worked with Kathleen Kennedy, Frank Marshall, um, John Williams, <laughs> John Williams. Um, he's had the same editor I think since yeah, um, Michael Cohen. Oh yeah, Michael Cohen since uh actually Close Encounters. Like the, he likes people. Um, he likes people who knows how he works and how he likes people to know how they work. But sometimes when you just get this group of people who just make this amazing movie and then they'll just make another one and you're just like, wait,
1: something's how- lost. Yeah. something's lost <laughs> you
2: guys weren't into this i don't it has to be like Stephen. like he's the head of the snake you can tell he's not interested because then everyone else isn't doing their best mm-hmm. work either because i've seen them do their best work
0: right yeah um that's funny I, his editor michael khan being the same guy for yeah like everything forever it was funny because i looked him up because i was like wow Steve has had the same editor mm-hmm. for so long and the guys about to turn 90 so i'm kind of yeah. curious like how much longer same John editor.
2: williams i'm just like a bit worried i'm like oh no he's got like Miss well, getting he, up.
0: He officially retired, well. right? Like Williams officially retired finally. John Williams. I
1: or don't know. Did he? I don't, I don't know. know well,
0: I mean, for his own, just go enjoy his your family's his, like gambling. Family. Yeah. Make <laughs> some
1: make more score. Score money.
0: Like, oh, I, it's like he's got to have plenty of money. Well, people um, actually
2: let the man retire. I mean, no. yeah. are you still going to get likes of Quentin Tarantino going? Can you just can you throw me a B side? Like.
0: Oh, but um. Well, well, we've done it we programmed the whole marathon i'm gonna reread everything which i remember to do halfway through and that oh thank god i can remember these picks because i was like i want to write these down so um just to go over the recap the marathon of what we did here because it's funny to look at it now complete of like all our picks and Mm -hmm. how things go because i feel like you won't be like it's kind of a weird marathon but hey three people picked it so you know that's how it goes um so 10 a.m what it is you start strong raiders of the lost ark noon i played always (laughs) which i feel like may be the craziest thing i did here um 2 p.m bridge of spies 4 p.m minority report 6 p.m munich 8 p.m duel uh 10 p.m west side story midnight temple of doom 2 a.m war the worlds 4 a.m ready player 1 6 a.m et and 8 a.m close us out jurassic park i
2: think we did a pretty good job
0: that's yeah. No, I like
2: actually. I like the fact that we're going from ready player one then sliding straight into ET. I think, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: that's no, amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was just like, let's just if everyone, if anyone feels like I do already, player one, let's reset. Let's like reset <laughs> with a classic. <laughs> um, but uh, I plus I knew at that time I we have very limited chances to get in more classics. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta pick like uh essential spielberg or we're out of time so right. um mm-hmm. that is a fun i looked at on paper that's a fun marathon you get a lot of ups and downs different mm-hmm. flavors of spielberg um mm-hmm. so all right we did a good job but yeah if everyone... you want to read your list uh yeah Do i was we want to let it? you guys go first Linda, oh, okay. you want to read your your whole marathon if you had it program before we okay. start <laughs> as a
2: program okay uh so my program um at 10 a.m i was going to show indiana jones and the last crusade actually i wanted definitely to start with an indie but i wanted to kind of ease us in and i think that's just a good comfortable one um plus that river phoenix opening just amazing Class. um uh, uh then uh at 12 p.m i was that's when i was going to play west side story
3: mm-hmm.
2: 2 p.m always 4 p.m bridge of spies 6 p.m. Adventures of Tintin, which on this watch rules so hard. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was a good one.
2: (laughs) Oh, so good. Um, 8 (laughs) p.m. Duel. Then I'm going to ramp it up more with Minority Port at 10 10 p.m. At 12 a.m., that's when I was going to go for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm -hmm. Then War of the Worlds. And then I was going to torture everyone by having four AM AI from two thousand one, oh, and god. then <laughs> and then six AM hook.
0: <laughs> oh my god, just, I love it!
2: Just I have a four <laughs> hours of or five hours, six hours of just absolute confusion. What I don't even what I'm looking at. One is wow. like all these soft blues. Wow. The next one that is, is... A multiple brown. I don't, I don't know if people could go through it. And then to soften the pain, then end on et. That
0: was and nice just, of you to like, end with et. <laughs> like, like I, okay i don't want to talk about ai for too long but i watch ai for this that's a weird fucking movie that is a so weird, weird
2: that's why it shows at 4am baby <laughs> yeah
0: the flesh far like that is tonally all over the place i know it's like frankenstein from kubrick ideas and spielberg ideas and i love that spielberg says that like oh no no everyone thinks like the sentimental stuff at the beginning the end is me that's kubrick and i flew it i put the dark shit in like the middle <laughs> but like yeah. um yeah weird i can't imagine doing
2: i can't imagine kubrick doing sentimental i i no
0: no it's very weird i don't know if he was like softening up in his older age or what but um yeah very weird that he was doing that like the i'm like steven you're not lying are you right to put the heat on no i was like i he's an honest. because everyone hates
2: the ending oh no the ending wasn't me <laughs> <Yeah.
0: That laughs> like, we it Kubrick,
2: he's, he's already dead he can't send me a fax complaining about it <laughs> right
1: <laughs> but um that's fun well, i mean like, wow well, yeah I, I think the ending is pretty i mean it,
2: it's dark it's like, dark it is. Though, But it like, about humanity really. it's cool <laughs> or,
1: or like even it's just sad. david's like, like, like wanting to uh spend the last day with his mom and like when he's having the conversation with the thing and mm-hmm. it's like ben kingsley or whatever and it's, it's like you only get to spend one day and it's like uh okay like mm. to me i'm just like dead i'm like geez man one day left with my mom that's it you know like his anyway I don't. by the me. way
2: who yeah. abandoned him like
1: right. she left him on the right. side
2: of a road Right. it's not that's <laughs> kind of what thing that blows my mind about it he's trying to get back to his mother who did not even look at him when she drove off like she is just francis kind of just stared right ahead and went that is not my child like that is a freak of nature i don't want anything to do with this yeah. um and when he's trying to be affectionate it feels like a horror movie like it honestly oh, yeah, like yeah. david is that's why hayley Jar oldman has this amazing performance um i love dude lauren this the, the way they're copying human mannerisms is so good and yet it he, it's so off. I, I think there's a lot to love <laughs> but this movie is weird it's all over the place and mm-hmm. if you're falling asleep and waking up just what looking at the screen i don't know what i'm looking at and that yeah. was what what part are we at work.
0: now yeah it's like yeah. well i think the thing with david i think is they said and this is like a real design flaw in the, the robots it was like they're going to imprint on a person like so i think he was like he almost like stuck loving her because he imprinted on yeah. her and it was like no matter what happened like,
1: just yeah, this. she reads that, that little code or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
0: So she leaves us side of the road. He doesn't care. He still loves her. Like uh, yeah. but yeah, it is. And the ending is just it's it's funny because yeah, I guess the alien showing up is weird, but I think the ending is, is, is so like dark and sad yeah. because aren't isn't he like the last remnants of yeah, so basically they basically said. It
2: you're the last like, thing we found on earth everything's gone that's crazy
0: like, like that yeah. so it's like a really I you like the teddy bear makes the whole time i kept thinking the bear was gonna die i was like i like that bear i like that robot bear. Mm-hmm. like and he makes it all the way to the end i'm like what's gonna yeah. happen on the bear um <laughs> yeah ai is man you had a wild overnight Lindsay. that is that is very interesting <laughs>
2: so, yeah people yeah. are gonna walk out a bit damaged out of that one and then they get the gut punch of et at the end it's just like yeah. what 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 is life <laughs>
0: Oh, all right, James. What was your, uh, what was your marathon? Mine's like
1: way, way more normal mainstreaming than than (laughs) that. I mean, I have some (laughs) weird ones in there too, but I didn't do that. I kind of like backloaded it almost to where I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, you're going to go through the beginning where it's maybe a little all over the the place, but then at the end, I'm going to try to keep it kind of like his blockbusters and you're just going to. See, that's you smart. You want. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Even though everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like, you still, that's still like, it, you know, you, you always don't want to program all those block, but uh, like the famous ones. But I think for Spielberg, you almost have no choice because it's Spielberg. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's also yeah. what you want to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But uh, okay. So my opener was still Raiders of the Lost Ark at 10. Mm. So then I go into a little uh, kind of like a chase sequence. So 12 p.m., <laughs> I have Sugarland Express. Mm. At 2 p.m. I have Catch Me If You Can. Oh, nice. At 4 p.m. I still, I think I, did I do Minority Report? Yeah, you said we did, I did Minority yeah, Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm doing all those, kind of like a progression <laughs> fun. Of Yeah. chase movies. And then 6 p.m. I go crazy with The Color Purple. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. To me, a, a lot of it's almost just on a visual level, because I'm thinking about 6 p.m. and it's getting to be dusk, and I'm thinking of like the colors and the look of the movie, mm, and like mm-hmm. it just kind of fits that feeling. So then eight o'clock starts my alien segment with <laughs> close encounters of the third kind
2: mm.
1: 10 p.m war of the worlds midnight et mm. yeah, yeah that'd good
2: midnight
1: one that, uh, i'm thinking of the moon mm-hmm. Midnight, like mm. that's just the visuals again i'm like anyway 2 a.m is where i get weird i do foot side scoring uh, because you know oh i love this ET? matt's trying to
2: fall asleep and all of a sudden yeah. he's just like here yeah. okay. <laughs> uh,
1: musical numbers i'm just Again, like having yes. nightmares yet yeah, yeah you're right it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna wake you up because like if you're matt especially you're gonna get these musical <laughs> numbers randomly people start like, dancing the the
0: around me i'm like knock it yeah. off no, like,
3: oh exactly well it
1: makes sense. 4 a.m yeah and then i chose 4 a.m banger jurassic park wake yeah. you back up 6 a.m this is where i had ready player one because, again, I think you're falling asleep, but this mm-hmm. is going to do that thing. And then 8 a.m. I have, I have Jaws at 8 because it's yeah my classic. And also, yeah. I think it also has a great ending. Like, you know, you say E.T.'s a great ending. Jurassic Park's a great ending. Jaws, great ending. Doesn't I mean, have a good ending. You're just like, bam. Again, you it's
2: survived like, Jaws. <laughs> just yeah, say,
0: you survived Jaws. Yeah. and it's I always great- forget great- that. Yeah.
2: hooper makes it like i always forget mm-hmm. i always think he dies and then as soon as he pops up again i'm like hey, it's hooper <laughs> yeah. and he
0: goes yeah. swimming up to shore yeah i think it helps it's mostly it's like a bright sunny movie that's probably mm-hmm. helping wake people up so yeah it's like um yeah that's good that's good i I couldn't sleep with the jaws theme playing i'd be too nervous i'm like what's going on <laughs> uh mm. okay that was good i like that you both went pretty different directions on your marathon mm. so far so um <laughs> okay i think i did a little different I, it's funny because my 6 a.m spot on my list is still this or that with a question mark so i still made my mind so let's see how this goes um okay it's 10 a.m i was gonna start with adventures of tintin because it felt kind of right to start with a cartoon in the morning (laughs) and it's a very fun exciting movie that movie's fun that movie it's like Somebody said it recently. that He's like, uh, he's like untethered from like the physical world. So yeah. The camera fucking flying mm-hmm. around. He's it's doing stuff he could never do, like never do. physical. Yeah. And
2: <laughs> the like... fact that Haddock's whole thing superpower is alcoholism, I I adore. <laughs> like when he's sobered up and he's like, I don't know you. He's like, No, we were in the desert together. I'm a navy man myself. I'm just like that is just perfect. I just Haddock just is so good in that movie. Just like oh, well, Andy Circus, but yeah, it's it, he's just ah. <laughs> and the amazing dissolve. I mean, the handshake, and then they're off in the desert. It's just yeah,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> so oh man, there's a bunch intense. of them in that movie. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, amazing. yeah. Those,
3: yeah, it's,
0: Those it's transitions good. are off the charts. He's going wild in Tintin. Yeah. That's I thought like Tintin. He's like unleashed. Not like he's uh, not. He's yeah. usually tethered, but it's like usually he like he's so free with the camera and the transitions because mm-hmm. it's animated, yeah. which is
2: so weird. He doesn't do that in Ready play One. Like he has the same yeah. opportunity and he doesn't do it. It's I'm
1: like he he only does it in the first race kind of
2: yeah Mm -hmm. and And then then it doesn't
1: yeah a little bit in the dance scene at the club and then but that's kind of it Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: so yeah I thought that was a fun one to start with uh noon I went et at 2 p.m. I went dual uh yeah 4 p.m. I went always, uh, it's an afternoon movie. I don't, maybe this might be more of an American thing, and James about, you might remember, I, there was these movies, usually, like, on Saturday, Sunday afternoons on your local station, and they'd always come in, like, it's like, you're watching Holly Hunter in Always Mm -hmm. on Channel 2, like, and I just, always, always such a Saturday afternoon movie that I would have randomly seen at, like, Mm -hmm. 2 in the afternoon, and it was so comforting to be, like, it's like, and now back to Always, like our afternoon (laughs) movie on Channel 2, um, Always. Um, and then 6 p.m i put jaws in there i think i was like doing a lot of sandwiching like okay kind of a mm. weirder pick with a normal pick 6 p.m jaws 8 p.m prime time i was like throw raiders of lost ark out there um mm-hmm. 10 i was like let's get started a little darker put munich in there uh midnight i was still sticking with temple of doom <laughs> um i like my overnight section a lot because then 2- 2 a.m i wore the worlds 4 a.m i went minority report it's, like keeping mm. it dark but moving along mm-hmm. um okay 6 a.m I had Last Crusade or Saving Private Ryan? Question mark. And now that I'm saying Saving Private like,
2: Ryan at six a.m. Oh my! I know.
0: <laughs> well, I was trying to wake people up was like let's have some explosions like if you're if you're asleep when Sarah Hot Ryan starts you will not be asleep after the first 20 minutes you'd be like oh shit we're being attacked that much oh, is and true. then you wake
2: up and you see some guy lying in and screaming for his mother oh my god Matt. All right,
0: it's too much <laughs> I'm gonna go last crusade because I do want to finish the trilogy <laughs> yes, now because like nice. I'm like let's just finish off let's give him a crap crowd- pleaser and then 8 a.m I had Jurassic Park to finish off yeah. so um yeah no serious for- you're you're right Lindsay it's too much I was like that's just cruel that's just too much <laughs> like, <so> um
3: funny. <laughs> I oh,
0: all right. Well, that was man. God, this was that's so much mean. fun. I know it yeah. was. It was too mean. It's the Last Crusade at six a.m. Uh, I thought that was me
2: by playing Hook at six a.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope, Ryan's right, way meaner. Um, all right. Well, God, this was so much fun. Thank you both for doing this. Yes, this it was. was a blast. It was so
2: much fun. It was. I've been looking forward to this for it's a months? long time. In effect, yeah, <laughs> like we played this just... like months ago. Yeah, my partner will be happy. I just like, can you? Oh, she stopped talking about Spielberg finally. Phew.
1: Oh, I know. I just looking at the time, I was like, holy, holy it's almost seven thirty.
2: Yeah, we've mm-hmm.
1: this is a long podcast. I think this has gone off for almost four like, hours. But I gotta go eat dinner.
0: What's What's new for this podcast? Uh, yes. To be not to be short, I thought it would go a little shorter than this, but I thought it'd be a long one. But, um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed going through the Spielberg movies, mostly the ones I had not seen before. Mm. Um, really not just. Not too really bad of one of the bunch. Nineteen forty one was the roughest one, and there was still stuff to appreciate in nineteen forty one. Um, every movie, and probably because I'm watching through the lens of like, okay, I'm watching Spielberg movies, I'm looking for stuff. But really, every movie had something like pretty extraordinary from him. Where I'm like, man, he's just one of the best to ever to do it. Like truly, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like it's always something to look for with the filmmaking. Um, so I had a great time. I am ready to probably not watch some Spielberg and go watch some other stuff. I kind of in the mood for like yeah. some trashy badly yeah. made stuff which sounds crazy but i'm like oh give me some like cheap horror movies from like vinegar syndrome that are like nowhere near competent as these spielberg yeah. movies oh, uh, yeah i I,
2: yeah. I watched jason goes to hell because it's for an upcoming episode of schlock and or, and i was just so happy to go this man doesn't know where to put the camera yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, just stand yeah. right and just staring right at the center of it nothing interesting just <laughs> i'm like Oh, this That's was great right. yeah.
3: It is <laughs> oh, it
0: is a crazy when you watch because I have watched some other things amongst all these film movies, and it's like to go from him to like some other stuff you, see you watch, it. you, see, you it. see the difference in like yeah. other people's filmmaking, and his filmmaking, like mm-hmm. camera placement and camera moves and transitions, and you're like, Wow, he really is in this different level than it's a lot of never off. That's
1: the thing. Like no. every single movie, the blocking and the framing and it's
3: He's genius perfect at it.
1: Every time. Mm, like there's amazing. never a person's face obscured by anything that he doesn't want it obscured by. And, oh, mm. you can see everyone Every It's always like the camera moves this crazy thing and then it shows up <laughs> and it's in this other shot position where everyone's still back in a perfect. Like, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's I it's it's a great time though.
1: I uh it's a great time. But I'm yeah. I'm the same. I'm ready to like I've I've been I get kind of like, you know, I don't want to uh, it's not real OCD, but, you know, I, just, <laughs> where I, I have only been watching his movies, right? I'm only doing this. I'm not watching anything in between. I, wa- mm-hmm. I went to the theater and watched a movie, but that was just because, you know, it was a family right. thing. Mm-hmm. So now it feels good to, and I'm free, <laughs> you know? Like, it is, it, like, yeah,
0: it is nice to not feel like you obligated watch to watch something, again, even though they like yeah, are good movies. movies yeah it's nice to feel free you're like I don't have to watch all those movies for that thing I'm done I passed it I can watch whatever now I'm like tomorrow I'll be like what do I watch where do I go like I'm
1: so open
2: it's it's, it was kind of nice because there was a couple of surprises that I wasn't expecting to enjoy as much as I did like say War of the Worlds and Tintin um because I remember liking Tintin but I just he's really clever about kind of hiding the uncanny valley behind the eyes but you can still see the kind of the actor's especially like Daniel Craig, who mm-hmm. looks nothing like his character, but you can sort of see the Daniel Craig in his eyes a little bit. Um, and it's a collaboration a collaboration between him, Peter Jackson, Edgar Wright, and Joe Cornish. I'm just like, well, that's just peak filmmaking right there. It's just yeah. like the, the best of the best got together. And then they just made this really fun adventure movie. Um, or War of the Worlds was I completely forgotten how dark that movie is. And it does not let up at all. Um, and it has this kind of really kind of cool ending where, Tom Cruise is kind of an arsehole at the beginning and he's still kind of an arsehole at the end. (laughs) He just knows, but he now knows he just can't be part of that family's Mm -hmm. life. He has to step away, Um, which is kind of very tragic and very John Ford, but it is. Yeah. There was still some, even though I was watching a lot of them and I noticed, ah, he's doing this camera move. He's doing this thing. He's bringing this gag back. I can see kind of the repetitious things. There was still sometimes a movie that would go, Oh no, this, this is still a delight. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's my, that's, that's what I ended up, like I think I mentioned earlier, that's what I started doing was I was just now like halfway through, I was like, I'm just going to start taking notes of all the like things. He's, you know, his little, signatures and like all the reflections yeah. and all the all the, all the loves things the people see, looking yeah looking through Orange something sun, you're seeing a character yeah, through sunrises, a window you know, yeah. like, it's <laughs> all this stuff that he just like keeps he just can't help himself to do you know it's just like ingrained <laughs> yeah. in him but the it's so the circular camera
2: move it's not quite like a 360 because it's kind of going yeah. the other way but he just pan around yeah, something like, he'd love
1: and then it's up here and
2: then... yeah it's up here like he loves it And he just gets fancy <laughs> and fancy with everyone um, by the time you get to west side story you're like i don't know how he did that <laughs> i legitimately don't know (laughs) i
0: mean i maybe to end on this but the one the guy knows how to make a movie the guy he knows what he's doing i think i think we all figured that out and i have a better appreciation even than uh, six months ago i'm like yeah it's one of the best why did i ever think anything stupid like oh he's boring like uh, it's like you know it's just like it's good stuff so yeah um yeah, he's one of the best. Um this was great. Uh I feel like everyone has like Spielberg fever right now. Every, like just not just us, but yeah, like, I feel like Fablements can't It's in the air. It's because <laughs> of that ending. It's
2: because it's because of that ending. If that ending hadn't hit as well as it did, um, and I didn't even know who was playing the the director mentioned, like sort of the credits went. Wait, he's mm-hmm. in this movie? Um, I've had a bad year of that, like just not recognizing <laughs> directors. Um, but that final shot, if because I knew it was just going to have Steven Spielberg saying cut, and I w- which would have ruined the whole thing. But the oh, fact yeah. it's making sure the horizon's in the right place, I'm just like, it, God damn it yes. Really great. Yeah, that was... <laughs> just, yeah. again, just I... makes you work out of the theater just like going, I love Spielberg.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a great... That was the perfect note to end on. I, I, really, I actually really hope he wins Best Director this year. Me too. And that's a- also a little selfishly to take heat off the Daniels because I don't mm. want them to win because I'm worried if they win Best Director, everyone's going to be like, Everyone's already like kind of getting tired. I would say tired, but getting a little. What's the word? Everything are all once again some pushback, and I'm like yes. the last thing they need to do. Spielberg can take the heat of winning best director. That's like if someone's like, "Oh, I think so and so deserved it." Spielberg. It's like he you can't hurt him. He's bulletproof, and right. like, he deserves more than three best director Oscars. Like I, the fact only yeah. has two is like a little bit criminal. So
2: I, I actually I hope he wins. It's look, like- <laughs> I don't care if Scorsese's movie is good or bad. Uh, the um, the book. About the people going in murdering all the indigenous people because they owned oil. Oh, movie. Oh, um, yeah. something kill moon. I don't care if that yeah. movie's bad, but I want him to get nominated for best director. So i like, come on, it's Scorsese, you gave him for The Departed. Like, this is a man who made Goodfellas, Raging Bull, um, Taxi Driver, um, every goddamn movie that has ever been great. And as much as I love The Departed, I often look at that one and go, really? <laughs> Even though that has. Like, I don't know how he got Mark Wahlberg to get that performance because I don't think he's ever given that <laughs> performance again. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's great. Uh, he's Man, he's something else. And yeah, I, and the Fablemans is like, there's a lot of versions of Fablemans that would not be this well directed. Like, he didn't have to go yeah. this hard on the directing. Like, you you notice, like, that amazing sequence, like, the Zapruder film sequence where he's, like, finding out what's going on with his mom and Seth Rodman. That is uh, amazing, like, just, yeah. No one needs to direct a family drama this hard, but he does. <laughs> it's like, I really appreciate, like, there's still all those flashes in there of, like, him doing cool Spielberg stuff so um yeah i don't know i hope hope he wins we'll see what happens but and when he's um, talking
2: to the kid about how his motivation for being a soldier and he gets to him so much the kid just walks just keeps walking oh my god yeah yeah
0: That's so much fun with him directing like the other kids. But, um, sorry, I, we probably got to wrap this up because it's been like almost yeah. four hours. But, just <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so much people to talk about. So, um, anyway, I will let you guys plug stuff. People can follow you. James, do you want to plug where people can follow you on social media or any upcoming podcast you want to talk about, maybe? Oh, uh, <laughs> this is coming yeah, out next week, I mean, by yeah. the way. So I don't know if that helps you. This is out next Monday. Mm. This is out next Monday. Yeah. Not tomorrow, the week
1: after. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. I, my Twitter is. <laughs> tj underscore mackie m-a-c-k-e-y four three two um that's it i mean that's, <laughs> I, 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 I just hang out there sometimes post movie clips mostly post St- tony know. scott spielberg it's good stuff like yeah uh, it's been all mm-hmm. spielberg right now but yeah you'll get some tony scott in there too I'm Not it's not going anywhere don't worry <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh good good um
0: okay good everyone should be following you, if not already i feel like they probably are but if not they should be following you so
1: um, i try to be you know Nice and good and like yeah. I try to put out just hey fun stuff. I'm not trying to like
2: yeah. I'm not like very a,
1: positive. I don't. It yeah, is. I'm, it's
2: hey look at this cool movie club. Isn't it awesome? You're like yes, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: nice. all I want to do.
0: I don't want to. You're so cool. Joe Dante discourse. is talking to you on Twitter. Exactly. exactly. You Joe Dante <laughs> is jumping in the replies about Spielberg forgot. movies. Yeah.
2: That's amazing. Oh, I,
0: that was funny. I was like, holy shit, this is like this
1: Yeah, is that was that was pretty funny. I and again <laughs> that's to see that I you know, I I I was just having fun posting that I wasn't trying to I don't right, know. Right. We talked about it already, but I don't know if you thought I was your trying stuff to say seems like
0: seems to your stuff seems to like catch fire sometimes and get spread as Twitter how it works, yeah, you know. Do. It's like people retweet it and then people see it and like your stuff seems to really sometimes really catch on fire and like you get all these random people in your
1: replies uh it's the spielberg thing has done it recently it never used to be like i don't know it's i don't know if it's spielberg is in the algorithm yeah like it's (laughs) just people are like searching it out or something and finding it but it's kind of weird and like it's sometimes bad obviously you know but i tune all that yeah. Helps i've
0: stuff. never seen you though go like oh look at this shitty scene you know what i mean you're very positive you never post like hey look at this piece of shit like so you're always like hey look at this cool thing so people well, no. i mean yeah i'm not gonna do that because oh well, no, no i, I, I know i know. know i'm just saying yeah. like that's how positive you are it's like you're always the one posting like this is cool and then i see people come in time right like, no it's not or, you know but oh <laughs> like, god isn't that the you're... worst like
1: okay it's fine if you don't think it's cool, yeah. and I'm just saying it's cool. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Spielberg is the person who invented cinema or anything like that. Like, I'm just saying hey, this is a cool shot. Hey, and then yeah, this is neat, and
0: then they like, do what you want yeah. with it. You know, yeah. so no, it's not a uh,
1: piece of shit.
2: <laughs> I know the whole Spielberg's thing, we get hack. around to the whole <laughs> Spielberg's a hack kind of thing. I'm like, really, guys, are we doing this yeah. again?
1: <laughs> oh, it's like, I, yeah, movies are cool, man. Do you like movies? I like movies, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's the attitude we should all have movies are cool yeah that's all that's like. um but yes uh good stuff so Lindsay, where can people follow you and all your all your good work
2: oh yeah um just like an on all the pods um i keep posting i keep doing it so yeah because i enjoy it um it's fun um but yeah if you want to follow me it's reading geek on twitter and uh yeah which i tend to hang out and just like go hey i also like movies um and also <laughs> if you want to follow the show it's and or one on twitter and instagram
0: good stuff i think everyone's probably following you listen to this podcast but you know if they're not they should be uh so um for our stuff i don't think i know what's happening next time on the podcast uh but you know uh keep keep it updated <laughs> subscribe all that um i feel like maybe people listen to this who never listened to the show before if you because it's spielberg maybe they found a spielberg podcast uh thank you for listening good Uh go subscribe rate us five stars on your podcast app. i don't feel like i don't say that enough but it does help the show um so i appreciate that uh you can follow the podcast on film feast pod on twitter follow me on twitter at maplet 87 you can follow me in the podcast on instagram film feast all one word um and yeah that's it for this time everybody and we'll talk to you next time bye everybody
1: Bye, bye <laughs>